You are watching the vodka stream. Hey, what is happening, everybody? We are here. Okay, I gotta drop. Sorry. All right, getting that neon in there. What's happening, guys? Okay. <clears throat> All right, sorry, just sending that, sending links out. Links out, it's going to be a panel, panel show tonight. So, uh, you know, no guest because, yeah, just didn't get one. It's all right. I have had guests on for the past couple of times, so it's been, it's been good. It's been good with the guests, but yeah, it's going to be a full panel show tonight. Let me, let me get to my drink here. Getting the vodka flowing. Got my little spritzy, so uh, cheers, guys. To another uh, another Friday, another Friday, and it's a Memorial Day weekend, three day weekend. I'm happy, I'm excited. Three days off, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have too many big plans. Got some things happening, so but should be good. So, cheers, guys. Oh, ah, refreshing. All right, Let's see, we got Patrick right here. Hi, Dave. Rewatch. Um, Shazam Fury of the Gods loved it. Um, that's good. I'll probably I'm gonna rewatch it again. I think it's it might be on Max, right? Is it on Max? It is on Max, right? So I'll probably check it out again, just kind of watch it again. Although I wish they would release like a director's cut because David F. Sandberg posting some of those scenes that were cut out really would help. Because you guys, I'm, I still stand with what I said about it. I said it had a rocky, you know, the first two acts were a little rocky, a little, mm, and then a strong final act, strong third act. But I'm like, I need more when it comes to that, you know, Billy, at least what's going on to run. How you doing? We got Mr. Nobody right here. Happy Friday. Accuracy. What's up? Friday, bitches. That is correct. What's going on, Abel? Flash and IMAX was so awesome. Shut up. Shut up. Ugh. Jealous. I'm jealous of everybody who got to see it. I know. Don't worry. I mean, I'm going to see it. Probably see it more than once. I already got my tickets. I'm seeing it on a big old screen, too. So, you know, not till, until, uh, you know, like three weeks from now. But, uh, I mean, I, again, though, I, I, I you know, I, you never know. Something I might get lucky. I still have that pass. For next week but i just don't want to risk it what's going on mr phil good to see you buddy darkness under the wind hey dave hey but just wanted to say hello well hello darkness good to see you hello darkness my old friend all right we got yakko right here the volcanic muto nice nice name i dig it what's going on good to see you we got stephanie t in the house cheers 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 always good to see you josh always good to see you too oh yeah as you can see i'm wearing the uh the new shirt it came yesterday it was in my uh mailbox yesterday uh, so I thought, perfect, I'll wear it on the Vodka stream tonight. But yes, got the new uh, Jim Lee shirt for the Full Circle event. Very excited, very excited. Of course, it's got the back right there. Good shirt, good fabric. I got the high-quality one because I like. I don't like itchy shirts. And I, you know, usually I like to wash my T-shirts before I put them on, you know, because they can get a little itchy, like, at the beginning. But yeah, this this fabric is great. Inks of the People does a great job when it comes to premium T-shirts. 
So, yeah, I thought I'd wear it tonight. And, uh, yeah, it's absolutely it's absolutely great. It's great. It's absolutely fantastic. I wish I would have had it for the Full Circle event. Can you believe that the Full Circle event was, was pretty much a month ago? I just, like, looked. Um, I saw on Twitter somebody liked the tweet. My tweet, uh, uh, my photo with uh, with Zach when we we're doing the commentary for Man of Steel, and it was on the 28th, and here it is the 26th, and I'm like, man, that was like a month ago. Crazy time is just flying. This freaking month flew by. Happy Memorial Day, ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Always good to see you, brother. We got Brandon right here. What's going on? Good day for Corona. There you go. Cheers, brother. Got to meet Brandon. Uh, as you can see, there I am in his. Uh, <laughs> I'm in his. Uh, his avatar right there because uh yeah he was also not lucky lucky like me and not seeing the flash on monday but it was cool to talk to him conversation kept flowing so that was good it was good to talk to him talk to jose talk to russ you know meeting people of course that you met online it's always interesting but yeah we still had a good time and also ryan too met ryan uh, which i think he's going to be joining the panel uh later on travis what's happening i'm loving the early start times yeah i mean it seems like this was just a the a good change. I mean, it's it's still weird. Still weird for me because the sun is still out when this thing's starting. But like I said, I do like the fact that now the vodka stream will end before midnight, <laughs> my time. You know, and I'm not just like crawling, I'm not just staggering to bed like and then fall asleep. I can actually like, okay, handle some things, sober up a little bit, make sure I don't have uh, you know, a nasty hangover tomorrow. And, you know, drink a bunch of water and just chill. It's kind of nice. It really is. What's going on, Lane? What is the deal with those THR flash opening numbers? Oh, the hater is here. The hater is here. Lane, drinking that haterade. Uh, I never trust early box office numbers. Yes, I saw them. I saw them. I get it. I get it. But... I don't know. I don't I don't like to talk about projections until the week of. That's usually what I do, especially on Film Junkie Live. I always like to talk about the projections the week of because that's when you get the most accuracy. I think the Flash is still going to be a pretty big hit just just by just the hype alone. And we're, you know, we'll have some people that are going to be joining the panel that have seen it. Uh, no spoilers, of course, um, but I don't trust those numbers. But you guys who are just, you know, drinking that haterade, you guys love it. And you guys should be careful with that because if the movie ends up making a ton of money, I, I receipts. I'm just saying receipts, <laughs> just receipts. I love you too, accuracy. Love you too, Riley. What's up? All right, we got Mr. Vega right here. Nicolay, what's going on? We got William right here. We got Mind of Inception. Good to see you. Good to see you. Oh, we got Miss Nighthawk here. Hello, gorgeous. Good to see you, Steph. Miss Nighthawk, cheers. Oh. Yep, that thing is singed on. I, I didn't peel that stupid thing off. She was with me, too, when I bought this glass. My Batman from the Batman glass. And I forgot to take the freaking... Uh, forgot to take the price tag off, and now it's just been washed too many times, and now it's just fused to the bottom. Uh, anyways, what else we got here? All right, we got Mr. Brian Cowley right here. Don't get three days off, but double time. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think a lot of people will take that double time. <clears throat> um, okay, what are you guys? Okay. Okay, you guys are talking about certain. Okay, see. Hello there. Hello there. Okay, so we're good. 
Uh, okay, I think you guys were talking about a certain individual, and yes, he should be okay, but we don't need to go into depth with that. Um, if I'm seeing that correctly, I think some of the chat was, yeah, that's interesting. I should really pull it up right up. There we go. Hold on. Sorry. I'm still trying to get used to my screens here. Okay. Okay. I think we're good. Okay. Sorry about that. Still waiting for the shirt. Yeah. Wait patiently. It's a great shirt. Okay, yeah. Okay. You guys are talking about a certain person right here. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, yeah, if anybody's kind of wondering, um yeah, we had uh Enosh is good, okay? And one thing that I do miss is talking to Enosh and I miss uh watching Enosh and Enosh come back to us. Okay? It's really all I'm going to say about that is we miss you, pal. We miss you. I miss you on here. Miss you doing your stream. We miss you. And I hope uh, things are going to only get better. Yeah, it's been a month since full circle. Crazy, crazy. What's going on, Miss Susie? Good to see you. Good to see you. Okay, we got Jason right here. Uh, Once a week, yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, who else we got here? We got ACS in the house. Good to see you, brother. We got Baba, Baba, Baba Scotty, Baba Scott. Are you going to watch my fan? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's tomorrow? Well, send it to me. Send it to me. I'll check it out. I know sometimes, and, and sometimes, you know, if I miss it, you know, just remind me. I, I'm I'm busy. Cheer that right. Yeah, I know. I heard about that. I'll probably talk about it more. Well, maybe we'll talk about it tonight, but yeah, I'll probably talk about it more on Film Drinking Live too. It's just like, yeah, that is really weird. Very strange. Very strange that the the writer strike, the legalities of this whole thing, to it goes down to the point where not even actors, not even actors can improv. That is crazy. It's crazy to think about. It's really crazy to think about. So oof. We haven't even started our ticket promo yet. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like you can't trust those early those early ones. Yeah. And then we got Box Office Pro still has a flash at 150. See, that's the thing. But like I said, just like Rotten Tomatoes, just like Rotten Tomatoes, everybody, everybody will utilize if you are not about the movie and the projections come out like a month ahead and they are lower than what they should be you're just going to use it. That's just what we do. Just like when it comes to the Rotten Tomatoes score, if you don't like, if you are not about the movie and you want to see shit fail, you're going to utilize that Rotten Tomatoes score, even though you know you claim that you don't care about Rotten Tomatoes. Just like, you know, you don't care about box office projections. I mean, it's it's just, I just, I get tired of the bias, bias stuff. You know, I really get, it's just funny. That's why, like, I was giving Lane shit because I know he's not all, he he wants to see WB burn. But yeah, it's just like, you can't, yeah, I think it's going to be, but see that then, then you just like, and then all of a sudden you just turn and you're like, what? I didn't say anything. Moving on. Just don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be that guy, Lane. I like you. You know, don't be reaching. Don't be reaching with your good, uh, you know, guitar playing hand. I've seen a lot to offer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and William's seen it too. And he actually told me how much he enjoyed it. So that's good. What's going on, Tony movie, uh, D nine, uh, 
Neil Blomkamp fan, good to see you. Okay, has anyone heard from Ray? It's been. Are you talking about Ray Porter or Fisher? I'm gonna clarify which Ray you're talking about. Probably Fisher. I don't know. Hey, we got Ariel right here. Um, what's going on? What's up? A friend of mine saw the flash. He said, "Don't believe the hype." I blocked him. It's like, <laughs> don't. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You're gonna get the people that don't like it. It's for sure. It's for sure. And thank you, uh, Tony Movie Chappy D9 Neil Blomkamp fan. Thank you for the uh, ten dollars super chat right there. Thoughts on David O. Russell still making movies? I know. I we always hear that he's like a, a big time douche, but he still keeps on making movies with. A, with an ensemble cast. And now all of a sudden they're talking about him doing a John Madden movie with Will Ferrell, possibly starring as John Madden. Now I'm all about off the cuff castings, but that very off the cuff. And, but you know what, if they could pull it off, that'd be pretty sweet. Wouldn't be surprised. What's going on, Landon? Greetings. You know, he's working his uh, AMC theater right there. Cool. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Have to make dinner. Got to make dinner. Got to make dinner. All right. I think uh, we got pretty much everybody right here. All right. Let's start bringing some of these peeps in here and have some uh, good conversations tonight. Uh, we're going to start off with somebody who hasn't been here for a while. We got Mr. Samuel right here. What is happening, sir? What's going on, people? What's going yeah. on, Dave? How you been, man? I've been pretty good. How you doing? I'm pretty good, dude. It's Start of a three-day weekend, so I'm excited. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that's what we can all, you know, that's what's so great about it. And not only is Samuel here, we got Seek here. What's going on, Mr. Venom? Hey, what's up, everyone? I like the shirt, Gwenham. That's awesome. Thanks. Really, really yeah, awesome. hey, look at that. <laughs> oh, that's coming out next week. Can't wait yes. for that one. That one. So Dude, excited. I've seen like the early uh, praise for that, and I'm just like, and they're saying it's even better than the first. I'm like, you got to be kidding me because the first one's just so. Sam, you did you see it already? No, no. I was supposed to see it next week. Okay, and I'm not gonna be able to see it. And ah, I, that sucks. I am. Mm, I, I've heard some people say this is probably one of the best Spider-Man stories they've ever seen, and in the animation, they just just railing about it. I. I'm so jealous. I can't even lie. Oh, man. I know. Can't wait. And then, of course, you know, light the fire. We got Mr. ACS. Right what here. up? Hey, what's, what's going good? on? What's good? What's good? Great what's shirt, good? man. Yeah. Oh, Rocking the yeah. Wonder Woman today. We love it. <laughs> what's good, fellas? Samuel, what's good, man? What's good, man? It's good to see you, dude. <laughs> good to see, good yeah. To see you. <laughs> no, I hit up Sam. I was like, hey, man, I'm doing it early because he's East Coast, and usually he's yeah, like, dude. puts a <laughs> bed, and he's out himself. So I was like, hey, man, I'm doing it early. You want to come on? So he was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, the first week you did this, I remember I was on here and I was like, "Yo, I appreciate that because it's uh, it, it's it's it helps." Yeah, yeah, it does, it does, it does. <laughs> oh yeah, it was just one of those things where I was like, you know what, it's time to make them move because, like, even for me, like I said, you know, sometimes these damn things will go on five hours, six hours, and I've I, I'm always up uh, weekdays at five thirty in the morning, so I'm like, Shit. same. It's yeah, for me, same my yeah. time, but yeah, it's same thing. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it, I think it's working out, but I'm just still trying to get used to the fact that the sun is still up over here. <laughs> I'm starting this thing, but it's cool. It's cool. But yeah, What's thank good, you for uh, joining, gentlemen. Um, What's appreciate good, chat? It. What's good, chat? Peace uh, the chat's rocking, man. Yeah. ACS, yeah. <laughs> yeah. did you get one of these shirts? Yeah. Yo, well, I got I got um uh the one that Joey got for us at there, uh, mm. but it's got there it's it got. 
He's got it it's, too. Sam's got it. Nice, yeah, it's nice. got the um, it's it's got it's got uh, is it's got my man's signature on it, so I'm not wearing oh. it. So, but I did order the uh, the the one that you know from from Ink, and I mine still hadn't shipped yet, but I see a lot of people has already gotten there. So I'm I'm, I'm I do have one, but it's it, you know it's got Zach's signature. I was like, yeah. Yeah, you can't wear that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Just fill that up somewhere. Put it in a glass. I'm already prepared for it. Yeah, yeah. Did you get some posters, though, signed by? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you got the posters. So why'd you get the shirt signed? You should have got a shirt just by itself. That's all good. You can get it later, maybe, or something. I don't know. No, no, no. No, he sent me a a shirt from there that's signed, too. That's why I do have the shirt. It's just, it's got his signature right over the top. Yeah, I was just just saying, like, man, you should have just got the like a shirt by itself so then oh you know, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> no well i had already ordered one from inked as soon as they oh, know, okay yeah as soon as they went live with the shirt so yeah yeah i okay, got one so of those on the way okay so you got <laughs> <William Schill. laughs> what's william saying what's william saying he got the sleeves oh yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. why not oh, gotta show off the guns man <laughs> you gotta wear that shit like vin diesel man like yeah you gotta do family that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Family. i remember uh when we and my wife if we ever renew our vows i'll wear a white tank top i'll wear a white a white white <laughs> nice <laughs> with a bow tie put a bow tie up here or something yeah. something white shirt bow tie no sleeves Yo, it's, it's it's funny because we we saw um the fast eggs and there's a couple of scenes in there she looked at me and she said that's you <laughs> she said literally and i was like i get it from all dude it's it's, it's weird because i'll be working and literally you know common people who come in because i work in like uh uh retail and shit and they'll be like yo what up Vin Diesel or they'll be like yo Batista and I'll be like uh, basically a, a big bald dude you're just that's, that's yeah like, that's exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, just yeah, call yeah. You that because it's all how, yeah you've gotten the rock many times as well too I was about to say yeah. the rock probably yeah 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 I get a lot yeah I, I appreciate it though I, 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 I appreciate it I do I do I wish I was you know I was sitting on the level of them cats. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's but all good. It's all good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, did, did Sam, you saw Fast X, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, what'd you think? It was very entertaining, but the <laughs> the key component of that was Jason Momoa, man. Like he, no, yeah, he was dope. He was dope. He owned it. I mean, I don't know, you know, what kind of say it. Like he, he was the Joker of that universe in <laughs> different ways. Yes. Like he is, he, he was so crazy that he made the craziness of the world flip upside down i was like okay this man hasn't even physically hurt people yet and he's <laughs> yeah. just playing with dead bodies like i i loved it I, I loved him in it and it was really entertaining it was a lot better than the the ninth one to me yeah yeah, yeah it was it was i would agree did you did you see it sick no yeah <laughs> you're not a fan you're not a fan right you're not a fan when when they when their cars start transforming into robots i will get back into that franchise i would not be surprised if it that might happen. happen it yeah. might happen universal yeah. does both they might as well i mean if they can't get a gi joe transformer crossover just do a fast uh furious and transformer crossover yeah. well somebody somebody made a fake post credit scene i talked about it on film junkie live uh, i saw it i saw it yeah mm-hmm. or tuesday or, uh, yeah and i was just like this i would not be surprised if <laughs> If yeah. they just decide, fuck it, you know, this this franchise. I mean, 
you know, for the most part, uh, fast, you know, the franchise, the Fast and Furious franchise just crossed like seven billion dollars. Yeah, I know. Which, yeah. which is Fast that's why they keep on making them. That's yep. why they keep on making them. Yeah. Uh, I did find it funny, though, that somebody posted a, an old, I don't know if it was from this premiere or from the last one, but Michelle Rodriguez, when they asked her about the MCU and they're like, how many more movies can they make? And I'm like really <laughs> you're saying yeah. this like how many more movies can they make in that universe um <laughs> you know it was like it was just kind of funny when i when i saw that people were making jokes about it but i just would not be surprised if i mean who knows what's gonna you know when it comes to the new the new transformers movie if it mm-hmm. is gonna do well is it uh, paramount I mean, thank, thank you aaron he said paramount yeah. yeah i know it's paramount but i uh i think of universal has the rides for both movies so that's mm-hmm. why i think i said that oh, yeah. okay gotcha that's true. <laughs> my true. Bad. um i'm thinking this new transformers because i already got my tickets to spider-verse and transformers and mm-hmm. uh i think i'm thinking this transformers i think they're gonna star trek 20 uh, 2009 this one where okay. they um where the bay movie still happened because the fifth bay movie ended with uh, Unicron being introduced and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, at the, in the post credit scene. And I'm going to guess that that world, when Unicron appeared, destroyed that world. So this is like, oh, oh you know what? We have the prime, uh, you know, uh, Optimus Primal and the, the 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 Beast Transformers from the future. They're time traveling back uh, to the Bumblebee franchise and reset things uh, by being there to like prepare everyone for unicron's arrival so that's what i'm i'm think that's my thought process now i don't know if that's the case because i know some people have seen it so it could not be true but that's my theory mm-hmm. no it's a good theory it's not bad i mean i'm just trying to th- i don't know where it's gonna fit i mean obviously i was thinking it was just fitting in the bumblebee right um, yeah you know world um which i i enjoyed that movie but i i mean everybody was so enthusiastic on it and i was just like okay i was like fine well the the Cybertron stuff in the Bumblebee yeah. movie was yeah. fire. That's, <laughs> was. that's what everybody was so enticed by. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like like they and they they had put out a trailer for it, you know, before it, it came out, and you got to see just a little bit of it. I was like, wait a minute, you know, it looks like Soundwave, like like the literal uh, the way he looks. But no, I I, I enjoy Bumblebee pretty much. So. It was yeah. it was the palate cleanser that franchise needed. Like yeah, it, yeah. it played it safe. It didn't do anything too risky. Mm-hmm. It had it had a good actress in it, and they kind of just made like a fun ET mm-hmm. family movie. Um, and it's like good. That's what they needed after the the nightmare that the previous movies were got became. But see, then we run into a problem because uh, John Cena was in that movie. So I don't know if we can't have a crossover. <gasps> well, no, we could still. I guess. Spoiler <laughs> alert, alert. Well, but is but is he really? But is John Cena really gone, but not forgotten? Um, no, I mean it's been Man, a week. It's been look, over. It's he been held on to the chain. Well, here's Dude, the you know what? <laughs> I dug, I dug John Cena in Fast X. Also, <laughs> I, it, my my favorites were Jason Momoa, John Cena, mm-hmm. and then that's pretty much it. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like you know, but but I really like. I was like, all right, they brought back Goofy. They were like. You know, let's let's have goofy John Cena because obviously he was the villain in the last one. Yeah. We all knew that it, there was going to be like, uh, oh, yeah, you know, we're brothers. We're good. And then it was all going to be good. But, you know, he was still the villain. He was a cold hearted villain. And then in, mm-hmm. and when it came to this one, it was just back to goofy John Cena. And of course, he had to, like, take care of the kid. So it like worked out and I was like, you know what? I like goofy John Cena. And then for him to do the sacrifice, I was like, yeah, yeah, good for him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It, it was. I think um, I was 
because of the, the last few, the last two ones that they put out, which were decent, but this one, I was like, really like oh. when it, when it ended, I was into that shit. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. was like, yo, and I thought the cliffhanger was, is pretty good. It's pretty well done considering what, uh, you know, the, they normally don't do cliffhangers on that level. You know what I'm saying? Like that was yeah. a literal, like the shit started falling down from, from the damn yeah. spoilers. Yeah. My bad, my bad. Spoilers. No, no, and like then said, it just cut off. And I was like, wait a minute. You know, I need this. I need this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll right. see it when it comes out on video. So it's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it, it, it does have a cliffhanger. And, and by the way, I, I just realized, or somebody just told me when somebody was asking, where's Ray? And I was thinking, what Ray Porter, Ray Fisher, who are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? You're talking about Ray Flightcast. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Mr. Oh, Flightcast. Yeah. Oh. Yes. He has not been on in a while. Um, he hasn't even been on Twitter. Um, as far as I could tell, very much concentrating on his new job. He got promoted with what he was doing, and Congrats. he just decided to just disconnect, which is good. Nice. Um, and yeah, you have to do that. He's concentrating on work. As soon as he pops back on, he's gonna have always an invitation to come back on here. So yeah, there's uh, as far as I could tell, that's 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 what's been happening when it when it comes to Ray Flightcast. There's so many Rays. That's why I was like, my immediately thought went to like Ray Porter and Ray Fisher. Yeah. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, but yeah, um, but that that's the last the last I heard when the last I talked to him, he got a promotion at his job and he works in like broadcasting. So obviously it's going to take a lot of his time and not to mention he's engaged. I'm sure he's, you know, doing all that stuff, too. So uh, hopefully he'll be back and hopefully everything's going well right now. But uh, that's why Ray has not been on the vodka stream. Good for him to disconnect from this crazy world of the Internet. <laughs> yeah, you, and like I said, you got to do it sometimes. Like, yeah, oh, when, yeah. when re, especially when real life hits you with a real shift, like, uh, like as you know, like I, I took a, I took some time off for a while. Yeah, you like, did. Yeah, I was like, I need to just de- de- disconnect for a while. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I recommend it for everyone who makes continuous YouTube content. Oh, yeah, you're telling <laughs> me, you did. Yeah. I mean, like, but I, 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 yeah, I know. I see. I, I take mine in, you know, short bursts because obviously it's hard for me because I'm trying to keep, you know, consistent. But this is what I mean. You know, Saturdays I'm usually always just like you'll barely like, um, you know, when I wake up on Saturday, I do things and then I just completely just leave, turn everything off. Uh, I go to the, to the girlfriend's house and then we just hang out and I just keep my phone, just not even really looking at things. Maybe I'll gander at stuff, but at the same time, I'm just like, nah, when I'm like over there or hanging out or something like that, I just try to, that's when I disconnect, but yeah, I wish I could disconnect just a little bit more, but yeah, it could be, it could be, it could be rough especially when I'm trying to be consistent. How are you doing with that when, when it comes to that, Sam? Oh, dude, man, I got two kids, man. Yeah. Two kids, my job starts right at 7 o'clock, so I got to be up at 5.30. Job yeah. doesn't end till like 5 sometimes. Got to get the kids down by 7.30. Got to figure out food, and I'm married, so I got to make sure <laughs> wifey is okay. <laughs> and then on top of that is, you know, the media outlet stuff. So it's, yeah. I think it's essential. Like you, you have to figure out how do you unplug? Uh, honestly, I, I'm taking a whole week off next week. Um, so Memorial Day you. weekend, I'm like legit, like we're going to go to the beach last year. I mean, with the pandemic and everything, it's just so hard to try to do travel with family and stuff. And so I was like talking to my wife, I was like, we need to unplug. Like she needs it to decompress. I need it. And I mean, it's gonna be good to hang out with the kids, but it's, when you're doing continuous content on a regular basis, it can be so much like you could start to drown 
in content. You do so much content, yeah. you forget to schedule stuff, you get to post stuff, <laughs> and you lose enthusiasm like that. So you, you got to figure out where your little pockets of civility yeah. is. For me, it's Thursday. Thursday, I don't do any reviews. Thursday night, me and my friends, we just go and look at random stuff, whether it's anime, TV shows, whatever. Not reviewed, just looking at stuff. Because right. um, I think it's really important. Because sometimes you watch stuff to review it, Versus watch it to just enjoy it. And I don't know if you want to have a take on that, Dave, but yeah, more and more stuff you get, it kind of feels like a job versus like, oh, I'm doing it to really enjoy it. And those two start to separate in this. I don't know. Well, I mean, and, that, and that's, I mean, even look at well, even yesterday, like I, I would have preferred to probably go see another movie besides Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid's not for me. I knew it wasn't going to be for me. I was not excited for the movie, but I was just kind of going like, yeah, but what, what, like when I do my first reaction, what if I do my, re I, I'm not going to do a reaction on, you know, like Burt Kreischer. I like him as a comedian. He has his movie that came out. I could have went and saw the machine movie that he did or watch a movie that I missed. You know, I still haven't seen Evil Dead Rise. I could have like caught that or watched it on VOD or something like that. But I was like, well, Little Mermaid's a big movie. We're in summer blockbuster season. I should go see it. Just the same thing with the week before. I'm like, I wasn't excited for Fast X, but I'm like, I'm going to go see it because I know like, hey, it, it, it does feel more like work, even though like I enjoy movies and I enjoy going to the movies. Um, sometimes I'm just, but, but especially yesterday, I was just kind of like, ah, man, do I see it at 410 or six o'clock? And it got to the point where I was like, it was like it was like probably three forty five. I went now. Just get it over with. Just get it over with, you know. And I and I went and watched it. And you know, for the most part, I, it was better than I thought it was going to be. It was better, but I still. How about the Little Mermaid? Yeah, Little Mermaid. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, seen, because seen it, it tomorrow. Seeing it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, because we were just talking about like how uh, sometimes you know doing what we do can feel like work, and you know I would. I was like not looking forward to Little Mermaid at all. I'm not a Disney guy. I didn't mm -hmm. watch the movies when the I didn't. You know, my mom had them all, but I really didn't watch them. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I was just not about the Disney animated movies. But and so when it comes to live action, I haven't even seen all of them. I haven't seen Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast. I've seen all the other ones. Um, mm -hmm. For the most part, I've enjoyed most of them. I didn't really enjoy Lion King like a lot of people did. I thought I was like, what is this? It's just a bunch of emotionless yeah. fucking animals. <laughs> you know, I just didn't, you know, but I really enjoyed Jungle Book and I enjoyed Dumbo. I thought Dumbo is an underrated gem and I don't like to use underrated a lot, but I thought Dumbo was excellent, but it bombed. So weird. Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I felt like a Tim Burton movie to me. All these other movies just found, feel like, it's all just the kind of same. There's like, hey, remember this? Now it's got 3D and flesh around it. You know? it's like, that's why, you know. And but you know, when it came to Little Mermaid, I was like, all right, we'll see what it's like. And uh, you know, uh, I thought Haley Bailey, Holly, ba I can never say her name right because it sounds too much like Holly Berry. I'm like, so I want to say Haley Bailey instead of that. But she was, you know, she's got some pipes on her. She was, she, she was great. Sing. She can mm -hmm. sing. She can freaking sing. You know some of the other acting. Eh. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, you go, you you do your thing. I don't know what it was, but you did it. <laughs> what it was, but, hey. but uh, you know, for, for the most part, I'm like, all right, families enjoy it, whatever the hell. But it was just, yeah, it did feel like work for me. Like, ah, oh, shit, I gotta go. I gotta do this. You know, do my first reaction, but I did. I did have a question though that I put in my mm -hmm. first reaction that I want to lay on you guys right now. 
Do should mer do mer people have to blink underwater? Say it again. Do should mer people have to mer blink people, underwater? Okay. Yeah. So if you're underwater, I mean the whole the whole idea, the whole thing about blinking is mm -hmm. you have to keep your eyes moist in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. But if you're underwater, do you have to blink? No, right? Do they make close their eyes when they sleep? Mm. Right, that's another good question. Like, <laughs> yeah. do, do the fish, the fish actually have their eyes closed when they're nope, sleeping? They don't. They don't have. They just kind of just like they kind of just slow down and just kind of just float. See, that's the thing. See, this is this is this is where my brain goes, guys. This is where my brain goes because I'm not that excited for the movie, so I start thinking of shit like this, and I'm just kind of going like I'm watching this, and all of a sudden I'm like I'm seeing her blink, I'm seeing some of the other mer people blink, and I'm like. I mean, I get because they're blinking because they're, you know, they're playing a role and we naturally blink. But I'm like, man, yeah. I was like, do you actually merge people have to they wouldn't be blinking underwater because their are eyes you, would be constantly moisturized. Are you saying, are you saying hey, blinking or a blinking? <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. You made me hey, think of that blinking. line. I love that movie so much. <laughs> What's that from? What's that's that from? from Men in Tights. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yes. Yes. That's right. I knew I recognized that. Oh, <laughs> that's you. tight. No, that's my name. That's you. Yeah. That's you. God, I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Movie. But no, but yeah, I was just, I, and so the whole time anytime that they're underwater i'm like i'm just like count, i'm like looking up oh, they blink up oh, they blink and then i'm like now i'm like oh, i want to go watch aquaman do they blink i mean like it, i'm just wondering because you know sometimes directors will get very detailed when it comes yeah. to shit like that you know you know most of the time they don't because you know it's only assholes like me that's just pointed out and yeah. it's not a big deal because it's not going to like ruin the movie for sure. you but mm -hmm. i mean I, I i mean i pay attention to stupid shit like that like one of the reasons why what what bugs me about dark knight rises is i don't see cold breath because i know they shot most of those scenes summer in chicago so i'm like yeah it's not yeah. cold yeah. You know, so I just go, my brain just goes, ah, I want to see cold breath. Yeah, when it comes <laughs> for me, when it comes to Dark Knight Rises, that 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 doesn't bother as much as there's no blood. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, the too. dudes are getting murked in the streets, and I'm like, no blood splatter anywhere. You gotta like, keep uh, that PG 13 rating, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You can't, can't break the code. In Gotham, do people bleed? <laughs> yeah, do you bleed in the cold? <laughs> no, but it was just like, yeah, I just for some reason, I, and I was obsessed with like the whole time. Anytime they're underwater, I'm like, I'm like paying attention. Har Javier Bardem did a good job, though. I will say this: when it comes to not blinking, Javier Bardem blinks <laughs> the, the least amount of. I counted the least blinks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that just shows you, you know. I again, can see I, Dave sitting there watching a movie, just going like, "Does sound travel like that underwater when she's singing?" Like, so now that's a real question, right? <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. Right. Like, them having conversations underwater, I think. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Well, were... yeah. Well, I mean, literally, what the bird has a conversation underwater, and that was a little weird too. I mean, but I'm like, but the bird is talking, and it sounds like uh, uh, Aquafina. So I, I guess I can't complain that much. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not trying to ruin the movie for you, uh, Anthony. I know you're seeing it tomorrow. Hopefully yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward. But now, to but now you're gonna be thing. like, you're gonna be looking at the blinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's like there was this uh, fan that asked grant morrison once a question about time travel they're like he was talking about final crisis and he's like hey how does how do people show up two seconds too late in the time machine because <laughs> there was like superman and like the time the time masters came back in time and they missed batman by like 
two seconds uh, when he was yeah. bouncing through time. Mm-hmm. And Grant Morrison just goes, oh, that's easy because it's fiction. Yeah. <laughs> See? I mean, that's what that's basically what you can yeah. do. Just say, yeah. you know, it's fiction. We have yeah. mermaids that are talking mm-hmm. and it's all ridiculous. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, but, uh, my, but my brain just goes to those little details. But now mm-hmm. I want to watch Aquaman and be like, did James Wan tell them not to blink when they were doing underwater scenes? You know, I just want to know. I just want to know. But we'll see. But anyways, we got somebody else joining right now. Well, I was always going to make it, but Heather and I were watching the series finale of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Ooh. And after five seasons, I'm sorry. I had to devote my time to watching the final episode of one of my favorite shows. Like, do what you do, Scott. What's good? You good, doing good? All right. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. You know, I'm seeing you, you guys talking about Little Mermaid. I'm like, I was there in 1989 to watch the original. Like, you know, I I saw that puppy in theaters back back in isn't it, the day. Isn't it crazy to think about though? Like, you know, 1989. You know, that year we had Batman, Batman come out. We had Last a, Crusade. A Last Crusade come out, and then uh, what's the other one? A oh, Ghostbusters two came out also in 1990. And we're getting we're getting. Oh, and, oh, and 1989 would have also have been uh, Back to Future Part two. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm just kind of I'm just saying because in 2023 we're getting Michael Keaton back as Batman. Yes, we're getting another Ghostbusters. We're getting another indie, yeah, and then we Jones. have a live action a Little Fucking Mermaid. It's just crazy. Like, what the hell? Oh man, I I had a tweet pulled up with a marquee that somebody took a picture yeah. of. Yeah. It was epic it, film, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. dude, they had they had all the movies on it. I was yeah. like, these are my people. Yeah, <laughs> but it was funny because the only movie that was that's not getting a sequel or redone or anything was Field of Dreams. Poor Field of Dreams at the bottom, yeah. which is yeah. a fantastic movie. Yeah, yeah. fantastic yeah. movie. And, yeah, and they should not remake that. No, no. But it's just funny because the other three movies are getting they're all getting like technically sequels this year. Mm. But then I and then all of a sudden it was like, wait, Little Mermaid also came out in 1989 and we're getting the live action version. Just mm. crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy to think about. But thank you for joining, Scott. Do you think mer people blink underwater? <laughs> <laughs> I've never really put any thought into it, Dave. Yeah, I know. Be honest. Sure so, sure <laughs> I really, I really, really it's just my brain. Haven't. My brain lie to us. <laughs> no, my, no. My brain no, when no. I was watching the movie yesterday because I, I have a question for you guys about your animated uh, podcast that you do, yeah, and stuff. Because now you started Superman, yes, and, and uh, which I'm so happy you guys are doing also because that was an amazing series. Um, but I'm curious why you skipped the Batman game Rise of Sinzu. Okay, because no, I, I asked that in one of the comment section and I didn't get an answer, so I'm like, oh, okay. I'm so there's there's two things okay. there's two things going on here. Okay. okay, number one, it takes place during season three. We yes. haven't gotten to season three yet. Of so, Batman? yeah. Oh, you got. Oh, that's right. You stopped after season two to jump to Superman. Yeah, right. Because, because we're going yeah. chronological, we're going chronological yeah, going order chronological. of the universe. Gotcha. gotcha. Right. That makes sense. Uh, and the other thing now, and you may have to correct me, I am familiar with that game, but right. the reason we did the Sega CD game was because there were those actual animated cutscenes. Yes, right. And so we, it wasn't that we were doing the game, it was yeah. that we were looking it was an at. extension of the show. As an ex- right, because right. it okay. has been um, sort of a um, apocryphal name that the cutscenes uh, are 
representative of a lost episode, a episode. Yeah, okay. of the series. Right. Okay. So that's the reason we even did that was because I thought it would be a. It, it, it was my idea. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a good no idea. idea. I love the episode, by the way. It, yeah. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a cute way for us to sort of sign off on that original run of Batman, the animated series, because I had talked to Dave about, we really can't jump to season three until we watch Superman, the animated series. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And, a, and, and that kind of was because Dave had talked about wanting to do Batman beyond. And I was totally down for that, but I was the one going, but if we do that, Dave, we're going to have to basically commit to the entire yeah, DCAU. Right. Project, yeah. uh, you got to do them all. Static you got to do them all. And <laughs> you better believe I've got a watching order wow. for them all. It's a note on my phone. Like, yeah, it's okay. like, I'm, I'm like ready to go for this. <laughs> Dave did not know what he was getting into, or maybe he did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, 800 more of these? What am I seek on the Venom vlog? <laughs> but, but when you ask me, <laughs> to do uh, a a podcast slash weekly stream about the animated universe. Yeah. Oh no, we go we go full retard. It's yeah. just <laughs> just the way it happens. Yes. Because I've been that way since I was ten, and there ain't yeah. no stopping now. Mm-hmm. Well, I look I look forward when you do the Batwoman movie too after season four because that that was really fun. I no hey I like and, that movie. I like that movie. It's yeah. not, it, I like Mission it's silly, but I like it. Yeah. I don't think I saw it. So that's oh. it with fresh eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think I watched that. All about that oh, no, yeah. see, that's the that's the fun part with Dave is that yeah. the ones that he's like, I haven't seen this, or it's been so long since I've seen this, and I'm like, I have seen everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, no, that I mean, like, oh, go ahead, Dave. No, I was just gonna say, like, uh, um, the fact that it's just like, yeah, it started off with just Batman, and then, but we just kind of went through those first two seasons, and then it was just like, well, there's so much more animation stuff we could talk about, and I wanted to start talking about Superman because I haven't watched this cartoon series in over 20 years. Like, it's just one of those that were like, you know, I watched it when I was younger. I didn't watch it as frequently as Batman, of course, but I remember watching it and really enjoying it. And then, of course, there's all this other animation stuff. I'm like, all right, well, let's just let's just do that, and we'll rebrand it DC Fanimated, and let's just keep going. You know, because those two years like went by pretty quick. Like that. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like there was a moment I I think we were hitting it was before it was around deep freeze or right before deep freeze. I was literally looking at the dates going, Dave, it's literally been like two years to the day. Yeah. <laughs> Just couldn't believe it. And then we brought it up. We're like, holy shit, it has been two years since we started the scene mm-hmm. because it was during the pandemic. And I just thought and I remember just sitting here and, you know, and, you know, I, I, I will say that I slightly um, I got inspired. I didn't rip off the I got inspired by Stephen and Andrew Dice by doing like uh, the BBS by the minute. And I was like, that's cool. It's a cool idea that they're breaking something down like that. And then all of a sudden, I think I was watching some kind of animated. Maybe I was watching Batman, the animated series like that mm-hmm. Saturday. And I went you know, it'd be cool to talk about these episodes, like episode by episode. And then I immediately messaged Scott because I'm like, it's gotta be Scott. And uh, yeah, he responded to just fuck. Yeah. I was, I was literally, I was literally in the shower. I was, I was in the shower when he texted me. I know so you my- sent me that weird picture, but Hey, <laughs> yeah, you know what? And I'm just, 
No. Penises aren't towel. weird. He had his Batman towel on. He was, you know. No. <laughs> he was, you know, drying Fruit off. baskets no. are a little weird, though. <laughs> no, but yeah, I texted or I messaged him, and I was just like, would you want to do this? And he just straight up was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it was like, all right, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, just. Fun, I'm just yeah. such a I'm just such a nerd for that shit. I just I just really am because I really see uh, something you need to understand about me is that while I love while I've loved comic books for a while, mm -hmm. it was these animated series that made mm -hmm. me. You in. Well, because yeah. you've got to remember in 1992, mm -hmm. I got Batman and X Men. Right. In the same year, and then in two years, <laughs> on the same years, channel, <laughs> and on the same channel, and then once again on the same channel, two years later, you throw Spider Man, Spider -Man. into yep. the mix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at my comic book collection, what do I have? All like, right. it's like Batman, Spider Man, mm -hmm. and X Men. Like, like right. those mm -hmm. series are, um, <laughs> I, I don't think it's it's one of those things that I don't think you can understand unless you were there yeah. to understand what a big deal those animated series were to yeah. a 10 to 12 year old and just making and introducing me to characters and concepts that literally I learned about them from the animated series before. I learned about them through like it was watching them on the show that got me to go seek out mm -hmm. the comics. And right. that's why I always get my feathers in a ruffle when people want to try to say that, you know, reading comics and like, oh, you didn't read this or that first. And and they try to throw it up like some sort of gatekeeping thing. And it's like, oh, oh, no, oh, no. We all have our entry point. Of course. And yeah. if it yeah. hadn't been for those cartoons in the early 90s. Right. Oh, I wouldn't. I mean, trust me, Dave has seen. Uh, Anthony, you guys have seen my comic book collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've I, all seen it. I have seen yes, yes. I've not seen it. I would love to see it. Oh, oh. <laughs> all he has to do is turn his camera around. You can see like, where he's at. I'll I'll say this. We um we did a uh a um it was three hundred. We did yeah, it was a three hundred. Uh, we we did like a sort of a, a on Dawson's channel, uh sort of a a breakdown of the the book three hundred and uh. Mm -hmm. Awesome. <laughs> and we mentioned the movie and stuff, and we, 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 it was like a, it was pretty much like a, a great conversation just about all of that, uh, that particular topic. But afterwards, so we were just hanging out backstage, and, and yo, Scott was like, let me show you something. And he literally <laughs> took his, he took his camera into his entire basement. And I was like, um, <laughs> I have one thing, and I'll, I'll still the, the the one thing that I had that Scott. The only thing that I have that Scott was like, "Oh, I'd like to have that." I have a, a football autograph by Herschel Walker. That's the only time that Scott was like, But but other than that, yo, his his we got an extensive look at his collection, and it is absolutely yeah. fire. I so I. I <laughs> but once again, everyone has their entry point. And for right. me, if it was, I mean, yes, I watched the 66 Batman show. Yes, I saw Batman 89 in theaters when I was seven. But you, 
but while that was there, it really wasn't until this like amazing string of animation that mm-hmm. that really went deep into, yeah. I mean, characters and concepts like these things introduced you to characters that only like hardcore comic book nerds mm-hmm. would have known who or what these characters were. And then, and once again, but then me being a book reader was like, oh, cool. Now, where did that come from? And right. I want to go and like find the trade or find the issue. And thus the collection was, was born. And so I, I you know that's why I just love talking about cartoons was because it was really cartoons that made me, you know, the collector and the reader that I am. And that's why anyone who wants to somehow say the animation is lesser than nope. can no, kiss no, no, my no, no, hairy no, no. ass. As far <laughs> as I'm concerned. I would, I would say, I would First say of all, send me a picture of that ass while you're oh, in the shower. Exactly. <laughs> I'll forward it to you. No, um, no, but like, no, I mean like that was the same for me too. It was like, I had Batman comic books, but it was in no particular, it was just random Batman comic books that I had. And I watched 66, I watched 89. And, mm-hmm. but yeah, when it came to Batman returns, that's also when I became I'm Batman. Batman animated series. That was also when I became like a diehard fan. Like, oh, okay, this is why I love this character. Holy shit, they're like nailing it here. I want, I want more. I want more. You know, and that's the thing. I'm, I'm the same way. The same way, like what Scott was. You know, when it came to and then and then and then I love being able to like transfer because you know what's coming out next Friday across the Spider Verse and my kids are. I mean, I only get to take. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 only get to, I, I only get. I know. Oh, and, and, and Sam, you're gonna love this because Declan, who's my now seven year old, as far as he was concerned, like he, I, he didn't get to go see Into the Spider Verse in the theaters. He he was too young. Mm-hmm. Liam was like in kindergarten, and I took him to go see it. Like I picked him up from after school care on Thursday night for the preview, and it was yeah. like. Oh. We're going to go see Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. And then when we watched it at home, as far as Declan was concerned, Miles was Spider-Man. Like, he learned about Peter. Like, he didn't really catch on to Peter until later. He dressed up like Miles Spider-Man for Halloween. And then did Peter Spider-Man, like, the next year. Yeah. So the fact <laughs> that I'm taking so everybody yeah. to go see Across the Spider-Verse next Friday, it's mm-hmm. like it's become like one of those family movies that's like, oh, no, I bought tickets for me, my wife, my two yeah. oldest. It's a whole event. It's a whole yeah. event. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, was, I was just saying like poor Sam because he's going to be going on like vacation. Not He was supposed to see it next week. Yeah, but he right. can't see it. He mm. can't see it. And it's just like, ah. Oh. oh, no. That's okay. No. He's going he's to have a great week with his family, though. And that's yeah, important, exactly. too. Yeah. I, I'm not even gonna lie. I I caught up a couple of PR people. I was like, "Is there any way? Is there any screens going on in North Carolina <laughs> near my beach that I'm gonna be at? Because I kind of want to cover it. I got people that are gonna be covering it in see DC, it. but I I kind of want to see it for myself." And they were like, "No, no I'm, I'm so sorry. You can go to Atlanta." I was like, "How many yeah. hours is that?" Me, me, no, no, no. That's that's that, that, no, no, no. That drive. That's that's drive. I've but, done that drive. That's your drive. But yeah, yeah. Nah. I mean, I'm in the same boat, man, when it comes to the animated stuff. Like, I mean, I think the thing for me is 1989 Batman, man, it it unraveled my excitement for what superhero movies could be, but also like just film in general. Mm-hmm. And so after that, the transition was 
the the cartoon series and like when when that came up and then you had spider-man you and like you said uh x-men like it it transformed mm-hmm. my whole idea of what superhero themes are what they can be what stories can be and um dude like some of those stories are iconic um whenever y'all get to like the third season i think it is over the edge let me over know when the y'all edge. Are doing oh, that good. because so that so one good. broke me as a kid but yeah. going and <laughs> yeah. repurposing it and watching it as an adult mm. it's just so different it refines what your ideals are like it's, it's so interesting like some of the things that they did with animation i think even not just american animation also anime like i'm a huge anime nerd and like even that was booming during that same exact time so yeah i think there's some truth yeah. to everything y'all are saying as far as animation I mean, animation the 90s, is the 90s were a it's amazing how the 90s get so much crap like like the comics and everything but like i look back at the 90s and we're like it was a wellspring of Dude, material Saturday morning cartoons man i mean yeah. i missed that i remember i remember when the new like season of saturday morning cartoons was it was like probably like at the tail end of summer or whatever, I remember writing down, looking in the TV guide. That's right, guys. That's how I'm dating myself right now. <laughs> the TV guide and not Weird. on your screen. It was an actual book with pages. Yep. And I remember just, and I remember just looking from like seven 30 to about 11 o'clock. I had schedule. I wrote down, Oh, I'm watching this. I'm watching tales from the crypt keeper. I'm watching <laughs> this. I'm watching, you know, I'm watching, you know, whatever the hell there's like all these cartoons that were like, you know, in there order. Was the back to the future Saturday back to the cartoons. future series. Yes. Oh. I had those. I had those happy meal toys too. I did too. Yeah. I had the DeLorean. I had the hoverboard. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I, I didn't care about the train that, that whole, that much. Yeah. But, I had that though. I had but them all. still, I still remember. I didn't have the TV guide, but I had like the section, the TV section of the local newspaper that oh, had wow. like the local TV channels. And I, I remember because that's how I watched World's Finest parts one through three. It aired at six in the morning. <laughs> it, <laughs> but it, you had to be up early, man. I had to be up. I set my alarm, right. and it was. But it was. But it was one of those things where they aired it. Like the uninterrupted, like all three episodes yeah, in a row, yep. in a row without like the without like the part breaks. You just it was like popping in like the the movie as you watched it, and uh, but you know, but once again, that was appointment viewing. Like yeah. it was no, I had to wake my ass up at six a.m. on a Saturday <laughs> if I was going to watch that three parter. So weird, like you know, yeah, I mean. Just to even think about that now, like on a, on a Saturday as a kid, waking up before your parents, everybody, you're up and you're just watching because you're just because you're so excited for cartoons. I'm like, I feel sorry that the children of today don't have that. They could just be like, what? What are we going to watch? Anytime right. they want. Yeah, exactly. just, uh, yeah, they could just you know? stream it. And it's it's yeah. yeah. Entitled little <laughs> shits. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> spoiled. Just spoiled. Yeah, they're spoiled, but yet when get they get older, lawn. it's really nice when they can operate the Apple TV all by themselves and mommy and daddy can sleep in. They're, yeah. They're, well, they're, bro, they're, I mean, then you got yes. that. Too. Go, watch, yeah, go watch whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really cool. You know what Declan's watching right now? They, he's found on Max. Mm. Old school Ben 10. Ben 10. Wow. I never watched that when I was. I never watched it either, but there was like old Ben 10 and new Ben 10. And I basically told Declan, no, you're watching, you're, you're watching like old, old.
old Ben 10. Like that's what you, that's what you're watching. And you know, and he's already made it through like the Terra arc. Listen to this gatekeeping here. No, no, I will gatekeep my children. I will do that. But you know, but then Declan also, because we've been loving Teen Titans Go for so long, he's been going back and watching mm-hmm. the old OG Teen Titans. And he made it, he just made it through the Terra arc season. And I was just like, so he's he's in the brother blood hive season now. And I'm cool. just like, yeah, nice. I never, yeah, I never watched that when I was a kid. Hmm. Yeah, I was just like, like, like I said, it was like so many different. And I remember, like, I mean, I remember there was like the uh, Where in the World is uh, Carmen Car- San Diego? San Diego. Yeah, yes. I love Carmen Man, San Diego. Nobody's gonna oh, mention yeah. gargoyles. You, gargoyles. oh no, oh no, yes. <laughs> oh no, I'm, oh no, I'm, gargoyles. 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 You guys, you guys have made me want to do a show like you're doing with the Fanimated for gargoyles do but the, the thing is i don't want to do it by myself so it's like i'm like ah, I'll, i have a friend who i used to podcast with but he's it's hard to get on schedule with him but i would love to do that show oh because um, anything greg wiseman touched with gold he's amazing. i loved it i loved yeah. it when the three artifacts made a cameo in the fourth season of young justice and i was yeah. there going yeah oh, oh reference Dead. reference <laughs> yeah. no i loved it how like there was all three of them all three of the magical artifacts that combined from yeah. that show were all in etric it was jason blood and he was like stop it don't touch that yeah touch that. <laughs> i was like i was like I, nerding out so hard you did the whole rick, rick, rick oh i was doing this like all yeah. the way around and by the way rest in piece of uh rick dalton he yes, apparently dalton. Yes. yeah according, according to uh tarantino he has passed away so oh, yeah wow. yeah so you know according to him so he lived a good life though you know uh but i guess cliff booth is still alive at what at 90 <laughs> i saw somebody actually post like uh brad pitt in uh the benjamin button when he was old he's all this is what cliff booth looks like now it's like that was pretty funny but uh yeah rest in peace rick dalton from uh once upon a time he's apparently passed away but uh, I did want to uh, say that there's only one person here who's seen The Flash. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> one oh, lucky no. individual. There could have been two. There could have been two. But sadly. <laughs> so, Samuel, I, you saw it? He did. He okay, did. Okay. I, want, I want nothing. I want I say nothing. That's all. Well, just nod your head. No. Nah. No, yeah, but, yeah, I just nod my head at everything. No, 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 but I know Sam. Now, yeah, obviously, we don't want any specific, specific mm-hmm. details. I mean, obviously, obviously, as you sent me your impressions reaction. are cool. Yeah, you sent me your reaction, and I was like, okay, obviously, you enjoyed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I'm, you not, gonna, I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. Okay, Sam, um, hold on, hold on, Sam. I gotta ask one question before we get started. I need context here. How old are you? What? What? How old am I? Yes. How old are you? I was born in eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Okay. Frame of reference set. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Yep. There you go. There we go. Cool. All right. So <laughs> I, I left the movie, and I was like underneath the microscope, saying, "Don't tell anyone anything." And I was like, I wasn't planning on it. Like, no, don't shoot a review. Don't do a reaction. Don't do anything. And so I've been holding in how I actually feel. So nobody has actually seen exactly how I feel. Mm. But if you're looking at my face right now, the smile on my face is exactly what the movie did for me. Um, I am a big 1989 Batman fan. Um, I love The Flash. And... 
I'll say this. This movie to me is like the, it's almost the perfect celebration of DC um, film, hmm. period. Like, and I, that's the biggest, best thing I can say. And I'm not just talking about now, but period. If you are a DC fan, if you are only a DC comic fan, this gave you all of those things. The movie itself is very entertaining. Some people are, I think are going to be, it's going to be subjective on people's perspective on how the storyline goes. It always is. <laughs> but from beginning to end, very entertaining. I didn't even see a fully finished movie. That's one thing that nobody yeah, has said. Right. Nobody's seen that. The yet. movie that I've seen is not completed, meaning VFX not done. Scenes weren't there. I didn't even get to see credits. So at the end of the movie, it just ended. So I never even got to see credits. So there's no end credit scenes. Um, was the music finished? The music was finished. Was it? It wasn't like source music added in? Okay, <laughs> cool. So Wallfish um, is good. Wallfish did, did good? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Look at his face. <laughs> stop, stop getting him in trouble. I'm not getting you in trouble. He is holding back. He is dead. Nothing. I am, I am, I am nothing. acting for you guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, yo, hey, Sam, we appreciate that, though. For real. For real. Yeah. I, I think we all can collectively appreciate that. Um, what you just gave us, because, you know, there's only so much you can fucking say. So, yeah. We, we, look at him. He wants to just be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, yes, yeah, of course. Right, he does. Trust me. Of course. Yeah. He does. Sam, I appreciate the position he's in because, like, like I've told Dave before, this is how I felt the night I got to see Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then I had to go and record the Conan the Barbarian review with Jordan, Ray, and Tim. And they were all looking at me like, you fucker. <laughs> yeah. So I get it. I get it. And I appreciate yeah. where Sam's coming from right now. Yeah, I, 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 I'll say this. I bought my ticket mm-hmm. for the 12th. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to see it again, the full version on the 6th. And I am not going to miss that. That's Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to miss it. So from what I saw of an unfinished film, what I've said to you guys thus far is really me downsizing a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't, if you, I know most of you guys here are DC fans, I don't think you're going to be disappointed. Like it's not, it's not just a celebration of one thing. It's a celebration of everything. Okay. That's, That's cool. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Cause I don't, I just, I've just been giddy about like, especially after watching that first trailer. Now I've not seen this last trailer. I have not look at any more trailers. No, no. That's the thing. This last trailer. I, I, no matter like, the, the one that got released the same day the tickets went on sale, mm-hmm. you better believe like it kept on popping up on my timeline. I just went scroll, <laughs> scroll. Just, oh just, yeah, just there's clips scrolling. and everything too that are just showing up. And, and I'm like, I don't need it. I've seen yeah. two trailers. You know, it, it's like I don't have to be sold on this movie. Like I'm already mm-hmm. like I'm yeah. I'm I'm there. I'm I'm there. I and and yes, Dave, I did buy that hot toy, just not for you. Sorry. Ah, damn it. <laughs> How much was which, it? Wait, wait, which one? Uh, they have they have a hot toy. No, they actually have several, but the one I got was they have a hot toy of Keaton's Batman from the Flash in his what they're calling the modern suit. 
Okay. And oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I the cowl that. even comes off, and the sculpt oh. of like old man Michael Keaton. Yeah. No, I yeah, I saw it. He does look good. It does look good. Does. Yeah. No, they do. <laughs> however, have a new version of the '89 mm. hot toy that you can pre-order. <laughs> And they got like a Batmobile that, that you can get, and the deluxe edition comes right. with like the gargoyle, like from the mm-hmm. you know from the end. I actually, and someone, and I think one of my followers even was like, "I'm surprised you didn't get the '89." When I said, "Actually, like the toys and the accessories that came with it, I was more down for the modern suit, like this one." Oh, here we wow. go! Wow, look at that thing. That, that face that sculpt is, is killer. Yeah, it really is. Because that McFarland really dropped the ball on the face sculpt. What's There's the price a... on this? Okay, the price on this full price is three oh five. But wow. but yeah. if you do what I do, which is you always do the payment plans, mm, I love that. You only pay a thirty dollar down payment, and then they break it up into five monthly payments of fifty something dollars that you don't even start paying until next May. Right. When they ship it, right? Well, no. Well, they'll they'll they break up the payment so that you, the last month you pay is the it, month they it ships to you. It ships to you. Ah, oh, that's smart. Oh, I love that. So so right. like I put the down payment down yesterday. And then I don't have to pay another thing until May of next year. The problem is you you bought twelve of them. So. No, no. <laughs> but one, one for each of us. Yeah. But, right. Right. If you buy it, if you buy it now and you get one of the first editions, uh-huh. there's an exclusive accessory of this stand that the and the that the cowl can rest on still oh because the cowl can come off and you've got three different like mouth uh Mm -hmm. molds that you can put on the eyes the eyes also and the eyes move what what thing is detailed is all freaking oh my gosh and you get a grappling gun you get a battering you get an 89 battering with a rope on it you get ninja Mm -hmm. stars you get a bomb and a and, and like a and a detonator. Yeah, because we all know that Keaton's Batman loves to blow people up. I guess you guys are <laughs> We all and know that. On fire. We're non-lethal bombs. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we got somebody else <laughs> running right now. We got Mr. Phil joining right now. What's hey, going on? What up? What up? Yeah. An Al Ghul in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You know, I don't remember which one of you guys mentioned Gargoyles, but there's a fun DC connection to Gargoyles. Hey, you guys know Phil, Phil your mic Gargoyles. isn't on. Your mic's not your working. Your mic's not working. No. Yeah, I think you're Phil picking Muffle. your your computer. I think it's your computer mic that's picking you up. Yeah, check it's your kind input. like you're underwater yeah. a little bit, but yeah, check it out. Yeah. But uh, no, but that's cool. I know when that when I saw that, I was like, oh man. I want it, but yeah. I'm like, I don't real, know. Real quick, when you mentioned the animated stuff earlier and how the impact it has, we talk about that all the time on the Venom vlog about how a lot of people what? know the origin what? of Venom what? 
through your oh we hear you perfect um, thank you thank you they they hear the origin they, they think the origin of venom is uh is uh john jameson bringing the you know the prometheus rock and and i'm like oh well there was an event called secret wars and some people know it and some people don't but it just shows the impact of how well they retold that story without right. doing secret wars for you know venom's origin and which the movie ultimately based off of they were like all right we're gonna have an astronaut bring well, it you know on a well shuttle. when we when we dove into uh superman i mean brainiac's origin is changed but we oh, accept yeah. it because it's great it's yeah. great how they did it in superman the animated series the fact that Absolutely. he was a part of krypton and he was like their ai right. to like just have the answers for everything which is kind of creepy when we're in this you know age of yeah, ai well, coming the last time of krypton part one dave and i were kind of going Mm. Ooh, this gets close <laughs> yeah. a little too close to home yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean but then it was just like but yeah but it's just like yeah it's one of those things where it's just like for animations like a lot of people you know who got introduced to these characters maybe didn't take the time to actually like all right let me see what happened over here in all this you know sure. literature that we have um but but at the same time i we always loved the fact that they could reach you know and i i like that when it happens to movies does it always does it always work no but when they do make changes where you go huh hey you know what that's pretty cool you like like the way that you did that like harley quinn for instance yeah 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 from animated yeah yeah it's craziness yeah it's crazy how uh batman the animated series i mean they changed clayface and clayface is Uh, just in the news yeah they changed them they were like hey we're gonna change it up a little bit and this is what it is now, and it and now every you know that's what they use Clayface now. And uh, but you know, uh, there was even like a rumor too that that apparently Matt, Matt Flanagan, right? Matt Flanagan, no, 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 no. Mike, Mike Flanagan, Mike, Mike Flanagan. Flanagan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently that it is a go. There's a rumor that it might be a go that he might be doing that Clayface. No. That takes place in the Batman universe. I don't know, or it might oh, wow. be part okay. of part two. I don't know. I've seen too di- too many different fucking rumors. I don't care. To- I'll wait till Mike Flanagan confirms it because you know yeah. I follow at Flanagan Film and yes, Mike so Flanagan is just one of those guys that's like, hey, name- Mike Flanagan is Stephen King's favorite director. No, 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 there's a reason for that. Because- oh, 100%. There's a reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's like the only other person who did Stephen King justice as much as Mike Flanagan was Frank Darabont yeah. when he did like Mist. Shawshank yeah. and, and The 100%. Mist and uh, Green Mile. Yes. Yeah. But then you get Mike Flanagan doing like Gerald's Game on Netflix and then doing Dr. Sleep. Gerald's Game is so damn so good. That was a good movie. Oh, so yeah. good. Oh, it's just as creepy as the book because trust me, I'm watching the movie going, I know what's about to happen, and I still am freaked the fuck out watching <laughs> this. Gugino, oh my gosh. Yeah, oh yeah, Carla Gugino. I mean, oh anything she's in. I know. I don't know why I haven't watched it yet. I gotta. I gotta watch that movie. But uh, so good, dude. It's pretty so intense, bro. Doctor Sleep. Oh my God. Oh, Doctor Sleep. Sleep was excellent. Oh, Direct- and Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Right. Yes. What were you gonna say about gargoyles? <laughs> oh, the, there's a DC title there. The guy who show ran gargoyles, Greg Wiseman. He did Young Justice. Yeah. No, I know. We, we talked, talked about, about that. that. Yeah, we, oh, we talked about that. He also did Spectacular Spider-Man. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. which was yep. such an amazing. And Star Wars Rebels. And Star Wars Rebels. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's right. I mean, they basically the I man love. the man just touches animation and it's just like because 
Because what happens with Greg Wiseman, like like we've talked about with like Bruce Tim and Paul Dean and Alan Burnett, was they didn't treat cartoons like cartoons. They treated nope. cartoons as they were stories. Right. And so like Greg Wiseman has even said that he loves it when people come up to him and say, I love Shakespeare now because of what you did on Gargoyles. And so I'm just like, <laughs> and, and I'm sitting here going, yeah, the dude made Shakespeare like canon to his entire universe. And I love it. Yeah, I was like, what show like were because I rewatched Gargoyles like a year, like during the you know the pandemic. I have all the DVDs and I was rewatching it. And I go, you know, I forgot like this, like the fourth episode of that show. One of the Gargoyles shoots the main character cop by accident with her own gun. Deadly and force. That's and she's paralyzed the, the rest of the season. I'm like, yep. what show does that? Like, right. you know, I'm like, that's outstanding that they just to sell the message of how dangerous guns are, they had ramifications for it for the rest of the season. Oh, and I, later on in the and series, yeah. because she because it was the cop who would she would put the gun in her shoulder holster yep. and she would mm-hmm. just hang her shoulder holster on like a coat rack. Right. For the rest of the show, they yeah. would show her putting the gun in a gun safe. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. they were they like they they were it carried on through the rest yeah. of the show. It wasn't just an after-school special episode. It was like a thing with impact for the characters and everything in the world. Yeah, it was. It's amazing. That show's amazing. Oh, I love that. Show. And if you love Star Trek, freaking everyone who was on Star Trek was a voice in that I show. I know. <laughs> so good. No, but uh, so Sam, uh, yeah, you're you're the lucky one that it's seen uh-huh. the flash. I mean, sadly, uh, you know, my venture out there, um, I mean, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty it was it it sucked. (laughs) Well, but but at the same time, it was just like it was almost like I knew something was like I'm like when I was driving out there, I was like, okay, it's just going to happen because obviously this is like this was like a a fan screening event kind of thing. And I know, Seek, you're more familiar with a lot of these. And even Sam, you're probably familiar with a lot of this stuff. I mean, I know they overbook intentionally, yep. you know, yeah, because they want to build up the hype, which I, and I was even telling people that because people were even saying, like, why didn't they give you a signed CD? Isn't that the thing now? I'm like, no, because if you assign the seat and then the person just goes, I'm not going to make it, <sighs> they lose out that seat because, right. it, you know, you can't depend on a person to be like, here, have my ticket back. So they want they want to fill up the theater. But the yep. thing about these screenings that were happening it was just like okay yeah understandable you might not get there it's not a guarantee sure but then at the same time you have people talking about oh they filled up most of their auditorium with kids um they filled mm-hmm. it up with it. i guess in my case in my screening a bunch of execs there was executives there were influencers and they're all in cosplayers and all kinds of stuff like that. And that's why, like, if you watch my little rant video, I was like, yeah, I could have just, you know, been like, I'm the film junkie. I should be able to get it, you know, or something like that. Yeah. I'm mean, like, look, could use that clout. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, that would have sucked for like, you know, the people I was with. I don't know if they would have, you know, but I, I, the only thing that I, you know, and I expressed this was like, okay, if you're going to have, because again, there was like probably about 200 people in line and I'm like, okay, yep. not everybody's going to get in. We, there was probably about 50 people in front of us. And when we saw people like ahead of us, they, they probably let about 10 people in yep. from the line. Wow. Yeah. Because 10, there's nothing saying that you can't save a seat or save a, a spot yeah. in the line just as long as they're in line ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it was just kind of funny because then I even got pushed back from people like, we got to get there early. I'm like, yeah, I mean, but there's like, and I even read, you know, and I did a little clip on it. Somebody at a different AMC um, said that, that they got there at 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. for a seven o'clock p.m. start time. So they got there at 10. They're waiting nine hours for this thing. Yeah. And they were let in with five other people. And that Good was it. God. Can you imagine like the people who were that that eighth person who got there probably 1007 <laughs> and was waiting all day and then got turned away? I don't know. Mm. To me, it was just like, hey, just to let just a just a mass email, which I know they're capable of, because I got three <clears throat> emails prior to, you know, hey, just a reminder, you you know, but it's like let people know, like, hey, just to let you know, your screening is gonna be this is who's gonna get guaranteed seats. We're going to have we want to have these people to have seats. We have a bunch of children showing up. We have people, influencers, whatnot showing up. So, you know, the your your chances are decreased. I wouldn't have fucking driven two hours in traffic to go if I knew that was going to be the case. I would yeah. not have done that. And yeah, that's a shit show when it came to that. This <laughs> and that also does. Um, it doesn't help their case either. I mean, like to have that happen, like. And then, like from outsiders looking in, that doesn't help their case. So, oh, all these people drove down here and waited in line for these <laughs> long, long times. And there's like, yo, we can't let you in. That, yo. Yeah, I think that they, I don't want to say they wanted to make sure the perception is that everybody's waiting to get into this, yes. but they definitely wanted to make sure that mm-hmm. they built up enough momentum that everybody had this opportunity. But I, I'm going to say this, and this is a small little story about me and trying to see the flash. So normally I go and, you know, the PR team or whoever is like, hey, you got to make sure you're there like 15 minutes early, 30 minutes early. I get there, have my assigned seat. It's cool because I'm there to cover it. Sometimes we do that with a combination. There's certain people that are there from the public and then there's press. So it's just fine. We still have our assigned seat. But with this, they told me explicitly, you have no seat. Like you got a ticket, but you have no seat. And so what we used to do before I was a critic and stuff like that, we would go to these fan screenings all the time. We would go, I kid you not, like sometimes wait five hours and Jeez. a line, just sitting there, eating our food, working, then we'd get through. And I told my I told uh, my crew, I was like, look, it's the all or nothing days. They're back. We're getting there early. And so sure enough, we got there at three o'clock for a 7 p.m. screening. I think we were like eighth or maybe maybe like fifth time. And we knew that even though we were critics, like I knew for a fact what they were going to do. They were going to flood it. People were going to let other people in the lines. And I was kind of like, I just want to see the movie. I don't care about my seating. I seem to be able to see the movie. And so I went there at three o'clock to get there for seven o'clock. It was ridiculous. But that was mm-hmm. even what I had to do. And it was, I did see the same that thing, Dave. I saw some people that were influencers. I saw people that were cosplayers. And they had their reg, like random assigned scene, which I thought was weird because even some of the press people didn't get that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what that was about, uh, but I didn't care because I saw the movie. But I did <laughs> empathize with people that were like getting there maybe around like 5.30 and they were like, wait, I'm not going to be able to see this movie. Like, But they didn't, they didn't go to them and tell them, hey, you might need to kind of dart off because at this point we've counted the people in line. They didn't even do a count. They just slowly started to let people in. And I don't think that was the best approach with it. It built hype and the perception is that this is a big thing that's going on, but it undercuts people that really wanted to try to get there. 
and they didn't have a fair expectation of what was going to be honestly. Well, and then my perception, because like I was in, I was like in the break room at work watching Dave's video, uh, you know, and, and, I, and I literally was reacting when, because when I saw this, I just went, what the fuck? Like, like, <laughs> right. like I, 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 I was saying this and I think my concern was the word of mouth and the perception mm-hmm. of all the pissed off people right. who didn't get to see, see it. because it was one thing if, if if a random pissed off person, like like let's say if Dave, let's say if Dave just you know was just shit out of luck and you know didn't make it, sure I would be entertained watching his rant because he's he's entertaining when he rants, but but then when I kind of do a, just a quick like I don't have to look that hard. Mm-hmm. I just have to scroll my personal timeline and all the stories from people I personally know who get screwed over. Right. And suddenly my timeline is suddenly going from a timeline where people were getting Yay. super excited and hyped, like you said, about seeing this movie to now there was a lot of bitter grapes yep. and it yep. was let's just say that the timeline was filled more with bitter grapes about the experience of how the screenings were run Mm -hmm. rather than the people who did get in and were trying to provide reactions. So I, in my mind, if the point of the screening is to build hype and word of mouth, this is another one of the situations where whoever was responsible for how this went down Mm-hmm. It's like you keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Like <laughs> right. it, it, right. it was a situation where this backfired <laughs> massively mm-hmm. in a perception game. Like in the yep, yep. in the game of spin, <clears throat> you lost this game because right. you pissed off so many people. You pissed off more people than got to see the movie. So the the word of mouth and the and the what's the word that i'm looking for but the the flavor of the timeline was not in your favor and it had nothing to do with the quality of the movie it merely had to deal with how people were treated and then they're getting pissed off and i think rightly so about the way that the whole situation was handled and so that's why i gotta go what did you hope to achieve? Yeah. Because I don't think you got what you were hoping for. Nope. Yeah, right. it was just it was it was all just a weird thing. Like I said, um, I mean, even at the the screening art we were at, they were doing the world premiere like uh, of Fubar uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, new series, yeah. which it was kind of cool. I saw Arnold on the red carpet when we were walking out with my little fucking flash poster and my new pad. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were like walking out like f- like frustrated and like, hey, there's Arnold. And then of course security's like, move it along, guy. Can't stop. We're like. Fuck you! I can't even look at. I can't even pull out my phone and take a picture of Arnold. Right. No, you know I can't even like do that. And then it was just like one of those things where it's just it was just you know like like I said if I if I would have just gotten the fact that it's like hey if you're if my chances decreased um, because I knew I was gonna have to get there as early as possible but I had work you know that's the thing yeah. I didn't take, I didn't take the day off 
So I was like, okay, but I'm going to start as early as possible so I can get off and just head out there. Luckily, like people that were out there, like Jose and uh, Russ and, uh, uh, you know, they were going to be out there. They live out there. So I'm like, get there as soon as you guys can and see what and hold a place or whatever. I'm going to get there as soon as possible. It took me not two hours, but like an hour and 47 According to my phone, St- it's still, it, a, still a drive, bro. Still drive, a drive. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and it was just like, okay, but then we got there, we get in line and it just seems like, oh, there's about 50 people in front of us. Ah, right, we're golden. We're golden. This, this auditorium is probably holding like over 200 people. We're golden. And, and so we're just sitting there waiting. We're talking to other people, you know, everybody's, you know, excited. We got, you got Batman shirts everywhere. You got flash shirts. You got just, everybody's excited. And then, and then when the, and then as like the, the time just keeps going and like, we're just kind of going, all right, it's, it's six Oh five. I wonder if they're going to say, and this is after like, they've already like going, Hey, do you have your QR code or your, you know, this, this little girl comes out and just like, I mean, it was funny because Jose was like, is that a robot? Because she's just saying the same thing going to everybody. She's just like, mm-hmm. you have a QR code, you have a QR code. And she was just going through and it's like, okay, so they're about to let people in. Mm-hmm. And then we're just like going, okay, it's getting close. But then it's, it gets to like, you know, 615, 620, 630. And it, the line's not moving. We're like, what the hell's happening? Then finally the, the line starts moving and we start getting closer. And then somebody like in the line goes, oh, you're probably not going to get in. They're giving specific people red passes to get in and then everybody else gets a pass for another time and you're like you be fucking kidding me and it's this time it's like 6 55 so we've already been mm-hmm. in line for two hours and yeah sure enough we get handed a little poster and a pass for next week and it was just kind of like it was just so frustrating i'm like oh god i'm glad i waited uh you know Two hours in traffic and two hours in line for a fucking flash poster. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I love fuck, it. Uh, I'm gonna fun. I'm gonna be the descending voice here. Okay, okay. I'm shocked. Before you do, which is great. Yeah, uh, uh, ACS, I know you got to go. Yeah, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice hanging out with you again, man. Hey, nice, nice, nice. Appreciate y'all, Dave. Always appreciate the invite and yeah. um, anytime. Yeah. Yo, and Subscribe. also. Um, when I do get a chance to see the flash, I hope we have a good have a, a big yeah. old conversation. Yeah, about- we definitely will. We, yeah, oh yeah, that, that, it's gonna that, happen. I'm there. Let me yeah. know when y'all do Friday, it. Friday, Friday vodka stream uh, after the flash comes out. We're all having a big discussion about it. Yeah. Spoilers and everything. We're not holding back. We're not holding back. In the hope so. So yeah, everybody. So yo, everybody, y'all have a peaceful night, and um, yeah. I, I'll talk to y'all, man. I appreciate it. All right, go ahead, Seek. Go Seek. <laughs> no, well, because I wanted to hear I, your perception of this. I really did. Yeah. Well, yeah. no. First of all, I'm. I mean, I'm on your side, obviously. So I'm yeah. gonna. No, that's that what I wanted to ask you because I know you've been to a lot of these like advanced screenings. Well, I was gonna say that's how I met you. Was yeah. I was I was trying to get you to go to Justice League, and you had already had a screening that day, so that worked out anyway. You got to see it. Um, but that show, I think they they wanted us there at like even though that was the red carpet and all that stuff. So that was a little bit of a different case, but I think I still got there around noon that day. And the thing, they didn't let us in till like five or 6 PM. Um, And they only let me in because I was dressed up like a green lantern Uh, because they were like, they were getting down to the nitty gritty of like who they could fit in there. And they were like, all right, we're looking for 
people who stand out, uh, you know, that will look good on camera uh, at this point. And so I was like, well, I have a glowing green lantern, you know, and they were like, okay, yeah, you can come in. And I said, well, hey, he's with me. And uh, this random guy I was talking to in line who ended up becoming a friend. Uh, So he, I was able to yank him in, but it was the same when I went to the green lantern premiere back in 2011. Um, Again, they only let me in, even though I got there at 10 30 a.m. that day and they didn't let people they i was like it's the red carpet like it's going to be a big deal so i got there and uh again it was like 6 p.m before they finally let us in to the theater um and it gets like that and it's it's a it's definitely a commitment most people in la you know and and it sounds like samuel and i even know you dave like they you know like you even said you're like look i gotta work i gotta you know but there are people that do they they take the like i take the day off because i'm like i'm gonna if I want to see it, I got to go. So it's one of those things where like, um, like when it's like, Oh, I, I, you know, I drove the two hours to go there. I, I did this, I did that. And all I got was a poster and a, a pass for the next one. <laughs> it's one of those things where like when you work in retail and you work in like yeah. marketing and stuff, you're just like, okay, that's not on me as the promoter, know. you know, I, but, but I know I you're, 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 I would vent the same thing. It's like, yeah, no, get to that point. But, um, but from their standpoint, I agree. Like, yeah, they have to overbook. But sometimes, like, uh, like for example, you went to the Grove, right? That's where your screening was. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, so the Grove is where I saw Venom with Tom Hardy. Nice. But the thing is, they didn't promote that Tom Hardy was going to be there. Uh, mm. They just were like, "Oh, we're doing a screening of something from Sony," uh, and it was like really vague. So we went down there and got in line. Like, actually, I wasn't even going to go. I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I, I just got home from work. And it's, you know, it takes me like 45 minutes to get to the Grove from where I was living. And my friend Andrew, the guy from the Justice League that I met, he was like, dude, come down here. No one's here. And I think I heard someone say Tom Hardy's going to be here. Ooh. And I was like, what? So even on that risk, I was like, I'm going. And when I got there, there was even he didn't even have to hold a place for me. It took me 45 minutes to get there. And still no one came and stood behind him in line. And so we're in line and I'm like, there's no way Tom Hardy's here. There's only like 12 people. And luckily like a couple other people started showing up. And then I started tweeting like, Hey, just go come down here. They're just giving passes out now to people. So sometimes they get so desperate. So I don't know what they, if they, how quickly they pre-plan those people going to yours, but it could have been mm. one of those things where the night before whatever marketing, because sometimes it is Warner brothers marketing that does it. And sometimes they hire a third party. And it could have been one of those things where like someone didn't know, like if they were actually gonna have a good turnout. <clears throat> so they found a way to guarantee overnight certain seats so that they had, cause their job is only to fill that place. They, they, they don't care who gets in and who doesn't, as long as the place yeah. is filled, that's their job, you know? Um, which is why that lady sounds like a robot. Did you do this? Did you do this? You know, they're just, that's, that's who they hire to do those things. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's frustrating though, because I, I, and I know, cause I've been in those situations where the line cuts off right in front of me or cuts 10 people in front of me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I got, so when people say you should have got there earlier, you're right. That still wouldn't have helped you. Like yeah, a lot of yeah. times that doesn't help. So it's kind of yeah. a moot thing to argue with you about. Um, but it does get, it's, 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 I get it. And it sounds like, like here in Florida, we had someone get arrested at our flash screen. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. I heard about yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get any hey, details. Florida. Yeah. Florida man strikes again. Yeah. <laughs> we can't miss a beat. Anytime there's a chance for us to look like idiots, we will take that chance. Um, but, uh, but it, it, it sucks. Like when I, I saw your video and I was like, you know, I'm a hundred percent on Dave's side here. I get it. But I also like get how, 
how little they care, you know? And so when you say like, oh, what were you hoping? What was your expectation? Like, you're going to get bad word of mouth. A week from now, no one's going to be talking about. That's the the thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to talk about they couldn't get into the flash. And I think that's also why they promoted that. It's not a full version of the movie. So don't feel like you missed out. Like, you know, that you didn't get to see the good, good stuff that's going to be in the final cut. So I think they're trying to do some damage control on it, but in a week, people are going to see Spider-Verse and then after that Transformers and then Flash will be out and it'll be here before we know well, it. And yeah. then seek to your yep. point, you yeah. know, what happened the day after the screening, the tickets went on sale. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so and another trailer came out. Too. And another trailer came yeah. out. So, cause like, I remember I was at work and normally yeah. like when I'm at work, I turn my phone, I put a work filter on uh-huh. to where like, I don't get every single flipping notification like basically it's an email or my wife's calling otherwise um no literally i don't know when things happening until i you know go on a break i turn the filter off and suddenly it's like ding 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 all the notifications it's almost as bad as having airplane mode on yeah but i remember keeping my phone on me because i've played this game before about the day tickets go on sale like i yeah. was i was just lucky somebody said something to let me know oh tomorrow's the day because i was doing my job mm-hmm. and i and i was checking like every like like every like half hour or something to just see and by the time i checked four tickets had already been sold to the screening i wanted to go to like the time, the the auditorium because I want to see an IMAX, right? And I lost my seats already. Right. Now all I did was I grabbed those seats just the row behind uh, sure. where I normally sit because I'm like, okay, one row behind isn't going to kill me because I, I was like, I, it has to be Thursday night and it has to be six thirty. Like right. like like I, I was kind of locked into. This is the showing I have to go to. Yeah. But, but once again, but then was I worried about Dave's rant? No, I was worried about getting my fucking tickets. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, and, and, and it was funny too because, you know, I mean, obviously I had, I was like, all right, uh, obviously I got to do a, a video. I got to, you know, and I, and, and even in my video, I was like, you know what? It's, it's fine. It's whatever. I, you know, it was funny too because as frustrating as it was, it was just kind of like, you know what? This is what it is. Yeah. You know, I, 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 it was like an acceptance that happened, even though it was frustrating. And then, but of course, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to rant a little bit. But then at the same time, I was like, yeah, maybe I could have, uh, you know, like I said in the, the video, whipped out the film junkie YouTube dick and been like, hey, I'm, I could do, look at, I'm this. And they probably would have sent me in there, but then I would have felt bad for, you know, the three others that I was like talking to. I'm like, oh, this is my posse. It's my crew, my entourage. You know, maybe I could. I don't know. Um, I'll know that for next time when it comes to something like this. I'd be like, all right, if there's something like this, I gotta just be like, yeah, be a dick. Sure, yeah, wear one of my shirts and be like, hey, I have a YouTube channel or something like that. I don't know, but um, yeah, I have to be like that. Walk in with like an entourage and wearing sunglasses and whatever. Um, But Johnny K style. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I think that the truth is like, like I said, I used to do this back in the day. Like, there's a website, and all you guys that are watching chat, y'all can. I don't care if you know it or not. Yeah, there's a website called AdvancedScreenings.com. Yeah, go to AdvancedScreenings.com. You check your zip code wherever you are in the country. There are screenings going on right now, and yeah. you can get those codes. Anybody can get those GoFobo codes, but 
you have to know how to play the game. And the only mm-hmm. way to play the game is you yep. have to get there before anybody else or have somebody else willing to swap yep. out for you. That's and right. if you don't know that game, like, and that's the thing, like the people that were going to see this class, they didn't understand that. And it's like, if they didn't know, you know, no matter how early they would have gotten, they would have never, it wouldn't have worked because they wouldn't know like, oh man, somebody could save this spot and nobody can say anything against them because right. the PR people aren't there to stop that. They, they're just trying to pack the theater. Right. And so for anybody that does want to see movies, like I, I think there's a lot of people that they do this on a regular basis. They don't want to pay for movies. They don't want a movie pass. They want to see them for free. And the, I mean, I used to do it all the time and it, it's your God given right to do that. But just know that if you do have a situation like this, like say if it's Doom, like Doom 2, it's the same as that situation. Get your pass, have somebody that's your buddy, let them go and save the spot for you ahead of time. And then you you balance your chances of being able to at least get in. Whether or not you get a good seat, that's that's up in there. Because sure. they're probably going to have like reserved seats because they're trying to do something agenda-based. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely know I've seen it. But there are great opportunities to see uh, yeah. films for free see the the, the only thing that prevents me from doing that is that the fact that i'd have to drive into fucking la <laughs> that's the thing yeah, like, yeah sure that's, that's yeah that's what yeah. prevents me from doing it it's the fact that it's just like i would i mean i know about that stuff i've always heard about like oh yeah i can get an advance you know try to get an advanced thing but the fact of the matter is i would have to like literally like take time off work and you know yeah. and it's old school like you said you have to get there early it's and it's not, not a guarantee still if you get it's not early. a guarantee still right. so yeah. it's not worth my time and right. so like when this came about i thought okay i got the passes yes i know it's not guaranteed and i got people that live in there like live over there already like i hit up i was like all right i'm gonna hit up him and i'm like he's already out there so maybe he'll be out there get in line do this stuff and everything. And I thought, and then when I got there, I thought we were just golden because there was like, you know, like I said, there's about 50 people in front of us. But again, you're just not knowing what was going to, you know, what were they going to do to fill up that, that auditorium? I mean, I mean, I guess like you said, Seagus, like you never know, like it could have been very last minute of how they wanted to fill it up. I know there was some, there was, I don't know if it was like school children, like in other screenings, I know multiple other screenings got that. They were like, Oh yeah, we filled it up with classrooms of kids. And, you know, I, to be honest, I would have, I would have been like, yeah, I don't want to watch with a bunch of kids. That's <laughs> what I said. I mean, when I watched little mermaid last night, Jesus Christ, I, you know, what's always funny is like, especially when it's like the, the Disney movies, I always try to sit in the front part because I already know the back part. And sure enough, there was a kid up there wailing and I'm like, there it is. And I was like, oh. you know, but luckily I'm like really close. So I didn't have to like, like hear too much of that, but I'm like, I feel sorry for all the people that are around right there because that kid did not sh- half the movie. You know, it's funny. I had an experience watching Shazam. I, I, I got to see it two weeks early because of the advanced screening website that nice. Sam yeah. mentioned. And so I managed to see Shazam, the first film, at least a couple weeks early before it had released worldwide in April. So I managed to sit next to a young lad and his mother, and it, it, it was a complete, total 180 experience from what you just had oh, <laughs> the kid like when when the shazam family showed up he was actually up and like throwing <laughs> his hands up in the air it was like pretty glorious there were a lot of kids in in the in the in the theater too 
and it was it was pretty cheer worthy. But again, you yeah. know that movie would call for something like that, especially for a yeah. Kid. So and was, I'm not saying that like the kids that were there, like at those screenings, were probably like you know older than you know. I when people bring in like practically infants, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. that's, where, that's yeah, where yeah, it's like that's that's why I like <sighs> I, I'm a good parent. You know, I'm the yeah. one who. I don't bring. I wait to see if the kids can sit through a movie at my home. Yes, before I send them to a theater. And, and like that's why Declan, Declan didn't get to see movies for like one or two years after when I was taking Liam because Declan was like, "Nope, you so you, you, you have lost the privilege of going to the movie theater because you can't." behave you can't sit your ass down like your brother can during a movie and i'm that parent who's like nope i yanked you from the you get yanked off the bench sorry you know yeah you're you're, you're over there because yeah. you're in timeout now he's perfectly fine now he's got to see when callum can start going to you know move and we have to we have to work on that one but you're, you know, you're, a, you're a good parent scott yeah. well you know i i think <laughs> about what it's like being the guy who just wants to go there to watch a movie i'm right. the guy when someone shushes my wife and my wife wants to complain i go what they had, a, they had a point <laughs> still yeah. she got shushed three times during la la land and she tried That's to act right. so offended and i was Dude. like um they you had it coming, so I, I still can't believe the uh, the second time that I watched the first Deadpool movie, a couple oh. walked like with a scroller came into with the a movie. Stroller, a, a stroller, stroller. Oh, oh, stroller. Sorry, I'm thinking a scrolling stroller with a stroller. I'm like, so they had a little infant child. Deadpool, what the fuck? Like, what the hell are you even thinking? Of course, and then thankfully, 15 minutes in, they were gone. You know, kids started making noise, and they probably realized, "Oh wait, this is not going to work." It was like I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I, I sometimes I'm like, I remember when I saw uh, Ford v Ferrari. Oh my god, I wanted to just like I wanted to Homer Bart Simpson this kid um, because because he like this kid was sleeping for probably about two thirds of the movie, which was great. This kid, this young kid, but as soon as he woke up, oh, he couldn't sit. He couldn't sit down. He was running up and down the aisle and banging on the chair. No. Yes. No. I literally like no. stood up and I looked at the freaking, you know, I, I you know, I don't want to make like a cause a ruckus. So I did the whole like look back and look <laughs> at the parents and give them that fucking look. That's what I did. <laughs> as far as I went. Good. As far as I went, because I still wanted to enjoy this movie. But yeah, this kid would not like he was just full of energy when he woke up and i'm like what the fuck are you doing this is thursday night it's a school night i'm assuming why did you bring this kid to a movie that he's not going to enjoy at all this is an adult movie it's a dad movie it's a dad movie 100 a dad movie oh man it was so ridiculous but i mean at least he was asleep for but of course it's you know the final act the final race and i'm like going this kid is like running up and down the aisle right now. And like, what is he parents doing? They're, they're watching him tucker himself out. So he'll sleep later. <laughs> That's what they're thinking. Probably. But Samuel, to your point, I remember I, I used to get, when I used to work at Barnes and Noble, we would get like the passes like delivered to the store and they'd just be like on the break room table. I mean, that's how I saw Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's how I saw Grindhouse. That's how I saw Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Like I saw all these, like these, free advanced screenings um and 
I'm trying to remember what was the last one of the. Oh, and then I saw Tomb Raider, the mm. the new one. You know, for, for uh, it was a go for uh, like somebody actually like said, "Hey, here's a code. Go see Tomb Raider." And I was like, "Cool." Ooh. I could have seen Spider Verse early, but it was the SEC Championship game, and I was just like, <laughs> "No, Alabama, no Georgia, I can't." Yeah, I could have seen Spider Verse early too, but I say it's the same deal. I had something going on, and then I watched the movie, and I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and for me, it wasn't damn it because I felt like I actually saw hey, Ghost Rider. It. Yeah, it's nice. a Ghost Rider Lego set with a lighting kit. Oh, that's nice. pretty dope. Ghost Rider, look at that! Look at oh, that's that. dope. That is yeah. that is beautiful. That I love is that. cool. Yeah, I, I the only reason I, I bought this, I got this for my birthday. I, I used to work at Lego, but I haven't bought a Lego set in a long time. And when I saw they were doing this, I was like, I have to get it. And then I saw a lighting kit available love online, it. and I said, okay, yeah, this is sold. So all the flames light up on them. Uh, the only time a movie has ever like the film has like come apart on screen in a movie theater. <laughs> the only time this has ever happened to me, yeah. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> like ha- like 45 minutes in the movie, it just like starts cutting out and the audio fucks up and like everything just goes wrong. They turn Even the lights on. the projector on. is like, this movie sucks. Let's put something else on. <laughs> you know, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I, hot take here. Yes, I enjoy Spirit yes. of Vengeance. He does. Thank you. I, I actually enjoy I'm it not, better I'm than the first I'm not mad one. at you. I'm not mad at you for that. I, I, I think it's yeah. better. It's better than the first one. It's a yes. guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure. And you me. got Karen Hines as the okay. devil. As the I devil. Mean, yeah, fair point. Yeah. Fair point. You have yeah. Idris Elba. I mean, come on. Yes. And it's the closest you know we've ever gotten to see. You Andy you have Nicolas Cage's actual hairline. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. In the first one, that was not. But hairline. but another thing is that sometimes <laughs> I don't like these advanced screenings because they're never the premium screens. Like, right. I like. I did. I could have gone seen Spider Verse like on the side theater when I went and saw it in flipping IMAX. Like, I do right. want that first time I'm seeing a movie to be like the either the first or the second time I see the movie. I want it to be the premium, most glorious experience possible because I want that to be the way that I am first imprinted on yeah. by the film. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. it, because it, it for me that's part of the movie going experience is it's like my wife my wife doesn't my wife can't stand it when I don't want to go to the fancy theater with the leather reclining seats and the food delivery because the IMAX screen is at the other movie theater that right. doesn't have that I sacrifice the comforts for you know the big ass screen and sometimes she just has to understand no honey this is a movie we're seeing it on the big ass screen (laughs) yeah unfortunately scott like a lot of times i'm the same exact way i feel the same exact way but now um a lot of these press screenings like it's half and half depending on how big it is like i think when they did avatar they gave us the imax for the press but then some other films like they just like nope here's the small theater and that's the first experience I have of it, which sucks because you kind of would think like if you're pressed, like you want to give them the best experience it is. But sometimes it just doesn't. They don't care. No. They just kind of want you to no. see it, review it and post it up really Talk quickly. And it. so my the way that I used to think, I, I can't even think like that anymore because 
like every single time it's a crapshoot. Either one, I'm going to get like a really dope theater experience or two, I'm just going to have to look at it as is and imagine it and then later on watch it again in a better format, which, which sucks to me because sometimes I have to wait to review something because I'm like, I need to kind of see this in 3D or IMAX or Adobe to give like more clear perspective because some movies might be more VFX based or some movie might have like a really dope soundtrack and I can't tell in this small theater. So yeah. it kind of delays the reviews, but some, you got to think about it like this, some, some critics, they don't got time to do that. <laughs> they like, shoot, this is what they gave me. And this is what I'm saying about the movie. So if the picture quality is crap, if the experience is crap, that dictates also how they're writing their review as well. Which oh, oh no, I actually, I had that exact problem. It was actually a funny bit that we did on Squadcast was that the IMAX screening I went to back in 2016 for Suicide Squad, uh, the sound was jacked. Like, it was way wow. too loud. No, it was mm -hmm. way too loud. Like, it was blowing me away, especially if you think about that needle drop soundtrack that they had in that film. Yes. Like, that first 10 to 15 minutes, I was just like, <clears throat> I can't. Can't do it can't take can this it. anymore yeah. and it colored our review and then the next day i went and saw it again in a different theater with a friend and so you know we had this gag on squadcast where future scott and future tim would show up in an episode where we'd record a little bit and then edit it into the episode like and we had to do that for our suicide squad review where tim edited me in going Okay, guys, listen, I was really <laughs> harsh on this review, and I've seen it a second time, and I had a completely different experience. So just context when you listen to my review, like because the the format in which I saw it colored my experience viewing. So yeah. this is why, you know, I, I sometimes don't catch the earliest thing I can see. Like I saw the Batman early because they actually did one of those fan first IMAX screenings in Birmingham. So you better believe my ass was like, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Like, because <laughs> yep. it was the IMAX 10 minutes down the road. Yeah. But otherwise, if you're, if you're just not going to give it to me in the way that I want to experience it, I'm a patient man. Yeah. I'll wait. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. a patient man too, but I mean, and I think like the last bad movie theater experience I had was with ambulance uh me and oh, miss nighthawk in the chat we we went to we went to go see it because it was like hey let's go see it Great why movie. not let's have like a little date night but the sound was fucked it was like um it was like uh the front speakers weren't working so all the dialogue was drowned out by the back speakers so we oh, were hearing nothing that. we were hearing nothing but just like you know obviously it's a michael bay movie so oh let's God. face it it's just, it's just so much so much happening and you could barely hear the dialogue because i wow. think like the front speakers were like not working and it was just like yeah it just was a totally shitty experience like we both just walked out going well that movie sucked but i'm like but did it really i don't know right. i mean it's i mean i was just kind of going like well it seemed like some of the shots look good but yeah we couldn't hear the fucking dialogue so it was just like mm. I mean, it's just, man, I tell you, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, a, a bad theater experience can really, it's true. you know. Yeah. And like you were saying, Sam, when I saw Justice League, I mean, it's funny because I think that was one of the reasons why I don't really try to do the press screenings because, um, yeah, even Steph, she even said in the, yeah, she went to talk to the manager and the, the dude didn't care. Um, she was plug. like, she, 
Yeah, yeah, because it was noticeably like this is audio is just not working. We can't even hear the freaking dialogue. But uh, I went to, you know, I went to the Warner Brothers lot to watch it. And it was a small room. And it's funny because the screen was maybe three times bigger than my TV. It was like not that big. It was like it was an old screening room. It's not like the best experience, really, when you're seeing a big movie like this. And, yeah, I could see that could hinder you like, you know, the. Your review and stuff, if you especially if you watch it with something like that, you want to get the full experience. You want to see it like an IMAX with that Dolby fucking, uh, you know, vibrating your goddamn taint. You know, you want to feel it. You want to feel everything. So you just <laughs> taint tingle. Yes, exactly. Um, that, I put that in my review. If it if it vi- if it makes my taint tingle, Four well, tank tingles. <laughs> so Samuel, I am curious because this has nothing to do with the movie itself. But what was the viewing conditions like for your screening of the Flash that you made it in? Was like on a scale of one to ten, how would you grade like just the conditions of the screening itself? Uh, I mean, outside of people trying to find seats, uh, they put us in IMAX. I mean, it oh, it yeah. it was fine. Yeah. I mean, the sound quality was great. Screen was great. I I mean, even the seating, it, like people were sitting toward the front, but because the screen was so big, like nobody was complaining about their seats. So yeah, now when things were happening, like I could hear it very well. It was very vibrant. Um, we have, uh, in the DC area, we've got one of the biggest screens on the East coast. And I do want to go to like the airspace museum to see it in full, like six story IMAX. I got to see that one like that and Spider-Verse and probably Dune whenever it comes out. Oh, no, no, Uh, no, 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 because I saw Dune at the McWayne center in Birmingham, Mm -hmm. which is one of those, like, you know, it's a full... It, it's the dome. <laughs> yeah, it's the dome where you literally sit in the back row because you're still cricking your neck up, as like, and, and then the scenes that were like in full IMAX, you're getting the full actual. Oh, you're getting you're the, always supposed to be right, right. Which is why now that I know that part two is fully IMAX, it's mm. like uh, can't wait. Gosh. So a couple of years ago, movies unfortunately kind of got ruined for me because. I now I can't hear it in my left ear. Um, I'm only I'm wearing this headset. It sucks because like some sounds I can feel are probably coming from here, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, am I missing anything? So uh, when I play video games, it get, it gets hard. Uh, but what I um so movie theaters like that the sound the you know the visuals I also get overwhelmed, but my senses get overwhelmed. So movies I've kind of read attracted myself a lot from so there's some movies that i know are going to be like flash for example i know that's going to be big i know it's something you kind of have to see on the big screen but i have to make a choice like if i because i'm already going to see transformers the week before so like am i going to be able to handle even a week apart you know the 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 movie experience so i've kind of watched a lot of stuff at home now because i have a 60 inch tv i can control things i can have sound come out the way i need it to for me to follow the movie and stuff mm-hmm. um so it's it's it sucks because like I, I hear you guys like you guys get really into the the experience and i'm like man I'm, i miss that <laughs> like i yeah. i do I, and because i've taken those hits i've i 
I don't have that same experience anymore. So I kind of retreated like Homer, another Simpsons reference. I went back in the bushes <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll just hang out back here. Um, well, and no, it, and it's okay. Cause you know, I remember when the pandemic hit and the movie theaters all shut down. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was hard. Like, like, I know this sounds so first world problems and I don't care, but you know, you know, the, the, the lockdown was one of the, the lockdowns one of the situations where people like, don't be around people, just stay home. And I went, okay, cool. Like, 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 this is like, you saw the people like complaining. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. As long as I got 30 minutes to walk and listen to an audio book to get away from my family, you know, (laughs) no, my wife would look at me and she could just see, like it, it was like the thermometer on like like on a, on a Looney Tune, and yeah. she would just go, "Do you need to go for a walk?" Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I need a walk, and that was code. It was like Daddy needs to go on his walk, and so I would I would do that. But the thing that hurt me was everyone would go to bed, and I was like, "And now I'm stuck here. Uh, I right. can't go to the movie theater." Yeah. Because that was my always my escape was everyone yeah. goes to bed, daddy goes to a movie. Hell yeah, sanctuary and baby! It was it, oh, because yeah. my sanctuary because, from my because, apartment. Well, and, and, and as much as that Nicole Kidman ad it gets fucking annoying <laughs> after two years of watching it. Oh my god! Uh, but I'm so still, glad I have a Harkins. Not yeah, but 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 the but the. <laughs> But the spirit behind the Nicole Kidman ad is true. Like, like that's true. how it's how I feel. I've always loved like my wife will watch any movie at home if she can. And it's like, no, I need to go to the movie. Sometimes I don't even need to see a movie. I go see movies that don't even need to be a quote theatrical experience. Mm. I just want to go to the theater. Like, right. like, like, I just right. want that well, to I mean, happen. Which with certain movies, you just, you know, I mean, I, I saw the Batman three times in the movie theater. I saw it in IMAX. I saw it in a uh, little less than IMAX. And then I saw it in also like that 40X yeah. uh, theater that had the sound. You want to talk about a taint tingle? That's a taint fucking earthquake right there. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. You felt like when that fucking Batmobile, that first time that Batmobile turned up. <laughs> Dude, I almost was like, uh, oh, I was like, Jesus Christ, like, whoa, yeah. I was like, holy shit, you know? Yeah, well, I saw so, the Batman four times. I the Meg Ryan sleepless in four Seattle. Fucking, we're tied, uh, Scott. No, 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 Harry met No, Sally. no, it was when Harry met Sally. Yeah, you know, there that's, you go. That's the, yeah. that's the I'll have I'll what have she's, she's having. having. Yes. Yeah, I was about to have one of those. But but I'm just saying, like, like when, when it comes to these big movies, yeah, I know. I mean, it's like, uh you know, and then like seek. I mean, I, yeah, it does suck because it's like there's like we're in summer blockbuster season, so it's like one after the freaking oh, other. It's one yeah. a week. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's one a week. Yeah, I mean, I normally don't buy movie. Th- I probably see four movies in a the theater a year, maybe. And uh, and I have a friend that tries to drag me to more. Like I didn't want to see Ant Man in the theater, but he was like, "Hey, man, I have no one else to go with, and I like hanging out with you." And I'm like, well, yeah, I'd be a shitty friend to turn that down, you know, uh, but uh, but I, I don't I don't get the same experience. And actually, in Ant-Man, we switched during the movie. So I've only seen half of Ant-Man. Um, and mm. uh, we had a we had a situation because of something like lights, I think, when they were traveling into the 
like the the tiny universe yeah um that's the last thing i remember i think the the lights triggered something uh oh. in us. And we had like a we had like mm. a panic attack and stressed out and then and then i don't and i don't know the rest of the movie so oh, uh shit. so yeah. again i have to factor like everything in now and didn't, uh, don't don't they put they did they put a warning in front of that one didn't they they or put a they... warning in front of a lot of things and i have yeah. to roll the dice if that warning is like it's gonna trigger the, yeah yeah because yeah, it's not just for seizures i have to think about now so it's like yeah i'm like oh, okay so yeah all right well we'll hope this isn't one of those where it's they're true and that it was like 100 percent true um yeah, there, and there's like a there's a video game that I I tried playing recently and I I, I turned it off. I was like, okay, I'm gonna pass out. I think if I keep playing, um, so yeah, it's like all these things factor in now. And it's Ooh. so frustrating. <laughs> it's yeah, like, I know. I'm just like, then, oh man, I'm getting robbed of a lot of cool shit. <laughs> especially with the Flash. I mean, there's a lot of oh I know things, so a lot of flashy I'll, stuff happening. I mean, it's in the name. Yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll figure out something I can do on my TV when it comes out. And I'll watch it here at home, like in a controlled environment. Because worst case scenario, if something happens, at least I'm home, you know, um, and, yeah. and, and safe. <laughs> and just yeah. chewing on my tongue while laying on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so you, you uh, understand, I, I don't have that situation, but I have another medical situation myself that, you know, causes me to have problems with uh, certain movies. Uh-huh. So I've like when I went to go see It Chapter One. Okay. I went with my mother-in-law, who was also a registered nurse. Oh wow! Be- okay. Because I was like, I want to see this movie so badly, right. but I but, I, <laughs> but I need <laughs> I need a backup because yes, sure. this movie might do things to me yeah. that I don't need to be in a theater by myself because yeah, I've yeah. done that before and I have a Harrison Ford scar. Sure. Thanks to that, uh, because I went to go see From Hell back in 2002 and ended up in the ER that night. Ooh. Yeah, the first movie I saw post brain aneurysm was Tron Legacy. Ooh. And uh, and that's a at lot. That, at that point, we were like I was a couple months out. I was still in PT, so I was still recovering, but I was doing pretty well. And we were like, ah, it just should be fine. Like, you know, uh, I watched a couple movies at home. This is my first theater experience but it was in 3d, you know? Uh, and so what, when you go, they go in the Tron world, they're like, put on your glasses. And I think uh, my friend said, I made it five minutes in maybe. <laughs> and uh, they ended up giving us like, you know, what can we do? Free food. Here's free, you know, free movie tickets. Oh, you know, oh, that they- <laughs> was what got me with my movie theater was that I was bleeding and they oh, just geez, gave yeah, me, right. they gave me a bandaid and sent me home. Right. And it was my dad who went, that, so that was a Saturday night, and then my uh-huh. dad went in Monday morning and chewed their asses out. Because when I got home, yeah, you know, I would I was in college, so that so I would go, and I had a college where I went home on the weekends. Yeah, and so my parents saw me when I got home and was like, "What the what hell?" <laughs> I thought you went to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they saw it, and they were like, "Oh no, we're going to the ER." Like now yeah, and like sure. i had so many i forgot how many stitches i had like the only reason you never see it now is because my beard you know covers, yeah, it. covers it but it's a it's a nice it, it's a nice shiner i got there all the right there yeah oh yeah right yeah. right there like like Jeez, it, yeah. the hair grows around it so actually like if i pulled my beard up i could actually yeah. like you could actually like oh yeah I, I, got one of, I got one of those too but that was from my brother lifting me up in front of the bathroom sink and then dropping me and yeah bam! 
Well, wow. mine was mine yeah, that was, hurt. Mine was carpet burn along with right the, because uh. as as my chin hits the ground, I hit and then I dragged and then I dragged yeah. against the ground and ripped it open, and they just sent me home. They didn't even refund me nothing that movie wow. and oh, my man. dad went and chewed them out and all i i mean i got two movie passes out of it which doesn't sound like a lot but still it was like fuckers we, <laughs> we, it was funny because they were saying like what can we get you what can we get you like when i came to we the ambulance was coming i'm like i was like i just can <laughs> my friend bought the tickets i was like can you just give them two tickets to see it with someone else you know for another time <laughs> like i just want to go home because i got embarrassed like i, I was like genuinely see, that's the thing yeah. Um, so I just wanted to leave. I was like, no, 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 no ambulance. I'm fine. Like, just, just send me home. I was bleeding. Um, so yeah. I, like... Yeah. I, I held my head. I hit my head pretty good, but I was, yeah, I, I just fell out of the wheelchair. I, uh, I mean, I, I think the last, oh man, I remember this, like the, because I think I've even talked about this with you, Scott, already, because you were talking about your, like, when it comes to gore, I'm good with gore, but I remember when I saw that movie, uh, Awake with Hayden Christensen and Jessica Alba, that scene when he's about to get sliced, when he's still, Mm. like, aware, that made me almost pass the fuck out. There was something about... And it's a good movie. I actually thought that's a really good movie. If anybody hasn't seen that, watch that movie. It's actually a pretty, it's got twists and turns. It's a crazy fucking movie about a dude that's like, you know, getting heart, like heart transplant or surgery or something like that. And he's very much aware of what's happening. And it's all, there's a twisty turning kind of movie. But when they're about to like, like slice him open and he's like, you hear him like, no, no, I'm still awake. I'm still awake. And he's like yelling, like Hayden Christian oh, yelling. And the, yeah. I like, I like got lightheaded. I was like, oh, and I remember I was just sitting in the theater, just like kind of doing this. Like I was like, just that was that movie affected. That was the last time a movie really affected me in that manner where I almost passed out too. like, yeah, how you did Scott. It was just, I think it was just the, what was happening and it's putting o- myself, putting yeah, myself. And I just yeah. got overwhelmed. I'm like, imagine being in that, in that in that situation where you're about to get sliced open on your chest and you're awake and you're fucking you're very aware of it and, I, and it just made me just go whoa and I was like I was like starting to see like my vision go down. Oh, you, was, you, it's called it, I, there's a term for this I learned. It's called graying yeah. out. Yes, yeah. you don't black out, but yeah. you're yeah. You, but I started you get, feeling that you, and just you, get, you get the tingles and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Called, it's called graying out. It's it, it's kind of a safety mechanism because it's what lets me get to the ground before I actually yeah. black out. Because mm-hmm. in it chapter one, it was the blood geyser coming out of the girls' bathroom sink. Because oh, it wasn't just the scene. blood, it's just not the blood just shoots out. It's that the scene just keeps on like it doesn't stop. Like it just right. Like it, right. it wasn't the fact the blood was shooting out of the sink, is that the blood was shooting in the sink and then it still shooting on the sink and it's still shooting on the like and the scene just goes on and on and on and then finally my my brain just went bye. I, so yeah. if that's how you reacted to that. How did you react to part two when Beth and Ben are in like the blood? I never okay, too. and this is what. It, so part two, so chapter two, I go with my mother-in-law and my wife. Oh shit! And <laughs> and by that point, it's like I'm like, oh, this is like, I knew what was about to happen. Like, like I could just feel this is what's about to happen, and I just, I just did the old-fashioned. 
Tell me when oh, it's over. Okay. Like, yeah. Just tell Start me when it's over. Right. I remember. The, pro- the problem was with chapter one was that I was still reading the book, it, and oh, literally the chapter the where the blood geyser happens, I had literally the bookmark when at the beginning of that chapter, I hadn't gotten to that part of the book yet to know that was a thing that was going to so, happen. You were Did not you prepared at all. Before seeing those movies, was that your first time reading the book? That was my first time reading the book. Oh my God. I read yeah. the book for the first time when I was like 13. No, <laughs> no. I, and see, and I watched the old ABC miniseries with Tim right. Curry. Yeah. Right. But that kind yeah. of stuff they don't put on Sunday nights yeah. on ABC. It wasn't no. that bad. It wasn't yeah. that bad. So I know. So no, actually, the movie coming out was my was my impetus to read the book for the first time. But also, if you've never, for those of you who haven't read the book, the old, the adult parts and the kids part they jump they jump back yeah, and forth, back and forth. Right. so when they adapted it for the movies they just took out all the kid parts and right. clumped them together where in the book it's jumping back and forth so you don't get as far like you, you don't get as far into the movie as you think you would because you can read 500 pages and you're Halfway through part one and halfway through part two. Right. Right. Which is, I think, something the miniseries did pretty well. It balanced like the going back and forth between the two time places and having the adults and the kids. Whereas, you know, part one and part two focus individually on the kids in part one. Part two is predominantly about which worked well for the movie. Like, like because it was two movies filmed separately and released a couple of years apart. I thought as an adaptation, that was a wise. Yeah. move Agreed. I, got- I, I think i always said like the people the reason why people didn't like the second part as much because it's not as scary when it's adults when it's kids well, and the adult part there. is the suckier part of the book yeah. like mm-hmm. the be- mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. the problem with the problem with what did happen with the adaptation was you literally took the best parts of the book that as far as the book is concerned is spread out over a nearly 1000 page book yeah, it's a thick. It's, it's, a, a, it's a big thick book. ass book, and it's bigger than you, Dune. It, it is bigger than Dune by about four hundred pages. <laughs> and and the thing was was that when you did that, p- chapter one basically became <clears throat> here's all the good parts. Yeah, right. and then yeah. this chapter two, which I don't think is a bad movie, but it was just the less interesting parts yeah. of the novel. It's funny because part two opens up the exact way the novel does. Yes, it does. It yes. opens up the exact way the novel does. You see a couple getting murdered by Pennywise, but I think the added were the blues. I don't think were in the book. I no, don't. They were. They were, okay. Yeah, they were. Yeah, that was great. I just the opening of two. I think is fucking brilliant i th- i think the opening of part two is actually pretty brilliant I'm, well I'm and that's the part. reason i'm excited for the flash because that was my first experience seeing muschietti was it was like those movies i'm still waiting on that super cut he's talked about yeah oh, right yeah. yeah where's the super cut the five and a half hour super cut yeah I agree. of it i want that yeah what's going on with that? that's, that's gonna, gonna be interesting and you know what and it's funny too because you know you know speaking of the flash i mean first off i mean Basically, yeah, he went from part two to the Flash. Yeah. 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 Shit. He's been working on this thing for a bit, but man, 
I mean, I think he's going to have another winner and then who knows what's going to be happening in the future. I, I think to be honest, I'm not, I'm not, I, if, if, if the buzz is good and everything is good when it comes to um, the reception of the flash and the box offices and whatever, I'm pretty sure that James Gunn's like, Hey, you're still with us, buddy. Right. You're good. I'll give, what do you want? What do you want? You want Batman? You want the authority? What do you want? I mean, I think it's going to be like that kind of situation to be honest. Which I hope so because I think Muschietti's a you know he's a talented director. I think he also just seems like a good guy. Yeah, he seems like yeah. a yeah. Great, yeah. He, see, he loves his job. You can tell. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's like he's like a pony smasher. Uh, the guy who yeah. David Sandberg. Yeah. 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 Like his his well, posts on Instagram are amazing. I'm like this. Oh, guy I love it. Oh, I look love his Twitter account. Is yeah. just I mean gold. Look yeah. at look at all the directors who came in after Zack Snyder to work on DC films. You have James Wan, you have Andy Muschietti, and you have David Sandberg. All three of those guys, in my opinion, haven't turned out a bad film prior yeah. to making their DC super. They're movie. all from horror. That's the exactly thing. right. 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 You know, James Wan. I mean, I mean, I'm 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 glad that Wan and Sandberg are gonna go, go probably go back to what they do best after. Yeah. I mean, we still get another James Wan movie, but I mean, oh, they said Aquaman too. I don't even know what the fuck that's gonna even it's such it's it sucks because the first one was killer and yeah. again i I'm, I'm gonna watch it again to see if the uh uh um atlanteans blink but uh, <laughs> but, uh but uh but at the same time i'm like i'm like all right but i still appreciate james Wan, and i'm like i just hope that there's something there when it comes to aquaman 2 because it just seems like yeah, you know, with the with the flash, and I'm not. We're not. Don't say anything, Sam. But I'm just saying, like, it just seems like it kind of wraps up. It wraps up things previous. You know, it's it's the flash. I mean, that's what the flash does. Yeah, new fifty two. Yeah, yeah. He's Look at his stone face. He's good. He's good. I mean. Know? We, we, mic, Sam. We, we've also <laughs> not seen the film with any post-credit sequences so there is True. still that to take into True. consideration um and also given aquaman's general plot i mean it it follows from the first film so i mean yeah will the flash presumably probably wrap things up more than likely um as far as aquaman 2 goes like I'm it's it's like a 50 50 for me because I really do love that first one. Scott, I know you're not a fan, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman's a very personal character for me personally. But uh, yeah, that first movie went pretty hard. But that second movie, like hearing that it's getting really poor test screenings and like the word of mouth on it in regards to certain plot points, it's just like, man, that's kind of disheartening because that movie was so kick ass in 2018. And we're five years out too is yeah. like it came so like it came so much later but speaking of the flash we got somebody who's very uh flash or how's it going buddy what up andy oh my god Sig, i didn't know you were here yeah <laughs> oh right we go we go way back we go way yeah. back um hey andy by the way before you get started i want to compliment you on a tweet you had this week that i really really appreciated and i wanted to tell you this in person oh no what did i do Oh, no, no, this, it's a good oh, thing. Right. I'm complimenting you, Andy. Come on, <laughs> take the win, take the win. Because I've been following, I've been following your tweets this week, and my heart goes out to you, man. But it's like I appreciate what you said about how you're kind of tired of people saying that the Arrowverse is over when Superman and Lois is like right Still there. Going, yeah, yeah. And so is Gotham Knights. I know. 
don't think that's <laughs> Arrowverse, man. Yeah, I don't yeah, that one. Even the showers even said flat out, "We're that's we're our own thing." So, uh... but I, but I appreciate that because I've seen all of the you know because the Flash series finale aired this week and everyone's like, "Bye, Arrowverse." Da, da. I'm sitting here going. But there's um, literally another show. There's literally another show no, no, really in the multiverse show. with <laughs> actors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, come on. Yeah, so I just appreciated too. you voicing the exact thoughts going through my oh. head as I saw those exact same tweets you were seeing. Yeah, there's been, since that whole twist happened last season, peep, there's been this ongoing argument about what it's count, what counts as Arrowverse and what does not count as Arrowverse. People, um, people say it's only the one Earth, even though we had crossover episodes with Supergirl for four seasons and considered Arrowverse before Crisis. So... I don't know that fandom is just going haywire. We just, we, I just, we going, just going. It's been haywire. <laughs> it's been, it's, it's been. Yeah, I mean, we we just spent two hours with a lot of trolls uh, about the Flash series now, because if we didn't give enough criticism about it, then we were chills or we were not giving honest opinions. Oh, that's thing. always the way it is, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Did you like something yeah. someone else hates? Like, oh yeah. yeah, I mean, you know how many times I get that about you know because you know I was all you know this I was one of the Snyderverse guys and now I'm like all about the Flash and right. what James Gunn's gonna do. You know how I get the shit all the time from Venom Channel here. Definitely yes. know what you're talking yeah. about. Hey, so by the way, <laughs> the fact that you you just got you, what this week you know I find out that you've got. Um, Fabian Wagner coming in as your cinematographer. Yeah, what the hell, Fabian? That's amazing. I got a video on that coming out next week. So yeah, good. That's yeah. Amazing. And who was someone who was just cast recently that made me? Should we tell? Should we tell Audrey Four? Yes. Yeah, and possibly we might get Jermaine Clement. Possibly, uh, there's still. I think that's still mm. like a, a rumor at this point. Um, I love Jermaine. I, I love him on. I love them on Flight of the Concords and Legion and. Oh, and, that's uh, right. Yeah. What we do in yeah. the shadows. Like, he's yeah. great. So, uh, he'd be cool. So, yeah, there's a lot. Juno Temple's in, you know, Venom 3. Like, oh, right. no, no. Juno Temple yeah. was another one that I was just like, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be fun. There's a, there's a lot of, like, I have so much, like, because I took that break and actually someone reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I know you're going through a lot. I actually saw your posts. Someone who has no business paying attention to me um and i was like wow that's really nice thanks for reaching out and they're like uh, anything i could do for him like no i'm good i'm gonna start getting back in the swing of things making videos again and they're like good because there is so much stuff you're gonna need to be ready for and i'm like oh that's nice well okay like i but i i sometimes don't ask for specifics so i'm not i'm like i'd rather not know i like to have a, a fan's viewpoint sometimes um but What's that no, like? I don't remember it, that anymore. <laughs> but that's why. That's why I feel like I got to a point where I started knowing stuff too far ahead. Mm. And I was like, ah, I feel like I'm, I now have to lie to my audience, you know, who's watching. And I, I started not liking that about me. So when I took that break, it was to reset. So I told them, I said, hey, I appreciate, you, you know, the stuff you're telling me. But there's a here's where the line is, you know, and so right. uh, but, but feel free to reach out and I'd love to at least talk to you in general. Um, but then we got this summer there's like 500 venom there's like a they're doing comic book stuff venom verse uh comic books uh carnage is going through the multiverse killing venoms all across the universe oh um, that's cool yeah there's like there's 2099 they're doing more venom and symbiote wow. stuff in 2099 like there's so much symbiote stuff between now and like the fall and spider-man 2 the game i was about the to ask game, it's okay. yeah. i just Dude, did a reaction video to that looked, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's, uh, that and there's so sick. much more about that game that that 
Like it's, I can't wait. Like the, and then the uh, Spider Verse. Uh, keep I, I don't know. Oh, if yeah, you, yeah, there's there's Venom yeah. stuff everywhere. Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, I saw there's, that. Yeah, but yeah, I saw the uh, the clip when it. No, like, I haven't. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. It wasn't a clip. It was okay. It's so funny. Half the panels like we've seen it. Other halves like nope, don't want to hear it. I'm not here to spoil it. It's June. I'm like I don't give a shit. Next week, no clip. I don't. But just one trailers. Week, yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a lot. And then we got yeah. Craven rated R coming out this year. Like uh Ooh, that's yeah. set in that universe. Like oh, there's yeah. my so friend many Greg Cashman okay. is so down for that. He is so ready for that. Oh, that's yeah. the dude on CBR, right? Well, yeah. now he just yeah. oh at He's going yeah. to IDW. He gets to yeah. now go promote Teenage yeah. Mutant Turtle comics right, for a living. Right, oh, yeah. dream come that. true of mine. I, I, me and Kevin, I email sometimes at Kevin Eastman, and he's just the nicest guy in the world. Well, I'm if you have, you That's need to find, dope. you need to get in touch. I know he's on Twitter, and I know you're not, but check yeah. out. But yeah, Greg Katzman, you need to. Yeah, I, that name sounds familiar. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, if he has an email or an Instagram, I'll, I'll reach out to him because, uh, yeah, my my right now my friend PJ who worked with me and Kevin on Soul Star, which is the comic I created that Kevin did the covers for and nice. um, and PJ got a job at IDW now and he's doing covers for Yoshagi Ojimbo Teenage Mutant Ninja, uh, Ninja Turtles crossover and he's also doing the covers for the new Last Ronin series um, but I want to I want to pitch a mini series for Ninja Turtles with PJ as the artist so badly <laughs> like I, I love the Ninja Turtles so much yeah that's my dream but I'm Dude, I'll a- I'll I will ask now, Greg so. if he's on Instagram. I'll 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 yeah. Connect, actually, connect, I'm going connect. to do something I'm on right LinkedIn now. Also. I do stuff on LinkedIn as well. Okay. Um, well, he's on he's on LinkedIn. Uh, Greg is, is he's yes. on LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seek you would absolutely love him. I know. Yes, you would. Yeah, he's yeah. one of those wonderful people on online. Yeah. When, when is the Turtles movie coming out again? Uh, when is it? August, August. Yeah, July or August? August. Yeah, August. I can't wait. Dude, that movie, I think that movie is going to fucking be a killer. We That's got a new trailer coming out this week, so you'll see it in front of Spider-Man. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, my so. kids are going like my, Dude, You know what? Really? Yeah. yeah. You know what I didn't you know what I didn't even realize like until I saw the post? I didn't realize that some of the turtles have braces. Yes. <laughs> they yes. went yeah. that far. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't notice that in the first like trailer watching it a couple times, but when I saw like I, I one of them almost like I don't I forgot I which Donatello. one. I think Donatello. I think Donatello does. Because Donatello. they're making him really that nerd type. <sighs> Yeah. Um, with the high voice and the glasses, I love and stuff. Donnie. but but I mean, like, there's like Donnie full on braces, and I was like, holy shit, they put braces on them. I mean, they are teenagers, but that's the, yeah, but they're, they're, they're really are. putting Boy, a heavy emphasis this on is teenagers. The first this time. time they've actually leaned into the fact that they're called teenage, teenage Mutant Mutant turtles, turtles, and they're actually like they're being voiced by teenagers, yep. yeah. yeah, and they actually behave like teenagers, yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, it's uh, anything Ninja Turtles. Like, so that'll be one of those movies this year that I'm like, all right, that's one of the four <laughs> that I'm going to see. Oh, and, and my kids, <laughs> my kids saw the trailer in front of uh, Super Mario Brothers. I was uh, just yeah. like, I saw, I saw it in front of Little Mermaid. Oh, nice. Yeah, when I, I saw it in front of Little Mermaid. So when I saw Spider Verse the first time, I saw it a couple weeks before it came out, and it was actually at the premiere of it, and I was so glad to go because i wasn't invited but my friend andrew was and he gave me his plus one and i was like dude that's the nicest thing because we had the best time there but i knew when we saw that movie i was like this is going to change there's going to be so many copycats of this animation style yep. and uh between puss in boots and now ninja Turtles, i'm like 
I don't even care because Puss in Boots was fun and Ninja Turtles looks fun. So like that's okay. Puss in Boots, Boots, Boots even did something different. Like sure, and Ninja it, Turtles it, too it, a little bit is yeah right. And, and that's yeah. what I love is like well innovate like you, yeah. you 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 take it and then you do something different different with it. But because I mean watching Spider Verse for the first time was like. It blew our balls okay. off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Having read the ultimate comic in which Spider-Man, the mantle of Spider-Man gets handed, well, passed on to yeah. from Peter to Miles, and having watched that movie, I was just in shock and awe at, at so many plot points from that book to that movie. I was like, yeah. this is incredible. Yeah. This is almost too perfect. You don't even need to introduce him in the MCU at this point because they've even acknowledged the fact that it's part of the multiverse in right. the the trailer so i think that's hilarious don't even get me started, started on Doctor strange don't even get me started oh, on doctor strange that, that little nerd a from terrible earth. teacher <laughs> and, <laughs> and then there was mayday parker earth number they call because in multiverse they of madness they, they called it earth 616 and it's like correct no 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 no. you guys are you know 199999 yeah yeah, yeah. somewhere was so happy yeah when, for yeah. sure yeah. Yeah. oh for sure and as a reminder everyone go watch miss marvel this disney plus because i want my I, season two. i still i still Thank need you. to watch Ms. Marvel. That's probably you, one of the good. You're series. going. I think you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I and I like told it. you how much I I love the fact that it it brought up the whole you know the history of the Great Partition. So I was just like, once you guys started telling me that, I was like, oh, dude, like it was a smart move to put that in and part part make it part of the story. I agree. Big I agree. Yeah, that, that's one of the. I'm I'm still shocked that the MCU even went there and did an episode like only about it. So yeah, it's yeah. Um. And then we had, and then we went to bad CGI She Hulk, <laughs> which I still haven't watched. Yeah. That's good. I like the you plot know, of She Hulk. Okay. I like, I like the plot. That point. I, I like the story of She Hulk, <laughs> but I want the effects to be better. To that point, yeah. Which which project had sloppier CGI, She Hulk or Thor: Love and Thunder? Ooh. Thor. 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 Yeah, Thor, that had more how are we feeling, Sam? How are you feeling? Which one? Which one? Thor. Thor. Okay. Thor. And the funny part is, I have no answer because two things I haven't seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was this one is, moment. This has I been think. the beauty of being a lot more pickier about the Marvel projects yeah. that I sure. that I do watch. It's like here's the things I've watched. Here are the things that I haven't Hold watched. Yeah. What what scene were you talking about, Sam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which one? Uh, there's there's a scene where <laughs> Thor had a helmet and then it was like a face mask. Oh. <laughs> and the face mask was gone. Dude. And I looked at I looked at Chris Hemsworth's face and I was like, he's got CG on his face. Yeah. Like, why does he have CG on his face? <laughs> like, I know everything from the face down is CG, but why is he got like it was so I have so many issues with that movie, so I'm gonna let it go. But yeah, the CGI was terrible for that no, one. She Hulk, CG, uh, at least She Hulk gave me one good episode with Daredevil, and I really did like that. I like that uh, the comedic. Well, he's, he's in two. Well, well you know what? We're well, not the, main one, the main one, the main one, the main one. But yeah, nah, the CGI yeah. Thor was. Nah, I I still I still love him getting that cameo in No Way Home. I'm, I still love yeah. it when he catches the brick oh, and he goes, how'd you do that? I'm a, I'm I'm a really good lawyer. I just <laughs> watched that movie yesterday, too. So that's it's really a, fresh in my mind. That's like one of the, nice. one of the two good movies in the MCU of Phase 4. Yeah. True. Yeah. Being uh, I, I'm, hey, I will defend Shang-Chi Multiverse from Madness. I will defend hey, Multiverse from Madness. Yep. I'm disappointed because of how we dealt with Wanda. Because I'm like, they, <laughs> people did it the Dark Strange shoot. They clearly 
did not watch WandaVision. Well, so I but like, that's... Uh, I watched WandaVision. I liked Multiverse of Madness. Like, then, uh, like, I, I respect your opinion. <laughs> I will respectfully disagree. But but well, yeah, that but also you sound like you're respectful. You sound you made me sound like an idiot but, that I didn't. But that's also <laughs> that, but that also becomes the you know the downfall of the homework problem right, is that yeah. my wife wanted to watch Multiverse of Madness. Right. She hadn't seen One Division. Sure. And she's just watching the movie going. What happened? What What's going, going on? on? Like I missed. Why does she have children? Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and that's. And that's the thing, even with James Gunn's plan, mm. is that he said it and he better deliver because I don't want that to happen. Like, I watch things and I hate – I watch infinitely more than my wife, so at least I know things like that. Right. But I still – like, I watch Guardian stuff and right. – I like, I watched a Christmas special and then they're in yeah. nowhere. And I was like, I literally – texted brent and i was like brent when did they when did nowhere become their base is this something that i missed he's like no this is the first time you're seeing it don't worry like you aren't missing anything this is the first time anyone's heard of it and then i saw guardians volume three and i went everything seems to be okay and i just texted ray and i was like did james gunn just completely ignore the fact that guardians win love and thunder and he went yes yep and i went thank (laughs) Uh... you and right Right. And so right. but but I hate the fact that that's got to be like part of my conversation is am I missing something? Yeah. Because right. yeah. I mean, if we go off of that same as that knowledge in Thor for spoiler alert, I'm sorry, but Thor gives his abilities to a group of people. Yep. No, no, the- no, 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 no. Don't undersell it. Who are these group of people? I don't want to spoil it for people. No, no. <laughs> Just say it. It's been out for a fucking year, man. He gives it to children. Yes. And children. the fact is that this didn't seem like he didn't know he could do. It seemed like he could always do it. So it goes back to all these times he's working with the Avengers that he could have given them or blessed them with his abilities. <laughs> yeah. And it makes absolutely no sense. It just blows the transition. This is why the or, first Thor movie is still the best Thor movie. Yes. Technically, 100%. Also, technically. At what point now, now all of a sudden, both of his hammers are self-conscious, aware, they have a relationship. I just... Oh, it sounds just, like so. It sounds like one of those Elicity oh, fans got a hold of the script and was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna write a ship out of these two. Okay, so <laughs> two hammers. If I remember correctly, Tycho, I'm paraphrasing here. Tycho Waititi basically said, "Yeah, it was like we 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 wrote the script as if a bunch of ten year olds wrote a bunch of shit, and we just checklisted checklisted everything off of it." And I was just that's like, a "Good, it's a good act." It's a good act. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good yeah, Phil. I'm a little disturbed. That was a good talk. <sighs> I just I, I, <laughs> no, I just, he's. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I remember just, I mean, that was one of those too. It was like, just, you just, you, you go to watch it, you know, and it felt like work because I was like, I, I know I'm not going to like this. And I'm just in the whole time in the movie theater, I'm just going, Oh my God. What are, what did they do to Natalie Portman? Jesus what did they do to Natalie Portman? What did they do to Russell Crowe? I know like, with his little like, skirt and his little, like the way that he was all like that I part. To, when I, came I don't, home. I don't know what bugs me more. Mm-hmm. That or the fact they gave a Greek god an Italian accent. Mm. Yeah. But as hey, as soon as know, I came home, I ran to watch Man of Steel. Where he goes, you can save them, Cal. 
because they followed that. <laughs> I had to walk. I had to literally walk. Yeah, you had, cleanse, you had a cleanse. You had a cleanse. gladiator. He's, he's gonna be Craven's father now. Did he's in the he's in yeah. the Craven movie? Yeah, yes. at least there's that. He, he's everyone's daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Who, got, who's uh, your daddy? Russell Crowe's your daddy. Okay. <laughs> of all the things to truly not give a shit about in Thor: Love and Thunder, yeah. I didn't give a fuck about Hercules. I don't care. Oh, oh yeah. that's the next fight for Thor? <laughs> Big fucking deal. I don't give a shit. Show me yeah. Beta Ray Bill. That's what I want to see. What, that's what every Beta Thor fan wanted to see was Beta Ray Bill. And yeah. for two and, and now, the only he time, hasn't been the only, in part, the only time that they actually showed him kind of was in Thor Ragnarok as a yep. statue, statue, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. And it's like, okay, uh, I, I, you know, and I'm like, I'm not like big time in the Thor <laughs> lore, but I knew that everybody wanted to see that character. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck after four have and, we not? And you know the one reason I know who Beta, going back to our animation discover uh, discussion, you know why I know who Beta Ray Bill is? Because I watched uh, mm. Avengers Earth yeah. Mighty Heroes. Yeah. 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 Such, exactly. exactly. Such a good series. Such a good series. Yeah, that was a good series. Really good. It is a crime that he only got two seasons. And oh, you that, yeah. Whatever Avengers assemble, yeah, yeah, mm, mm. yeah. and I and I watched the first episode of Avengers Assemble, and I went, nope, no, thank you, bye, no. goodbye, no more. The only thing I care for Hercules and for uh, Love and Thunder was because he just gave me a reason to bring back the the classic Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> which was so fun because my son, like, because it was the last week of school, and so you know, you know they watch movies and have parties. They watch that movie, so. My son watched that. He read. He started reading Percy Jackson, uh, mm. and, and I was a big Greek mythology nerd in middle school. Like when I did Scholars Bowl, anytime a Greek mythology question t- t- came up, everyone just went. <laughs> they just put their buzzers down. Like, okay, Scott's got this. And so to watch my son like start to get into this stuff, I'm just like, yay, proud father. <laughs> Is he gonna watch a new um? The, um... It's a, new, it's a show, right? It's a new show. I, right? I want to watch. I want to watch the new show because the movies were crap. So, <laughs> I I want to watch the TV show to see. Okay, can you actually do this? You know, correctly. <laughs> like, I'm excited. I like the kid I, that I was got to play like, wondering, like, I was just wondering, like, like, is he able to watch? Because I don't know how young he is, and I don't know what he's ten. So he, I mean, he's then the he's old, then he should be fine, right? Yeah. Because he's he the is. a. I mean, he's the age that the books are written for. Yeah, so okay. that's who's playing him. Well, I like I like the concept with Hercules, like of like okay, the gods. No, no, are... don't you mean Hercules? Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. Yes, right. Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> I knew you would do it. So that's, <laughs> that's what we need. We need. I will be fine to see Hercules in the MCU if Eddie Murphy comes back, dresses that character, and just goes. Oh, for it's Hercules. Hercules. I would put it past him. I would put it. I would not put it past him for doing that. Yeah. But like the concept of like the gods being like, okay, these heroes, we don't like that they're being worshipped and that they're doing stuff that we used to take care of. So like let's let's win our favor back with you know people worshiping us again. It's like okay, that's a cool concept, but um, but you're doing that on top of Kang multiverse stuff, on top of mm. setting up the supernatural universe, on top of setting up whatever Captain Marvel and those characters are going to get into and scroll invasions. It's like. You think maybe you're just setting up too much, and uh, is there going to be enough time to actually flesh to, it out? To, yeah, yeah, to flesh it out and pay them off. Like I don't think they're, 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 they're not going to be fleshed. They're yeah, not going to be fleshed off. But you know, bringing up, there's a series I'm interested in, Secret Invasion. Yeah, I'm yeah. there yeah. for that one. I'm yeah. talking. Yeah. 
Same. Hell yeah. It feels like it's like those good old Age of Shield days when it's like yeah. Spine Thriller. Like, even uh, but, but more dark like dark like Winter harder. Soldier. Like we're yeah, Winter Soldier esque. Oh, like like I didn't really get into Agents of Shield, but uh but I know like I, I know I just watched Shout a out to Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was, was a really good Ghost Rider in that. Oh. that was a really good Ghost Rider. But, Robbie but, Reyes. Yeah, Secret Invasion though, just like every time I see something with that, I'm like, okay, this is okay, okay, this is what I want right here. This is this is this is something fresh when it comes to the MCU. We got Sam Jackson back as Nick Fury. We're gonna have some familiar characters show up, and we're gonna look at Amelia Clark's in this. I know. Got Olivia Coleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Oscar-winning Olivia Coleman. I love mm-hmm. her. If they waste her, if they waste her, I swear to God, can you better move planets? <laughs> I swear to God. Andy's coming for you. Listen, I have, I, listen, after all the crap I put up with this week with the Flash and Airverse yeah. fandom, I will not let some rich executive who gets an Oscar winning actress be wasted for, you know, I don't know, fart jokes or something, whatever they do in the MCU these days. You mean uh, like Thor with Christian Bale? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah they get totally. Oh, go ahead. You know what was actually a really surprisingly good watch? There's a YouTube a, a YouTube video detailing like 15 years reflecting on Iron Man, and it's an interview between Kevin yeah, Feige and John Favreau. I still have to watch that. Oh, dude, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I know they were talking about they that that's where the whole news about Robert Denny Jr. was mm-hmm. he like auditioned for Doctor Doom and he was in talks to play Doctor Doom in two thousand five. Yeah. yeah. Fa- Fantastic Four. Could you imagine that? If he would have gotten that role, oh man. Wait a minute. How could Marvel have even done Fantastic Four in two thousand five? I thought it was at Fox. No, because Kevin Feige wasn't working at Marvel Studios. He was, he working, was at working at Fox. He was working oh, at X Men and right. the Fantastic Four. Damn, this yes. was in yeah. And Daredevil. Yeah. His name. And Daredevil. When yeah. you go back and you watch those old like You'll see his name. Fox, his name yeah. is all over them. Like yeah, yeah. Yep. back on on Squawkcast movies, where we as we've been watching the movies chronologically, it's been fun to go. He's a he's on Ghost Rider. He's on Daredevil. He's on Electra. He's on all of them. All of them. Every single one of them. Yep. Um, but that's how that's actually how Andy and I met was Agents of Shield, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we've met online and uh, and became friends. Yeah. And then I I met you at Comic Con and you were waiting outside for the BVS announcement. Uh, like, I mean, me and Andy go way back, man. Yeah, we go way back. Uh-huh. Awesome dude. And yeah, and me and him used to review Agents of Shield. And then he yeah. would have me on his show sometime and talk about that and Flash. Yeah, absolutely. So, Andy, I got a question for you because I fell off of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I thought the show actually ended and then it went on for like two more seasons because <laughs> there was that season that when it ended, it felt like it was over. Interesting. Okay. It was the one with um, Adrian Pazdar. Oh, and- as, as um, oh my God, I know. Exactly. Yeah. He, and he, oh god because he, he he showed up in the show yeah. and then he got powers one season it was so hot but i'm trying to remember wait but <laughs> i know listen i listen the only reason i even watch heroes any days these days is because of him yeah. um, uh, but but there was a season that actually it ended and colston was actually in tahiti like actually in tahiti oh like he and ming went off to to tahiti and that's how this and it felt like a series finale, and then the show went on for like another two years, and I never watched yeah. those because it was kind of depressing. Because 
that was you know because the reason she was even there because he was getting ready to pass away yeah because, yeah so i think that's why they're like we can't end it like this um and um I don't know, I think the Marvel Studios also had some like because the thing is the only reason I think Marvel Studios even cared about Shield was because if they could put out something that can kind of like you know, because every season there was something, you know, there was a dark hole, there was do, them doing clean cleanup crew in London because of four dark dark world. I'm like, oh what a great crossover. They go to London to clean. No, th- <laughs> no that was the that was the first season because the first season had the you know the you know the the one dark world cleanup but then once again like everyone at least the popular opinion and i agree with it is that she's shield feeling got cooking because they dealt with the aftermath of winter soldier right. yeah yes yep. and, and when you found out oh hydra's been here the whole time you know it's but then it lost its way because you know obviously the movies went off in one direction and the TV shows went off in a different, oh. and the shows kept on trying to be connected to the movies, and the movies just didn't care. Yeah. Right. It was because of partially because of Ike Perlmutter, because he was still like, you know, and also I think Jeff Loeb and Kevin Feige didn't necessarily get along. From yeah, that's what I heard. That yeah. sounds right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a shame because I feel like Marvel Television had so many great characters developed i mean like hey we were getting more female characters on the tv shows for a while like when yep. compared to the avengers and so on and there were times when i'm like melinda making act circles around black widow like it's like it's just <laughs> it's disappointing to me that kevin feige has been so it's almost like he doesn't he's too ashamed to you know he, he's perfectly fine using daredevil and kingpin because he's like you know they, they love them it. yeah everyone loves them right. but like him going to like if he ever, if Coulson ever comes back, or if if they use Quake, because Quake is the one everyone most wants to see the most from from Shield, right. which sure. she would make sense because she's like she's a freaking badass. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think Feige has a little bit of that pride issue. Um, well, but also yeah, they possibly. but also they had Mockingbird on Ages of Shield, yep. but then yeah. Hawkeye shows us that Hawkeye's wife, wife. is actually yep. yeah. Mockingbird. I think right. they, I think they've separated the two because she in the comedy is old. Agent something number and then Mockingbird. I want. I think they've separated two. Um, now, with that said, I have you know because I'm a, I'm I'm a shipper, and, and I will admit that I have been rooting for that marriage to fall apart <laughs> just because I want to see Adrian. You know, it's funny. You, you could almost even headcanon Linda Cardinelli as like um, Mockingbird one, and then Adrian Pilecki is Mockingbird two. Yeah, it could be a title like Double yeah. Seven or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Or code name. Yeah, I agree. Work. Yeah, um, but that's that's kind of a take having them break up. I mean, oh, Clint, Clint Barton's kind of a player in Marvel Comics, if I remember correctly. Oh no, like, he, he is a player. Yeah, in Marvel. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's oh, kind yeah. of a mess, actually. Yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. Uh, but, but that's what I loved. He was like uh, all. Of, that's why I like about Oliver Queen so much is that some days he just doesn't have his shit together and that no. makes for a very interesting dynamic when it, his his abilities is shooting arrows <laughs> it's right. like oh cool you made a guy who you're like why is he on the team you made him interesting and that's why well, I love to seen on arrow yeah <laughs> well I mean, my favorite my favorite True. green arrow run was kevin smith's run Quiver. You know, that was a good Quiver. one those yeah, those two arcs were really really good i mean oh, yeah. he brought him back from the dead and I always love a good creative way when you when you bring and I love the fact that he brings him back from the dead and he and he wraps it around the friendship between Hal Jordan and Oliver Queen. Like mm. I can agree with that. Yeah. 
That was so cool. And then, of course, the creation of Onomatopoeia as a as a as a villain, like. And, and then he brought back on my for that Batman run, which, by the way, he never finished. Like, that was going to be a trilogy. I'm like, where's my part three of, of that? Do it? Where is Batman Ballastosity? Because I'm yeah. waiting for it, too. Yeah. I am, too. Yeah, the, uh, the third Kevin Smith run. Yeah, the yep. third Kevin Smith run. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah, that Kevin's run. I love when uh, that panel where he was talking about that book and he said, yeah, I when I asked Walt Flanagan to d- draw the book and DC, DC was like, uh, like was it Wolf Flanagan, right? His artist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I love Wolf Flanagan. Yeah, I love it too. He said something like, uh, he's like, uh, hey, can we, what can we draw in the book? Because they wanted to give Batman like a full ZZ top beard. And uh, like in the second book after, what's her name? Uh, after that happened, I don't want to spoil it. But uh, they were like, yeah, we mm-hmm. want Batman to have like a full ZZ top beard, like with, you know, f- yeah, coming out of the cowl and stuff. And DC was like, no, Batman shaves. <laughs> and, uh, and they got like weird notes for the book. And they were like, look, whatever you do, just don't draw Batman cock in the book. <laughs> <laughs> and Walt Flanagan was like, I quit. Don't <laughs> draw Batman cock. <laughs> yeah, I guess they and were. Then, like, and then Lee Bermijo was like, well, Lee Bur- yeah, like, right, <laughs> right. Hold my beer, right. Which, by the way, I'm so glad I still have a first edition of that. So they, they can't edit this one out. They can't. No. They oh, can't, I have it too. I have it too. They can't digitally erase yeah. it. I have Battle Wang in print. So yeah, um, it's still a stupid ass argument. Yeah, well, uh, Mike Grell had a good run. Brad Meltzer had a good run. Oh, I love oh Mike Grell. I've yeah, met. I actually loves. have. I actually. I met Matt Grell twice. Nice. I have every issue of the Longbow Hunters autographed by Mike Grell. <sighs> I have his Green Arrow number one autographed, nice. and then he did stories and covers for the Arrow uh, tie-in comic. Yep, he did. And I got and I got all those autographed as well and i get my trade paperback of uh longbow hunters autographed and hanging in a very special spot on this wall uh dave i think i've shown it to you before phil i don't know if i've shown you i have Uh, a picture of your ass i know no not that (laughs) wow i have an eight and a half by eleven pencil sketch commission of black canary by grell oh wow that's dope. When I'm we, crazy. About mm-hmm. 10 years ago, I came to my first Megacon here in Orlando. Um, I flew out here to hang out with my friend Gene, and we released Soul Star, and we were doing signings and stuff. And while we were here, uh, George Perez um, was, was, yeah. was doing um, sketches for the Hero Initiative, and he was, he was only charging like 10 bucks. And the weird thing was is he didn't have hardly any line. And he was just like, hey, everyone. It's George Perez. Like, no, yeah. people knew he was there and people had waited in line already to go through. But he being George Perez, like, I'm going to hang out longer. What can I do? How can I help the Hero Initiative? So he's like, tell you what, $10 sketches. If you if you, we're going to you know, grab a raffle ticket, if we call your your numbers, you get a you get a $10 sketch. And I ended up getting four. I got they nice. called. I bought like 20 tickets and uh, and they called four of my tickets. I'm like, oh, my God. So when I went up, he was like all right, young man, like, what would you like? And I, I was like, dude, you got to give me Superman and you got to give me Metron, which is one of my favorite characters at DC. Um, and I was like, and you got to give me Green Lantern. <laughs> and uh, just for fun, I want Lois Lane also uh, nice. just to go with my Superman. And he was like, 
I'll, that's the best. And he started going, and I still have those framed. I love them. I, I've awesome. got two sketch cards of George Perez, and they're two different Wonder Womans. Wow. Oh, yeah. I thought about Wonder Woman, but I, I threw him a curveball. I said, can you draw Lois? He's like, I would love to draw you, Lois. And because the, the only other thing I've got hanging right above my my commission of uh, Black Canary, which means more to me because I paid the money, and I was like, I, I said – I want Black Canary because he was able to do it like at his studio and brought it to the signing at my local comic book store. Wow. So it was like done. Right. And and then I got to have a picture, like I have a picture with him like holding my sketch. That's so cool. But hanging right above that, now this was one that I won. I so it wasn't it doesn't it's cool. It doesn't mean as much to me because it wasn't like I commissioned it. Yeah. But I have a Jerry Robinson Batman. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Samuel yeah. doesn't know what to do with this. No, yeah, no, that's, no, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> quiet. Um. We're, we're not talking about the Flash movie, Sam. You can react. Oh, right. There's a Flash movie coming out. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Samuel's seen it. So. Samuel's the yeah, only one that's seen it. it on this panel. Unless you've seen it too, Andy. Have you seen it? <laughs> Well, why would the Flash Brothers be invited to a Flash movie screening? <laughs> oh, oh! oh do we have two people who have seen the Flash movie? Oh, Andy. Okay, it's fine. All right. Warner well, Brothers never liked me, so it's fine. Yeah. No, he's, well, saying he, he's saying he didn't go. He's saying he, he didn't get to see he it. Did not yeah. go. He, oh, okay. he was being yeah. sassy there. Yeah. yeah. Was, oh, okay. Yeah. You're being sassy pants. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Be- yeah. Because again, the Flash Park is doing. The, a flash movie screening why would we ever do that yeah. it's like it's like ignoring why? the flash. yeah it's like how i had to get be how i have to be ignored by the cw and warner for seven seasons out of the nine run before i even started getting any press access my name yeah. is the flash podcast so <laughs> actually the only reason i've known people at warner brothers for years like like uh brendan vietti sam lou like all these great guys who oh. make you know, justice like i mean i've hung out with them talked to them like they're the nicest guys in the world and they would invite me to things, but I was not on any press list. I was literally like a guest on their behalf. And I tried for years and it was actually Andy who uh, a couple years ago during COVID, he's like, Hey, you know, I can help you get press access for Comic-Con. And I was oh, like, yeah. that's so kind of you. Thank you. And I was thinking, all right, well, last time I was on press from Comic-Con, literally no one emailed me. Like nobody sent me anything. And I was surprised this time, I think, cause it was COVID and people were maybe a little bit more desperate for any news to get out there. They were like, Hey, I started getting emails. And one of them was Warner brothers. And they were like, Hey, and like the guy recognized me. He's like, dude, I know you've been asking for years <laughs> and uh, I never put you on the list. Uh, he goes, but you still showed up to all the screenings for the animated stuff anyway. He's like, so I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll start sending you animated movies to your house. And I'm like, thank God. But I, I owe that to Andy uh, because I tried for a decade <laughs> to get on that list and, uh, and never. I'm, could. It's kind of like I'm on the press release list, but yeah. the only, the only time I got a screener was for apocalypse war. Okay. Yeah. And and it was my first screener, and it was my last screener here. Yeah. But still, Aww. I will have a say, if I was going to get a screener for something, that was Apocalypse War was a pretty badass yeah, one to get a, a good screener one. Yeah, for. Sure. I get a screener for, for sure, for sure. Definitely. My little first movie screener was, I mean, beautifully, enough, it was a Snyder Cut. To... Oh, wow. Yeah, I got nice. I got that one. Yeah. Apocalypse War yeah, a lot of us got, got that, that one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were dragging me around for like three weeks of like, what? yeah, oh, they wow. were because like, you know, because I knew there was like, there was like a press, you know, 
press thing going on with like he, he was talking to people and they were they were sending out the movie and so on, but they were like, I will I will get, I will send you guys a screenshot at some point because like it's like the, it's the most abusive email thread ever. And then on a <laughs> random Friday night, they're like, eh, we can give you the access, but you won't, you only have it till Sunday. So I sat the yeah. whole Saturday just rewatching it like, yeah, yeah, nine times. Nine times. <laughs> I guess as an outside observer, That's forty-five of that, hours. Holy shit! Right. Yeah. As an outside observer of that, like, and I say this to you guys all the time when whenever you have me on, it's like, no, I was so hours. so happy to see like the the people who really pushed for that movie to be released. The the payoff for you guys was like as an outside fan like floored me i think zach is the coolest guy in the world and i already had respect for him even if i was critical of his dc movies i've always had respect for the guy so when i saw the end result and you guys just the reward you guys got i was like that's amazing i've never in in my life seen anything like that and i thought that was the coolest thing yeah it was pretty crazy it was just you know i mean it was definitely it was definitely not a cul-de-sac yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was, oh, it was funny when, like, they released that. And and, and it was, uh, and I remember that was during a time where I was actually heavily talking to him, you know, to the man himself, just right. because it was to like, up to it. Huh? To God? To God, yes. <laughs> because God. you're like pointing upwards. I'm like, to God. Yes. <laughs> To to the god. Well, he is. He's like a god too. Zach's the blue hand that comes out at the beginning of time in the DC yeah. universe. Corona was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was just like I remember, like when that article came out, and it was just, I mean, it was, it was like they were actively trying to just be like, oh yeah, this is, you know, yeah, we're gonna release it, but that's it, guys. That's all you get. That's all you get. Yeah. And it was just like one of those things, too, where it was like, OK. And then the response to that was 1.5 million people going restore the Snyderverse. Right. Or not people, right. but tweets, hashtags right. tweeted, no. blah, 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 you know. But, yeah, yeah and, and, what... and to see all these people that like consider like, for example, like I get critical of people online. I don't really um, talk about them on my channel, but like people like, you know, Grace and uh, and uh, and John Campia, who I just Grace, I, I'll tolerate sometimes when she's doing like tea stuff. You're you're, um, you're, you're a better but, man than I am. Yeah, but but I but ultimately her takes on her opinions on anything are just garbage. Um, but John Campy is one of those guys that I vehemently don't like. I had a friend that used to be on that would guest on Collider, and he would just be like, "John Campy is a psychopath," <laughs> and, and I'm like, Good. "Yeah, I could see it." And uh, when he was like you think some little YouTubers are going to get access to a Zack Snyder cut? They're full of shit. You know, and it's just like all these people. I wasn't even a little YouTuber. I was a podcaster. And then like entitlement and his garbage. Like, yeah, I but, so then, but look what's happening now. Did you see oh, that he like, I, released like a whole thing about his, like my mental health and yeah, he oh, fired yeah. like his whole crew. Or, like, yeah. like he doesn't have Robert Meyer Burnett on anymore. He doesn't have, he had to like, he had to like downsize and then, and then all going like, through something for sure. He's going yeah. through Clearly, some shit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. what the, it's like, whatever, dude. I mean, like you, I still can't believe like when he released those uh, images from Spider-Man, Spider-Man, no Spider-Man. No way home. Oh, that was kind of, dude, I, I, I reacted to that live. I didn't show oh, it, yeah. but I, I remember, like, I remember you reacting to that yes, live. I remember people in the chat were like, Campia just spoiled no way home. I'm like what, what are you talking about? It's some bullshit. Oh, and then yeah. I clicked and I went, I went, Oh my God, 
did he just what? And I went, no, I don't think, I think that's real. Holy shit. And it was, it yep. was all three of them and it was yeah. real shots. And it was like, wow. I, I just remember that was the time where I just went like Twitter dark because yeah, I didn't want, I didn't yeah. want no way home. <laughs> no you way. and Brent both went Twitter dark. Oh, you better believe I went to, you better believe because <laughs> no way home was one of those movies yeah. Yeah. that I was just like, don't no. you fuck with me <laughs> when it comes to this. Going back to our conversation about going back to 1994 and the animated series and, and in like half my comic book collection at the time was Spider-Man. Like I have some key Spider-Man issues, more modern, of course, but I have, but, but were key to me. Like I've got the issue with the bell tower. Oh, wow. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I keep on forgetting it's, I think it's, it's not Peter Parker Spider Man. I forget which Spider Man title is, but it's spectacular. It's, maybe it's not spectacular, but it's a number one, okay. and, it, and it's the it is the one where it's like the suit gets him, and he goes to Fantastic Four, and he has to go to the Bell Tower. Web of Spider Man number one. Web of Spider Man number Spider-Man. one. Thank you. I've got that. It only cost me twenty bucks, and I still remember, like you know. You know, the ripping the, the ripping the suit yeah. off and the bell tower and to see that in Spider-Man, you know, and to watch that. Like, that's one of the parts of Spider-Man 3, the movie, I really enjoy because it it's like, yeah. you nailed it. And everything. But uh, uh, totally uh, it was not Spider-Man. Sam, I, Sam, I know you got to go. I know you got to go. Yeah. You gotta, like, you gotta, hey, you Sam, gotta, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Thanks for not spoiling to see a you, man. Thing. Yeah, no, yeah. this was really the good. Only, but the only one here who would like I have a question. Uh-oh. Is the Flash in Uh-oh. it? <laughs> <laughs> no, let me rephrase it. Does the Flash have more screen time than Batman? <laughs> Oh, oh. I'm just joking because you, you got to ask which Batman you're referring to. But oh, well, obviously yeah. the, the only one that they keep marketing. Because <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what Ben. He's, he's, he's not, not going to give you anything else but that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not giving anything. I, I just, just want just a gonna... Flash movie with Miles Barry Allen fighting rogues or reverse fire or something. I don't. This need... ain't that movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Maybe the next one. At the very <laughs> least, you're going to get an entertaining DC experience. Yeah, but entertaining in DC has become like a dangerous word now because, like, <laughs> but but if... coming from Sam, but but Andy, uh, can mm-hmm. I, Andy, mm-hmm. but coming from Samuel, yeah, <clears throat> trust him. Okay. <laughs> Trust him. Okay, it's Samuel we're talking about. Hey, look, look at he's got, he's got the shirt. He's got the shirt. You can, okay. you can trust him with that. Just, this isn't some rando on the internet telling you it's entertaining. Right. This is him like telling you it's entertaining. Like yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll also say this. I so I'm a day one CW Flash fan. Like the first mm-hmm. season of The Flash, there was a show on the CW called The Flash. To this day, <laughs> I can test like the finale for that still is <sighs> amazing. That's yeah. amazing. That finale. So, so that first season set the bar and the tone for everything that could be great. And yeah. I think that Superman and Lois is right there, you know. Yeah. But I, I really did want to see like us really get a Flash experience because we've seen like different glimpses of what that could be like with Quicksilver, like certain small little moments, like, man, this should be the Flash right now. And uh, nah, I was, when I would say entertained, I was pleasantly entertained okay. by what I got. Yeah. Because I understand what the capability of quality is. 
I'll leave you with that. I'm gone. I'm there you go. Yeah, I can't say anymore. Right He's there. gonna leave before he gets himself in trouble. Yeah, I really am. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a you said too much. sniper somewhere. There's a red <laughs> dot like moving around your wall. <laughs> All right, guys. James Gunn going, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, have a good night. Thank you. Right, Thank you know, bye. Make sure you guys subscribe to him. Yeah, JBS. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. There you go. I, I thought he was going to say, oh, and one more thing, and then disconnect. <laughs> that would have been funny. I yeah, remember that. Hmm? No, so, Andy, I was going to ask you, so so how was it with the Flash ending? Like, what, what was, how was it for you? So there's not a season 10? No, there's not a season 10. Oh, season 10. Okay. No, no, no it, um, it, it's over now. Sorry. Um, it's are you talking about this specific week or the whole season as a whole? I, you have the floor, sir. Okay, okay. Um, I feel season nine happened during one of the worst times for the CW, where they're now scaling back so much, and I think the show suffered from it. I do also think some of the writers, some of them that I'm actually friends with on that show, I think they did some, some, some wrong in the writing. But also, I think it's like this season could not happen at a worse time because. They get their budget cut in the middle of the season, so they had to do a bunch of in, you know filler episodes. They call in, they call them interludes, um, just so they could have money for the final you know graphic novel, the fa- final main storyline that they call it. Um, I'm happy with the way it ended. For you know, again, there was super crap in it. Uh, you know, there's some, there's a lot of side characters on that show now that it's people just don't really like, and, and I don't blame them. Um, I'm, 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 I'm I was. Mostly angry because I didn't get to have like a pleasant uh, experience with just one night because like apparently haters just just don't want to let me watch things in peace. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't want them bothering me because, because because it's one thing to watch a screener because I have to you know I have to do interviews so, you know it's one thing to watch screeners and have that experience but to then watch it with the fans on Wednesday night the last time you know last time I'm live reading an episode and then the whole night I'm getting you know just again I don't know how bullshit. these people come in yeah. Yeah, like, oh my god, you didn't get Granny Candace. Oh my god, your career is over. Oh my god, this and this and that. And like that, just I'm like, I just wanted one night. So right, and you know, and this tonight on Endless Multiverse, it wasn't that much better because there, there was a lot of divisiveness in the comments, including a lot of trolls that we kept fighting. But so right, right now, it feels like just like, oh, I'm kind of glad. I'm I'm glad it's over because I don't have to deal with that fandom. But then I look back, you know. But then I like I listened to the score that came out today for season nine, like that final. Oh, for anyone who hasn't seen the series finale yet, the final scene has the best flash score in the entire series run, and that's like you know what? I'm glad for that. They, I'm glad these nine years happened. Um, so, um, I just feel I feel the flash has deserved better for its final season, and that's why I'm I'm done with the CW mostly. And I, if Superman Lois goes on. I'm terrified of going to Max because I don't trust David Zaza. The more he has more things to do with Max, and I don't trust him. I, again, he could in the middle of the season be like, you know, I really like tax write downs. Like I love doing taxes. Said no American at all. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Like for me, it's it's bittersweet because it's ten years of my life. It's that is coming to an end. Um, yeah, but um, understandable. It's um, I just didn't know that that uh, that. It's uh, crazy. Next star buying it could cause so much problems. Yeah, sure. No, it's just it's just crazy because I remember when they, we got our first image of Grant Gustin in the Flash, Cal. 
You know, yeah. I remember I remember specifically it was the side profile. We saw it and it was like, oh, look at that. That's what he looks like. And it's just crazy to think. I was like, oh, man, and I was just remembering where I was in there. I was living with my brother at the time. This was like, you know, in like in one of his spare bedroom. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I remember seeing that, you know, pop up on my screen and and then uh, being excited for it, which I was because I love the character. But, you know, I did fall off season three, <laughs> you know, but I fell off know, like but... season five. Yeah. Season, <laughs> season six, post-crisis, mirror mm-hmm. universe. That's where. I, I never finished season six, so yeah, I almost quipped. I almost quit after season five because it's ironic because the the showrunner of Superman Lois, he was the one doing the Flash for, for yeah. those two seasons, and yeah. he he was driving into the ground and like I can't do this anymore. I can't see them waste Greg, Grant Gustin like this anymore with his horrible writing. But then Helbing? in the middle, of the- Todd Helbing, right? Yeah, yeah. Todd Helbing. Yeah. I know that was yeah. a crazy yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, again, and I think he's done a lot of good choices on Superman Lois. I also met there's a lot of Flash mistakes that he's making there too uh, again i'm wait who here is who here does not want spoilers from season three of Simon Lois. i'm completely caught up so. i don't watch the show so go ahead i'm yeah. not caught up but i don't mind you can spoil yeah okay. it's fine it's fine yeah. i am so furious if this is the final season that, that the biggest story that lois lane ever got on this show was cancer oh, yeah. See, I, I, I don't okay. know if i agree with that but okay, I agree yeah. that it shouldn't be her biggest rank. But I also, I mean, I mean, Dave, you know, my wife has cancer. So yeah. for me, watching this season, I've, I've appreciated the storyline, like the idea of a husband and wife. No, of course, going of through course. that. I've it. It has actually really connected with me and like oh wow you're doing this yeah, and you're we, doing and you're doing it justice in my opinion i, I think for me is that you know, and, and, and I, I respect that absolutely and i don't i didn't want me to come off as disrespectful because you know i mean my grandmother she died of both a brain tumor and lung cancer just Barely a month ago. Yeah, recently. Um, yeah. Also, also, it's not you know for me. It's like when I see Lois, you know, I see Rebecca, you know, and she, you know, and like it's like, you know, Rebecca Johnson. You know, I always, you know, when, oh you know, no, no, I, no. I've yeah. and I've talked to and I've talked to Rebecca yeah. about. Yeah. Hey, brace yourself going into. No, like, I, I was like when I had the screener, I kind of was like. Rebecca, I kind of just needed to prepare yourself, and like, but you know, she doesn't want spoilers, so she's like, she's like, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine, but like, you know, like, it's impossible for me not to see her when I see Lois with the cancer. Mm-hmm. So you know, because you know, Lois like, is one of the reasons I'm a journalist to, to begin with. So for me, it's like this season is just going. I mean, this great stuff in season three. Don't get me wrong, I love the Bruno Man I'm fa- and his family. I love all of it. Mm-hmm. It's for me, it's just like it is just so. And this is what they always do with season three of any genre show. They go ultra super dark. Todd Helping did this exact thing with the five season three with Savitar and, you know, basically dangling Iris in front of us every week. You know, she is going to die. He's going to die. Obviously, we know she's not going to die, but it's like, you don't want to, you know, it's not, it's not fun that that's become the whole main storyline. And then for me, knowing that, oh, this could be the last season of Superman Lois. Oh, this could, this season is going to end on a cliffhanger. Oh, this is, Definitely, this is you know the bigger story in Lois Lane has had because she's gone through, like she's your know, last season. It was her sister and the cold thing. And I mean, like that's one reason I always, I, I don't like. I know Small gets its crap, but like I will always appreciate the multitude of layers they gave Lois there. 
And for me, oh, no, the, Erica Durant, she's a great it. Lois. She was yeah. a great Lois. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And because they gave so many, they gave him so many things to do. Like it was not just drama. It was also you know, again, anytime when she would put on a costume, it was so fun. Like I love the episode when they just went to their Comic Con and she was Wonder Woman. So just out of curiosity, what's what's your criticism of Lois? Is that you're saying that? I'm, no, I'm not criticizing Lois. I'm criticizing no, the decision of. No, that's what I mean. Like, what's your criticism? Are you saying it's you're saying that the cancer story? Is you don't want that to be her biggest story? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because I, especially if this is the last season, because again, like, you know, I like contrary to popular belief, I actually do love Zuma Lois. Uh-huh. But it's like for me, like, I always feel that Lois gets, there's always, she always has to go through like so much dark stuff with her family. Again, like, that's why, again, I love seeing Lois that gets to do all of it. Like, you know, this week's episode, they did flashbacks to when she it, she won some prize or something. She, and was, nomi- it, she was nominated. No, no, she was nominated. She, she was, was nominated. nominated yeah. Clark was really excited for her, and he had bought this beautiful dress for her. But she was like, "I'm not used to that. I'm not used to going to parties. I'm an army brat." I always love what she says. She says an army brat. Sure. Um, so I like things like that. I think it's just, but also for me, it's coming at a worse time for me because again, you know, Kansas has hit my family very differently. So. I but, you, yeah. but, but I respect anyone who is a pretty historian who is, you know, like getting something from it. I respect that completely. I just, that's why I'm really hoping there's at least one more season so we can have a little more fun as well. Yeah, I would love to see it move, then move back to Metropolis I, and be the Daily Planet or something. I see, like, I think that's what's great about this show, at least for me, is that it it's not just about a happy family. Like, um, it's about a a real family and 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 what i liked from season one was like i mentioned this on the show before where superman arguably has the two best dads in comic book history between pa kent and jarrell he's he's, he won the lottery for dads and uh and to see him struggle at being a dad is so interesting from a character standpoint because and to have and, and and to your point and have one kid who does have powers, yes, right. and the other kid, and the other the doesn't. likely one not have powers, right? <laughs> like it's it's really it's a great dynamic. Yeah. But what I like is that on top of all that, Lois, she gave up her she she stepped out of her comfort zone to to be with the man she loves to move to back to Kansas to live there, you know, and to, to detach from her life. And she struggles there. She's, you know, she's still trying to be a journalist. Um, and she, and she struggles with it at times. And, and she had her family drama in the second season. And I think one of the coolest things about Lois Lane is that she's someone that you can, you look at it as, Oh, well, in every show they go dark with like the girlfriend character, the wife character, whatever. But I think with Lois, because she's so, she doesn't hesitate to put herself in these situations where bad things could happen. I think that's what makes her kind of heroic and her jumping into this cancer thing head first and being like, we're going to deal with this. And she's stubborn about some things like I'm sure, you know, people are in real life about stuff. And, but I, I think I, I don't know if I would say this is her biggest story that they're giving her. I just think this is the next story they're giving her and it's following a pattern that they've set up since the first episode fair i just think that it's like in hindsight because you know because like if you when you look at like, just a conversation about the show in general the biggest uh, thing that this, this has been talked about this show is what happened last season when they said oh it's not in the same 
or as that era where it shows. Right. And then every but and then everything else got looked past. Like nobody talked about the the beautiful portrait we got to see. Nobody talked about like you know Bruno Mannheim is coming and so on. And so I mean, like when I think about like you know I'm I this is sort of the I remember more. You know, she's gonna be fine. Obviously, it's called Superman Lois. <laughs> is she? <laughs> That's what I like about the show. Is that like, I don't know. Well, if, I, if, I, he, if he's finale, it's just like, boop. Just, and then the show is still called Superman Lois. That's well, no, you know. it goes to Max as Superman the series. You know, like uh, I'm just saying, like I, I don't want that to happen. I'm just saying, I don't like predicting happy endings for characters just because it makes me feel good. Um, I, I think sometimes, mm. like, like I like a month and a half after I got diagnosed last year, Moon Knight came out. Like I and wasn't I ready. You got the mask. You got the mask behind. Yeah, it, been, this entire been, wall is all. I've been, wa- I've been slowly watching, but I trying to look like I'm actually like paying attention. I am paying attention. <laughs> but I'm kind of I'm like, I see that yeah. mask. I see that it's cardboard. Just, oh, cut yeah, out. No, when you, when you, when, when I, when, when I, I ghost rider. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was like, I was like, Oh wow. You got the Moon Knight mask. I was trying to see like how many yeah. midnight sun stuff he has. So. I have uh, the wall is so now the whole apartment uh, blue has taken over designing our place. And uh, he is the one who got me into Moon Knight. So that's the other thing. I know who Moon Knight was. I'm a comic book fan. I had no interest in the character. And then, uh, and blue was like one of the first shows he watched and he fell in love with it because of the portrayal of DID. And he was like, I think we're going through something like this. And Seek, you're having a hard time processing that the last 13 years of your life is the only 13 years of your life. And you feel cheated. You feel like you sh- you thought you were us, the original, and you're not. And 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 you, this is all hitting you at once. And I, I, if you saw my Instagram, I was having just a mental breakdown. I mean, I was just, I was having the worst time of my life. And it took me until I think blue watched that show every week. And it wasn't till, and he was posting on my Instagram, this amazing show. He's trying to get me to watch it. He's writing on our boards, bro, you got to watch this. And I finally did when episode six was about to air, I watched, I binged the first five. And uh, even though I don't remember what did this to us as a child to do this to us, um, watching that show like really resonated with me, but it made me very uncomfortable to watch it because I was like, I'm actually going through this much. Like I'm sure Scott on some level with his wife is when they're watching Lois and you, Andy, it's like, but just cause it makes me uncomfortable. I, I don't, I it's, you know, I'm like, if, if Moon Knight ended and both guys died, I would have been like, yeah, I hate that. But, um, but that's the story they told, you know? So if like something doesn't go well for Lois, I would hate that more than anything because I love that actress and I think she does an amazing job on the show. Oh, yes. But if that's the story, um, you know, as long as they tell it well, like as long as she's not like a trope or, a you know, a refrigerator type thing where they're just killing her to advance Superman story. But grief is a hard thing. I mean, we're, you know, we're all go, we all go through it. You're going through it. It's, it's hard. And like we talked about Wanda earlier, I think the reason why a lot of people don't like um, the, multiverse, the of multiverse of madness is because I think they don't like the choice that Wanda made in her grief. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing they go, Oh, it's so not the Wanda I know. <laughs> and it's like, right. Because that's, that's, what, that's grief what grief does. does to you. That's what grief does. Yeah. Because like, you know, when you watch uh, WandaVision, it's like, all right, what is happening here? I mean, it was a crazy cool concept. And then when you see how it ends and you realize like, oh yeah, Wanda's essentially 
a villain and then you go into multiverse of madness and you go and they just kind of capitalize. I, that, I just, that, I like that aspect. She's, like, she's just lost. Like she's, she's just very, lost. yes, yeah. exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, she, I is, she is the antagonist, but at the same time, it's like, but there's, you understand why, you but know, and they, we who want to show, we who want to show understand. The problem yeah. is when the screenwriters comes out and says that I didn't even watch WandaVision and even it was with Oh. Who cares what the screenwriter said? But, but then, but then he's like, "Why did he make? Did he make an antagonist because he was like, we just need, we need a villain for the film, or did he do no, because he was told? Like, well, he was told that's his job. Like, if okay, someone well, came I, to yeah. me and said, "Hey, you're writing this, and Wanda's the villain," I'd go, "Okay, well, I need to make sure that makes sense." Now, me personally, I would if I hadn't seen WandaVision, I would have watched it. But chances are, when he was writing it, the show wasn't out yet <laughs> to watch. Possible. You know, so that's a possibility too. That when he started the early, but they stages. do get they do get to read scripts. So like that's what one of the great things with Agent Shield was that they yeah, actually the got scripts to read are different scripts. than things that are shot. Sometimes you know, like uh, I mean, I've been there. I've seen I, I've seen scripts. Well, like I've read scripts <laughs> that well, have it's, completely it's also, ended up it, different. Okay, so I'm going to throw out a discussion point. It, it's like yeah. people have talked to me about because they know I read. What you? I know. You shocking! <laughs> I have read a book or two in my life. Oh man! But I've the had whole people... thing. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing. Uh, but I've had people ask me about their the opinions of like sometimes when actors who are in films that are book adaptations admit that they didn't read the book, uh-huh. and I've been asked about my opinion about that. And I've actually said, I don't have a problem with it because as an actor, what should, depending on your philosophy, what should be the basis of your performance? And I would argue the script you were given, like the script should give you it's a very mammoth way of looking at it. I mean, if you've ever read Mammoth's book, True and False, I would highly recommend uh, for acting. It, 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 it's a fabulous book. But because he's also a, because he's also a writer and a director, he says, go with the script. The script's right. going to give you what you need to play the character. So I w- so I've said, I don't I don't have a problem with an actor who doesn't go back and like read the novel that a that a movie is based on because well you've your source material as far as you're concerned from your acting should be the screenplay that you've been you know handed handed right yeah and then you make the decisions based on what the writer gives you and what the director gives you and so I don't have a problem with that. So, Andy, to your point, well, I can understand this. Really, that like that's the thing you don't say out loud. Yeah, it, that's true. You, it, you don't that. say that out loud, but <laughs> yeah. I also say, no, you're the writer. You're part of this machine. Right. And you're told, here, I, I would say just because he didn't watch One Division doesn't mean that he wasn't given plot points to go. Or know where she ended as a character. Or know yeah. she ended as a character. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised unless he said differently in the interview. It, it was, was based it, on what thing that Elizabeth Olsen said that it made it sound like, oh, this creative team didn't seem to really pay, you know, they made her, because she was even shot as she became evil in Multiverse of Man. But she also said in an interview that she liked stories like um, Children's Crusade and other stories where Wanda, like a uh, House of M. A House yeah. of M, yeah. You know, she was like, I, I yeah. like these Everybody stories where. Is that the one where all the mutants die? 
well, they don't die, but they just get their genes turned off. But to, yeah. to somewhat Nate's point in the comment, yeah, when I was saying Wanda's lost, I was saying that at the end of WandaVision. Yes, she becomes evil in Multiverse of Madness. So I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying at where she ended at Multiverse of Madness was, I mean, at WandaVision was, she was reading from the Darkhold, which already corrupts you. It fed on her grief and it sent her down a, a negative spiral. And yes, by the time she gets to Multiverse, she's straight up murdering people. So the a redemption arc is hard for her, but I think sometimes when you play a character for so long, some actors, they want to do things differently. Uh, I, you know, I think one of the things about Harrison Wells in the flash show is that that actor was like, yeah, you can kill me at the end of the season, but can I play a multiverse version of myself next season and play it differently? And sometimes you get actors to do that. I zombie was a great show where the, yeah. the actress got to really, yeah, she was so good. She was so awesome. And some actors like thrive and want to do that. And I think Elizabeth Olsen was willing to put, you know, see where that story would take Wanda but I think now that they've done it, they're going to look on how, how do we bring Wanda back uh, from that? And, uh, and I think hopefully whatever they have planned for in the future is something that you, you will like more. Yeah. I, mean, I hope. I'm, and I'm, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, cause the thing is there's a lot of when the, when the MCU does win me back over on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, just going back to the whole thing with Lowe's for me, because yeah, cause, yeah. Just to assume happy ending, the debate, the, the way I'm going at it is that, okay, I'm looking at it as that because as amazing as Superman always is, at the end of the day, it is still a CW show in its nature. They have a very specific pattern. And because the show is called Superman Lois, I know like there's no way she's gonna die unless they if they just kill her off and then bring in someone from the multiverse. I know how. But, okay. But, oh no, yeah, he's he's gonna fly but fly, fly the world back around and. Yeah, you know, shut up. Do. But <laughs> what I will say is, just because uh, she might not die, yeah, doesn't mean she's <laughs> not going to be impacted, right? By the event, like the, Andy knows because he's caught up like I am. But mm. the conversation that she's having in this last episode, Alana. With Lana, that was great. Uh, let's just let's just say that she's dealing with something that someone who is going through what she's going through. Right. It's like the show was willing to say that we're saying the quiet part out loud. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it, like it was nice for the show not to feel like, oh no, we can't talk about this. It's like, oh no. We're going to talk about this because this is what people actually go through. through. Right. And I was just watching that episode going. Because this isn't the kind of cancer my wife has, but it's the kind of cancer that other family members have had and have gone through the exact thing that that last night, that this week's episode. No was revolving around and i'm being vague because i do like to avoid spoilers but i'm just saying it got really real about some conversations that for me i once again it's like what's cw like like you're saying it's a still cw show and it's doing the patterns but i'm saying i'm watching superman lois going 
I've never seen a CW Arrowverse show do this. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I mean, just more when I say Pat, I mean, you just said, like, we know she'll be fine. And of course, this will change her. And this, again, that's why I'm like, well, and I guess it depends on what you define as she's going to be fine. Like, right. She's not going to die. Okay, okay. But there's a difference between dying and being. Impacted, yeah, and, there, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm really hoping that there is another season so that we can see, like, how does she come back from this when you know when she's okay? That's what I want to see. Um, if this show ended with, with if they're like, hey, this is the last season, and we're going to give you guys a chance to put a button at the end of the show, you know, to, to give it a goodbye, um, which I know they don't normally do that, but if, if they could, that would be amazing. Um, if it's Superman and Lois, and Lois is you know went through chemo and she's struggling and they're just sitting there together, you know, watching a sunrise over Metropolis or something or over Kansas. And she's like, you know, is everything going to be okay? And he's like, yeah, every, you know, Superman being Superman's like, yeah, everything's going to be fine. And then you don't even know if she lives or dies. They just end on like a sweet note where it's like, okay, her battle, like Superman's whole thing, it's a never ending battle. And when, yeah. you, when, you know, it's like, all right, is Lois's big story here that she has cancer or is it her big story is she's, she's fighting cancer. Like, you know, a, a regular person would on top of having regular life stuff too. And is that the story? And it's not just that she has cancer and that's the end of the story. It's that she's going to, she's going to fight it. I mean, it's Lois Lane we're talking about, yeah. you know? So I don't know. I think I, I, I guess we will just agree to disagree on this one. It's fine. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I, I like I, your Do I hope, no, do I hope it has another season? I, yeah. I, like, do. I, I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. And, and kind of like what happened I feel like it needs another season because they need to go into the season knowing it. Yeah, the it's the fine last season. season. Yeah, because that's what the ruined for. He, he the, up, the president came out of the upper and said, "We don't. It's on the bubble, but we're ending right. on a cliffhanger." And that's why I'm like, "Why would you do this to us? Why right. would you?" Think- I mean, it, it's like with Titans and Doom Patrol. I, I at least appreciate it when they announced it was the final season. I also appreciate them saying. Yeah, we also told the creators it was probably like, yeah. like right. I, I, I've just watched too many shows get canceled and being like, what the fuck? But also on the right? show, like, I'm sorry, but on those show, those show creators, like sometimes fuck them, too, because plan, plan <laughs> yeah. that this is your last season, like come up with something to where you're like, hey, this isn't a definitive ending. But if we didn't get anything after this this feels like a good stopping point. Like well, and that's funny because I was having this, con- this feels like a conversation like I was having with Dave and Phil, like even last week. Yeah. Remember when I was telling you guys about Stargate SG-1? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's the funny thing about Stargate SG-1. It's really funny when you know this and then you watch the show. Starting with season five, they treated season five through season eight like it was the last season. Mm, so watch yeah. the wow. finales of seasons five, six, seven, and eight. Every season ended, and it felt like they were going to do a movie. Right. Like, like, like w- w- this will be the finale of the show. We'll do a movie, and then it's over. And so yeah. for four seasons, they wrote every season as if they would do a movie. And that would wrap up the show. And then what happened was then they got renewed for seasons nine and ten. And then they felt like, oh, we can keep going. 
it gets canceled at the end of season 10 and then they were like well fuck and so then they had to do a movie that was basically like here's season 11 in a 90 minute movie yeah Mm. Yeah. but 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 i but to but to your point seek i think that's an interesting experiment well here's a show you can go and watch right where for four years they could, kept, could jump off at any point. It, it, right. The, the yeah. show could end because they literally, because season five, they got canceled at showtime. Yeah. But then sci-fi picked them up for seasons right. six through ten, but they weren't sure when sci-fi was going to cancel them. Right. And, and, it's, it's, and so watching the show, knowing that, it's really weird to watch every finale going, <laughs> this could have been the last one. It could have been. And this could have been the last one. Yeah. And this could have been the last but, one. But, but at the same time, that, that can actually suffer the story a little bit. Can it? Like, well, it, it can. Oh, it can. It, I'm, I'm not yeah. saying do it for every season. I'm just saying yeah. like they got their third season at a time where the company was on the verge of being a buyout. I mean, they there was a lot of heads up that they that the people of Superman and Lois could have been like, you know what? Let's write two endings and let's shoot them both. You know, mm, and then like, yeah. and then and figure it out. You know, um, that that's there. I but I know like when you're doing a show, you're like, hey, we want a cliffhanger because we want fan outcry. We want people to bring us back for another season. We want you know. So you're thinking about the future. You're thinking about you know continuing your work and stuff. So I get the rationale. I just feel like sometimes when, especially with Warner Brothers, like it's it's obvious that that place can be a real shit show. So. What? What? Plan for that a little bit. Plan for that a little bit. Is all I'm saying. It's perfect. (laughs) It's a perfect studio. (laughs) I mean, not that other companies aren't. I want to have my ashes spread there. (laughs) I lived right next to Warner, but every day I could look out the window and see that tower, and I I always wanted to work there. Hey, they 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 have a great tour. Okay, they sure do. Yeah, I sure do. I did. I went there for the Batman 75th. I did the tour. It was great. Tour is great. Did, you, did I, you see the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister Dot? Because <laughs> <laughs> they run around the Warner movie lot. That they do. Yeah. yeah. They lock him in the tower. Yeah. When, when I took the tour, when I took the tour, the tower was locked. They didn't want to release him. I, I do believe my tour guide did mention something about that. You did. You said that he made an animaniac yeah. joke. Dude, my tour guide was awesome. He was making jokes, and I was like, I was sitting up front. And I started joking with him. He was a he was a fun guy. He was a fun guy. He definitely was a fun guy. Uh, but yeah, he did. I th- yeah, he did make an animaniacs jokes, and I was like, yeah, good, nice. good on you. And the dude. problem is that now I got the entire theme song freaking playing through my head. <laughs> of course, <laughs> we have paid or paid on tracks. Yeah, <laughs> you did uh, this, Scott. <laughs> they lock us in the tower whenever we get caught. But we've been moose and then been moose, and now we know the plot. <laughs> God damn. <But> yeah, <laughs> I know. I guess we. I just want. The waiting to be over, just so we can know, like, is it over? Is the, are they coming back or not? Um, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I want the show to keep going on. I think it's it's one of my favorite of the of those shows consistently, and I, and I, I'm pulled in. I'm a big Superman fan, and I think what they're doing with the show is is really neat. I also liked Krypton a lot. I thought that was oh my god, Krypton, a good one. Yeah. That, that was, was a crime. That's what. That's what I, I forever gave up on sci-fi. I'm like, they don't <laughs> yeah. like. Us, they don't, <laughs> like, they don't like. People. I don't know because because uh, Battlestar Galactica was amazing and they let oh, that Battle ride Star. out. Yeah, I mean yeah. my Friday nights, man, in, in like the mid two thousands, my Friday nights being SG one, Stargate Atlantis, and Battlestar Galactica. 
Oh, Friday nights that, was. That's what didn't make sense when it came to Krypton being canceled because I was like, that is right up your guys' fucking asses. It like, sure like, what, is. Like, that what, how would you? Thrones. Yeah. It's just, you have a Superman story, prequel, a pre Superman right. story on Krypton, and a, it's a so sci fi. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, how did that, how did that not. I mean, it just didn't make sense to me when that. Oh, got and it was. I mean, and you had Lobo and Doomsday and yeah. the best freaking on-screen General brainiac I have yeah. ever. Like Zod, you had everybody. Adam, right? Adam Zod Strange. family. Yeah, Adam, exactly. Adam Strange. I know. So cool to do Adam Strange. I mean, like, yeah. I just, I don't know. It's so weird that's, to me that that didn't last. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I like sci-fi. I will never watch anything on your channel again. <laughs> Does, it's, okay, here's a question: Does that channel still exist anymore? It does, but it, I, I, I don't know. Maybe David Zaza will buy it and sell it for parts. Or something? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't even know what, what, what is their show on there? Is it the like, do they, I don't think they do original, do they even do original programming anymore? I mean, I think they do Resident Alien, that one, right? Yes, Resident yeah, Alien? I think so. yeah, okay, yes. they do Resident Alien. Oh, that's, that's okay. Like that's, the, that's like their only like new yeah. show. Other than that, they just play reruns of Outer Limits, Twilight Zone, <laughs> X Files. Also great you know shows. Mean? Yeah, maybe CW, fantastic, and but... maybe CW and CW will just have to merge into one channel at some point. <laughs> there you go. Dude, I know. It, it is kind of weird, like, in this day and age of streaming, and they try to get away from the, the, the cable bundle and the cable, oh, uh, like, like, the cable system, I guess you could say. But it's like, how are these channels 24-7 still able to just... I mean, how many... I mean, it's like, okay, you're just going to show just reruns all the time. That's right. basically what they do to fill... But then they'll like, oh, here's a new show. Here's this. They have a couple of new shows. I mean, like Sci-Fi Channel. Do they still have that that face makeup show? Like Face Off? It was called Face Off, where they had like the face makeup show or whatever the hell. I don't, I don't know. because Yeah. Basically Remember when they changed it to Sci-Fi and they put two Ys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As no, opposed I to the eyes? <laughs> I, just, I just remember my Friday nights, in, you know, being like, oh, no. I'm at, I get off at work and it'd be like, oh no, I'm at home and I'm watching three hours of like, you had my ass in front of that TV for three hours. <laughs> but it's, because no, it's just not like that, that anymore. Someone clipped that. Yeah, you had my ass. There's been a lot of ass. My ass has been a lot ass talk. There's been a topic tonight. I had. I don't uh, know if you missed that, Andy, but my ass has been a topic of discussion tonight. Yeah. I'm just yes, saying. it has. It has. I'm, well, I'm I'm expecting twerking any moment now. <laughs> hey, that's good. Why? Why? What's this? What's it? This happened to conversation I was having with Meg the other day. Like, what that? Oh, it, it was that. It was that post that says like I can't twerk Snapchat or TikTok, but man, I can read and write cursive, drive a stick shift, and tell clock tell time on a clock with hands. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, old school. No, but I mean, like, yeah, I know. It is weird. Like, you know, I remember when I had YouTube TV and I, I would watch, ah, what was that channel called? I had that, ah, fuck. It, it played reruns of Quantum Leap and X-Files and shit like that. I forgot what it was called. But oh, it, like, oh, but it's just, fuck. But it's just kind of funny because channels, just all they do is just show reruns of the same shit over and over and over and over again. And it's like you get through a season – in less than a month and they just repeat it. And then it's like, all right. I mean, I guess that's just 
what they do, I don't know. It's so weird. Well, if if you need new content, you can always go to the new CW that, where they have F Boy Island, and they have um, <laughs> when, when they when they, when I got that press release for their, their new TV season, I'm like, what has happened? Yeah, there used to, there used to be like young, rich teenage dramas, Smallville, Supernatural. This is not my CW. See, way, I remember I actually like my CW was the WB. Like I remember back in the day. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. But then like you know, WB. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan J Frog. Yeah. Hello, my baby. Watch your frog. Hello, my ragtime guy. Yeah. I I missed the good like first five seasons of Supernatural, obviously, but um, but there were some real gems in the later the last ten seasons. But I liked Winchester's. I actually turned out I stuck with it and I was glad I did. I thought it. I thought it had a good finale. I, I heard when Justice did the exact same thing as Zuma Lowe was did in last in season two of like we're actually not up the same. And I'm like, oh my the hell, but it, 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 but it it makes it's so funny because when I was watching the show, I'm very steeped in the supernatural lore. So from episode one, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like this can't be on Earth, like on the Earth of the original show. So I knew like episode one, I was like that they have to reveal that because none of this lines up with the lore. And I don't think they would do that intentionally, especially since season 13 introduced multiverse on yeah. Supernatural. Spoiler alert. I didn't know yeah. that. That's cool. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I won't say more past that. But yeah. I, yeah I, mean, I got all the uh, uh, the ink. Like I love, I love that show so much. Speaking of natural, Misha Collins is so good as Harvey Dent. What a great casting choice! Uh, I just will not, I will not watch that show. Though. It's not that bad though. I mean, <laughs> the trailer, the trailers are. It's the trailers that are just messed Andy, up. Andy, you got to put an asterisk next to it, man. It may not be that bad, but it's not that great either. <laughs> okay, I'll say this. I'm getting really tired of Batman shows without Batman. Right. Okay. 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 I understand that. I completely understand that. Phil and I had this conversation. We did. No one has done it well. That's why. No one has done it well. Right. But I think when when the bar is like that, I think, and this might be an even hotter take. I think Gotham Knights might be the one that might get it. Okay. The closest. The closest. Yeah. More more than Titans. Uh. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey. I love. I love. Season three. Season three. Scarecrow, no mask. Yeah. I'm sorry, you, you you screwed the pooch for me. That's oh, just, Lord, however, I, I will go back to the fact that I said I was catching up. I'm in season. I'm in episode seven of season four. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm going to continue what I said last week. Season four suddenly remembered why I like season one. I'm just yeah. season. It, it, four, I have to watch it. I, I gave up on it after. I, I, I get why. I told, uh, I gave up. And you got to remember, I waited until all the episodes. Eight, like I didn't watch it. With, like I waited till the whole season was released, and now I'm binging my way through season four of Titans. You're, well, what, some good season, episodes are coming up. Some really good episodes are coming up. Season four is this weird thing where here's how I'm going to sell it. It remembered the horror show that season one was trying to be, mm-hmm. but yet the weird, twi- you know, like they kind of rebooted themselves in season two and tried to become more of a superhero show. Ish. And I feel like season four finally found the balance of let's be a superhero show, but still have that horror vibe that season one had. Yeah, it, season one started off so like, yeah, you're right when it comes to that. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, the season finale, we got Batman versus Robin. Everybody's like, 
What? And then, and then, and, and like then Jeff Johns, you clearly just wanted to make a Bat Family show. Why? Exactly. Oh, like, yeah. why are you including the Titans in this? But then, you, when you watch the season two premiere, you go, "Wait, this was actually supposed to be the season finale, wasn't it?" Yeah. Like, because they wrap up There's a whole, there's a whole alternative version version of the Titans season one finale that where like Dick becomes Nightwing immediately. Starfire even gets a costume. The Doom oh, yeah, Patrol right. shows up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, I there were there were people joking around back in the day. I remember like, those you know, pet images or whatever. I I want to see that episode. Release, release the Titans cut. Well, well, but you know, but here's the thing. It's kind of like is that illegal to say? Like, am I like is that? No, it's not because I want to see it. It's like if you get the Birds of Prey box set of the uh-huh. complete series, mm-hmm. they include the unaired pilot. Pilot, yeah, yeah. On that, which is cool because. It's a little different than the pilot that actually made it to air. And there's some parts of it I kind of like more. Like it, so it would be cool, like to have, like when you have the unaired pilot of Birds of Prey on the box set, it's like, give me this unaired season one finale of Titans. I'd kind of yeah. like to see it. Yeah, I want to see it too. Um, I wouldn't mind just, seeing it. Just for, just for, I'll pass. Just, Shits and giggles. Curiosity. Shits and giggles. I want shits and giggles. Yeah, me too. Here's uh, here's, a shits and giggles. I'm about to read you the schedule, and I want to see how many of you actually recognize any of these names from the CW. So, Monday nights will be All American Season 6, one of the two shows that have been renewed so far from the old CW. I don't know. And then then it's one of Greg Blandy's full shows. Um, All American? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, good. You know what? I did walk on the set of All American. Uh, when you take the tour, yeah, I walked on the fucking set of that. Jesus Season Christ. five just dropped on Netflix. Yeah, there you go. At nine p.m., Sixty One Street. What? Sixty One Street. Sixty One yeah. Street. I've never heard of that. Is that like Shoot. a sequel to Twenty One? Really I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, they, but they added. 30? Um, they added 40 yeah, to it. Yeah. 40. It's 40 years later. Sorry. <laughs> math, Tuesday, Dave. Math. Blame the vodka. <laughs> and then hard. Tuesday, they're about to do something very controversial. They're going into 30-minute 30 30 block programming. At 8 o'clock to 8.30, we have Son of a Critch. What the hell? What? Summer what? Son, Son of a Critch. Oh. So I thought you said summer crutch. I was like, what the no, fuck? No, 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 no. I don't no. know what son of crutch is. Um, at 8 30 to 9 p.m., we have Run the Burbs. Run the Burbs. Okay. Is that a sequel series to the Burbs with Tom Hanks? <laughs> I don't know. It says new series. Okay. Uh, 9 o'clock, 9 30. Children ruin everything. Well, I could agree with that. Isn't that on YouTube? <laughs> um, no. Isn't. <laughs> I'm, I was about to say really dark. Like Sorry. that fucking child that ruined Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> 9.30 to 10, 10 o'clock. They're going to 10 p.m. in programming now as well. Every, everyone else burns. What? <laughs> I wish I was making this up. Everyone else burns? That's what it's called. Yes. Wow. Wednesday, Wednesday at 8, p- 8 p.m., Sullivan's Crossing. Mm, At sure. nine o'clock, the Spencer sisters. Sullivan. Oh, the Spencer sisters. Okay. Ooh. At first, Zane, the Hardy Boys. At, at first, we have eight, we have back to back F Boy Island. Oh, 
Finally, oh. something good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I heard about that show because yeah, isn't like what? There's a comedian that I kind of like uh, was hosting that. Uh, I forgot her name. Shit. <laughs> yeah, these are real um, shows, Jason. <laughs> yeah, were... At Fridays we have, and then and some of these you will probably recognize. At eight to nine, Penn and Teller fool us. Oh, and Penn and Teller, yeah, and then there are back to back. Whose line is it anyway? It's the final season. Um, oh, wow. uh, really, so, I thought the final season was like ten years 10 ago. Years ago. <laughs> I know, right? I think they thought so too. On yeah. Saturdays, they have from they, they're doing Saturday pro- programming too. Back to back from eight o'clock to nine o'clock, uh, Masters of Illusion. Okay. And then nine to ten, Rolls, Bunnies, Animals, and on Sundays from eight to ten p.m., I am Films. I am films. Wow. Hmm. I am Sam with films. No, but well, like who's line, whose line does not need to end. You could just have different fucking comedians on there. Comedians, right? Yeah. It, it, you don't, you you didn't need to. Basically, the show has just been the same comedians with a different host because you know Aisha Tyler took over after yeah. Jim Carrey stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. You know, I, what What hurt me was when because didn't Wayne Brady stop being on the show? Yeah, yeah. I think he did because he was like he has his own show, I think, or whatever the hell. I don't know that because that was a loss losing Wayne Brady. Yeah, that was, that was a loss with, oh, with, those, with those chops, those uh, those pipes that he had for singing. Oh, the yeah. the, the, the and my favorite section of the show was when he'd be like making up songs. Yeah. Like, oh, he was great. I, I forgot to mention that the mid season we're gonna have season four of Walker, and then we're gonna have, and they say the series premiere of the highly anticipated unscripted spinoff, F Girl Island. No, oh, uh, so they have F Boy and F Girl. Oh, yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. CW Dare to Defy. <laughs> nope. If, if, if literally, if Superman and Lois does not get renewed for a season four, oh no, the CW app will be deleted off of my Apple TV because there yes. will be nothing left for me to watch. Fair enough. Man, it is such a weird time we're living in. <laughs> I, I'm still, you know, the thing that I'm so scared of is that because, you know, again, I know some people won't watch Gotham Nights. But the thing is, there's a chance that show get, might get renewed over Superman Lois. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. If you want to watch the world burn, that... Tune in Friday nights on CW for everything burns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I, I applaud you. That was, that was, that was yeah, good. That's a good spin. That's a good spin off. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, just a guy with an STD. Anyways. I'm so scared what's going to happen to the internet because I'm like, because you know, I, I'm going to feel bad. I've been with you work. too long, Dave. I've been with yes. you too long. Yeah. Yeah. I had to add to the joke. I had to add to the joke. Well, some shows hit their stride in a second season, you know, so like I'm all for like something like Gotham Knights finding itself, um, you know, and, and then checking it out at, at the time when it, it kind of hits that stride. Um, but just for me, like, I mean, it's, it's tough to, like, I, I, I share my time now, you know, obviously with, with others. So it's like, I don't make a list yeah. anymore of things I need to watch. I pretty much just catch things in the moment. If I have the time now, I had a question about that. Seek. Um, mm-hmm. like when we were talking about blue and, you know, the personalities thing, do they have different handwriting than you? Yep. Wow. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I go back to, uh, the movie identity 
Uh, I really love that oh. movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a good movie. Not exactly our yeah. situation, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope not. <laughs> or anyone's situation. I no. very much hope not. But <laughs> but they do emphasize that like he has a book, and with all the personalities, they all have different handwriting. Writing on journal pages different, yes. differently. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Our, so, so when our, you see stuff on your boards, it's different handwriting. Yeah, because uh, so we because we do it in therapy too. So like um, we like we'll we'll be told to write stuff down and things like that. And so the way like certain letters like S's and B's are made. Like for example, like Green writes in all lowercase, um, and his he starts at different points when he's making letters than we do. So it causes his handwriting to be different than our handwriting. Um, and uh, Blue is similar to ours, but he tends to. Um, uh, like I just write to write. Like if it's a, if it starts a sentence, it's a capital letter and then lowercase letters. But they seem to have like a pattern of uppercase and lowercase, uh, kind of. But it's also how they write it. So it's not even like if I did a capital B, Green's capital B is different because he he does the loops first and then the line. Um, so he almost writes it backwards, whereas I do the line first and then put the you know the loops on the B. So yeah, we all have like our own way of doing things uh when it comes to that right. stuff so that's why sometimes like i can just tell by looking at the handwriting oh okay green wrote that or you know blue because i've been now looking at it for a year now um but uh but i we also have this issue with blue where he likes to he de- like uh when he worked at harley for us he doesn't want people to know like he didn't want people to call us crazy so he he watched my youtube videos and mimicked what he saw on there for mannerisms so he will like try to blend in as me i guess um in those situations but then once his boss you know figured it out and he had you know brought notes into work and stuff like he opened up and became himself and now you can see by his if anyone follows his instagram account uh he's definitely like a product of the tiktok generation (laughs) So Mm. so he'll say shit like big ups (laughs) and i'm like what the fuck is big ups (laughs) and uh and he he has a different uh, he talks similar to me he structures things like i do like i if you ever notice how i write i'll do like two sentences and then skip a space and then two or three sentences so he sometimes mimics that but his dialect is different than mine um so yeah there's a lot of stuff like that i mean our taste in food's different uh green has gotten mad because of how much fast food we've eaten recently um so that was brought up in therapy. So there's like a lot of stuff like that that we constantly <laughs> discuss. That's why like my, you talking earlier about your friend who did the minute by minute breakdown of BVS. Yeah. Um, someone had suggested I do that for Moon Knight. And, mm. uh, and I was like, you know, it's not a bad idea, but me and another friend, we're trying to do a Moon Knight podcast. We've been trying for no kidding. We came up with the idea a year ago and we still haven't done anything. And really what it comes down to is it's hard for me to schedule things. Like Andy will tell you, like I I'm so gung ho to work with people like Andy and my friend Nate and do things, but I have to now do things spontaneously because there have been times where I go to bed on Monday night and I wake up on Wednesday, you know, and I'm like, well, whatever I had planned for Tuesday is fucking gone, you know? So there's things like that are still happening on a consistent basis. So to yeah. try to go, Hey, on Tuesdays now, I I'm definitely free to do a show together. It's, I can't say stuff like that anymore. 
um, because we all want different things now. Like Blue at first was comfortable just being, he kept calling himself a coping mechanism. He's like, I'm not a real human. I'm a coping mechanism. That's how he kept referring to himself and therapy. And I think through therapy and through having a job and making friends, he was like, no, I kind of like being out, you know, and I, I do want to do things. And he wanted to buy us a new car. I'm like, dude, we can't afford a, a monthly payment on a new car, like on our salary. So like, it's like, I have to now argue about decisions made for my own life, you know, um, at times. Um, he's like, oh, we'll figure it out. I'm like, no, we won't. <laughs> because, because we also need sleep. And we, you know, yeah. we went, we went last Christmas, we went 12 days without sleep. Um, because everybody wanted to do what they wanted to do and it's it's making um we're like burning out you know uh so when when you go to therapy do they ever have you ever been like hypnotized or anything like they that? they try that they try that once um but the thing is i have no memories before 2010 and blue has no memories before 2021 christmas so the only one you could really do that to is green and he won't consent to anything like that. He's our, he's our vault, him and fade. We believe there's a lot of memories trapped in those guys and Mm. they are really good gatekeepers. Let me tell you, because you can't even get four words out of green in a, you know, to to have a conversation with him. Um, He's very, he can say what I said just now, all that explanation for two minutes he can say that in four words. And if you don't get it, he's like, oh, fuck you, you missed your chance. You don't, you know, you, uh, if you don't understand me in four words and I don't care, <laughs> I don't care if you get it or not. So do you ever, do you ever, I mean, when you go to a fair, I, I hope it is not too personal to add, but when you go to a fair, but like, do, do they record them so you can hear like, so it depends. So we, we do two sessions. We do a, a in-person session a month and we do a zoom call and the zoom call is recorded. Um, so, uh, so yeah, but in person, it's mainly notes, like note taking mm. and uh, conversations. And then, um, a, an attempt at switching, we're still trying to figure out how to trigger switches. A lot of times it's stress or overwhelmness or just me just being tired uh, or, you know, whatever, like it's, there's no, like, we still can't figure out the switch, but when green is out or blue is out, they can switch, uh, back and forth. Um, not like at the drop of a hat, but it's just much easier for them. They're on one side of the wall together and I'm on the other side by myself. So that's why we don't share knowledge, the two of, you know, the, the group of us. So. Interesting. No, it's just, yeah, it's very interesting. And yeah, I, mean, so, I know it. Yeah. Take and the next time I post something about from my wall, you'll see, like, you'll be like, oh yeah, those handwriting styles are, there's a slight similarity, but there's also a different pattern to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like when you brought that up about writing, I just immediately thought about identity and like when they were talking about that guy and like the journal that he had and the different handwriting and they emphasize that. I was just like, oh, is that like that with you? And that's just interesting how the brain does that. Just very, it's just, just very interesting how it does that. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It makes you wonder how, how capable we really are as people, Yeah, Uh, you know? uh, And that's one thing I've learned myself is like, I used to be, I mean, I was, I, I struggled with depression for years and I, and I had this like pain and hatred, self-hatred that I never knew where it came from. And uh, 
and I, you know, try to check out, you know, self delete. And, uh, I gotta say, since hearing this, like, uh, I, I, I have way fewer of those thoughts because now I think about, well, man, blue wants to like make friends. How wholesome is that? <laughs> like when I heard that, I was like, well, what does he want? Like, you know, we had to write down for therapy. Like what would, what, what do we want to do? Like with, if you didn't put money or time, if nothing was an issue, like what, what's something you'd want to do? And his honest answer was, I want to make friends. I'm like, how the, like, so how awful am I being to ourselves by isolating and being a hermit and staying inside for all these years and, and only interacting with the outside world in small bursts, like so much so that a part of me is like, that's all I want to do is interact with the outside world. Like it's, uh, it's made me self-analyze and like, and want to do better, you know, like, uh, it's, it's, it's helped me a lot. It's like, it's like we say with grief earlier, there's same with this, you can go, there's two paths, you know, (laughs) and, uh, as much as I want to be like Superman and find the third path, I'm just not that good. (laughs) So I try to, I try to do the thing that I think will be benefit all of us now. And, uh, and they also are in that camp, you know, green doesn't make decisions that harm us and blue doesn't make decisions that harm us. So to know that we're all striving to be better is there's something really comforting about that. It makes me less afraid when I wake up and I see my entire apartment rearranged <laughs> and, uh, and two days have passed. It, it makes me feel better about that. Cause I'm like, well, I, I'm trust, I'm learning to trust those guys that they're not out to hurt us, you know? And when you're mainly you for most of the time, right? Yeah. So like I work, so we try really hard to like, make sure I'm able to go to work. Um, But green does like side projects. Like he does shelving and like crown molding and things like that. So he might pick up like some side work online to do like make a shelf for somebody or do something, or he'll talk to some neighbors. Like I think he did something for like some kid's bedroom for this mom that lives a couple buildings over. So like, it's like things like that, like, you know, uh, and blue is, um, you know, blue is like, when I come home from work, I'm usually exhausted and I might be able to get in like a, a Instagram post or something. And then I, I zonk out. And then, you know, when I'm asleep, one of them might see an opportunity and take over. And then blue will sometimes post on his Instagram. Although I notice he hasn't really like, you know, he's kind of like losing interest in social media and green doesn't even go on social media. So, um, so I gave blue one of my old Instagram accounts, my secondary, and he, he, he named himself blue de rapper. <laughs> Cause he, <laughs> he thinks it's funny to him. Like he talks mad shit too. He used to do sales at Harley Davidson where we used to work and I quit Harley Davidson, but he kept going and he ended up getting promoted. The promotion I wanted, he ended up getting it. Um, in two months, I, for a year and a half, I didn't get that promotion. And he got it in two months. Um, and he really applies himself and he, he, wa- he wanted to make more money. He wanted to increase our credit score. Like there was all these things he wanted to do that were just things I just never made time to do because I was too busy beating myself up for no reason. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's nice to see the stuff they're capable of because it makes me want to contribute also, you know, like I'm like, dude, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Like now you know what the problem is. So now you can work towards dealing with it. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, where that loathing, self-loathing comes from, that self-hatred comes from. So now confront it now, like, like they're doing, you know, um, it's, it's gotten me to, you know, try to do things a different way. So 
Like okay. I woke up one day and we had Ace. I didn't rescue Ace. <laughs> uh, Blue rescued Ace. I was still grieving. So you woke up with a dog. You didn't even know what the fuck. Yes. Like now oh, I no. knew who I knew who Ace was because I was try- I wanted to get a second dog when Echo was sick because I didn't want Echo to have no one. You know, um, I wanted him to have a buddy to be with him in his last couple months and or weeks or whatever time I had left with them. So I was already looking at his name was Rascal when we went at the time, but I was already looking at Rascal online. I'm like, yeah, he's a big dog. He, you know, he's been through a tough life and I think he'll sense that echoes in pain and suffering and he'll be nice to him. So I already had it in my mind to want to go there, but I just, after echo passed, he passed so suddenly that I was like, I'm not ready. And then within like two weeks of echo passing blue was like, I'm going to get us a dog because <laughs> he was like, I think we just need one for routine purposes because mm. I was, I was walking around my neighborhood with no dog. Like after echo pass, I, I was so used to the routine that I was just walking around, you know, without him. And, uh, and it was, it was hard cause he's my service dog. Like he was, you know, he, he, he took care of me. So it was like tough to like not have him there anymore. Um, so ACE was like blues way of, trying to not replace echo obviously but just be like hey we need to keep that routine going you need to have a if you're gonna go walking take an animal with you you know and uh yeah it's, it's interesting you know, that he knew exactly which dog to get like well it's because it was in my feed like i you know i post comments i sent okay. videos i sent videos um because sometimes my secondary account i'll send funny videos to myself to remind myself to send them to friends later you know uh and so so i sent a video of ace to my secondary account and he saw it and saw my comment and was probably okay. Like, oh okay and then i thought it was like you know if you guys have like yeah there's a wall but he doesn't know what decisions i'm making unless there's a record of it you know so yeah man interesting yeah, so glad i could bring the room down tonight no 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 no, 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 no. it's very fascinating i mean every you know i mean i i mean i mean well now i have a big i have a bigger you know yeah, you know, like, I, I, I was I was more frustrated. I was Learning. frustrated with Moon Knight, but now I'm seeing it more. I'm seeing it more. Um, it's that show's really weird because, like, I couldn't believe the similarities and that that show ended up having. I couldn't believe it. I, I was like, "Were those triggers by any chance? Maybe like a, a little, like a little bit in the sense, like when I was watching it and I watched Stephen work a job where he had no chance of getting a promotion." And he didn't really have any friends and he went and talked to like a statue guy, (laughs) you know, like I was like, wow, like this could, this is borderline. Like I am a little bit more social than Steven um, and a little less awkward, luckily, but I still felt a a connection there. And then when that, to introduce you as a viewer to the show, to Steven and reveal to non-comic book fans that he's the altar, um, I thought was really genius of that show. Um, because Steven's a very good everyman and, and I connected with him. And when he had that line where he said, you know, he looks at his childhood poster and he's like, which I have, I have the poster of, uh, it's, I think it's behind my, no, wait, it's over here. Um, the tomb buster, uh, poster is on this wall over here. And, uh, that's the thing in the, the, you know, the Indiana Jones type show he watched as a kid with Stephen Grant. And, and he's like, you made me up. And when he said that, like, I, it was, that was a big trigger. I started crying immediately because I was like, I, that's how I felt when we were in therapy and we were piecing together that, that I'm not my original name with no memories, that I'm actually a product uh, that our brain p- pieced together 
to 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 bounce back post brain aneurysm rupture mm. and it's it was wild to to think about my life and go man these 13 years I the whole time i mean i literally had my mom say at one point early on post aneurysm that you're you know you're not my son and i did that meant so much more when i got diagnosed like it it, it she knew from our voice and our speech pattern that we weren't you know the the kid she raised so it was like so then i go through real life stuff like that where there's struggles with my family and i i try i mean like mostly i don't post about that stuff but when i was breaking down last year a lot of that stuff was coming out on my instagram and blue made the smart decision where he's like you know let's go back and delete some of this stuff you shared it you got it out of your system but let's work towards improvement now you know let's start don't let this beat you like you have us we all want better things for us and and it's 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 weird so we've cut out dating like we haven't even tried to date anyone like where there's so much stuff we got to figure out <laughs> before we start going down paths like that probably a good idea yeah yeah um yeah someone at work because they know you know we had to tell people at work and stuff and someone at work was like you know you, you could probably find a really nice girl or somebody that has the same condition i go Look, man. So, eighteen people can live in a house together. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, I don't know if you want to have uh, somebody also yeah. with multiple. I don't know if that that sort of food what they were saying. Yeah, you know? that would be yeah. like a it's like maybe I could be their friend. They could give me some advice. Absolutely, but uh, a yeah. dating would, yeah, you never know. So, but yeah, so there's a lot of things, you know. But like I said, we so we walk different. We have a different, um, you so, walk different. Okay. Yeah. So like wow. my back hurts, like I have a back pain, uh, injury and a shoulder injury, but my pain threshold is my pain threshold. It's, it's what I experience. So it hurts. Green doesn't feel the pain in our shoulder, which is why he uses our F and arm all the time when he's doing stuff. And when it comes back to me, my arm hurts more than ever. Cause I'm like, God dang it. The, my arm is killing me. Like, what are you guys doing with my arm? Uh, so we're we're experiencing that stuff as well. Um, I mean, so, like yeah. when I hear stuff like that, I mean, like, I mean, I have a little bit of shoulder pain because I hurt myself. But it, but at the same time, it's like, OK, so if you're some if you have a different personality that's taken over, they don't feel that. I mean, even though it's, now, like, it's not always the case, but it's just um, like his it's it's one of those like how they say a lot of pain is psychological too sometimes. Yeah. So like, I guess in his mind, he didn't injure his shoulder. So he'll feel it. It's naturally, you know, rough to move on its own, but the pain that comes after using it, he doesn't feel it as, as I guess, as deeply as I do is that, that was something we talked about in therapy. So it's like, he might feel like a tinge, but I feel like a, uh, you know, kind of thing. Um, so there's a little bit of that going on. Uh, that we discovered as well. Interesting. So, Does, yeah. Do they talk to like people like us, like when you're not aware, like, as like, far as like I, I know, as far as I know, like, I mean, I know blue has responded to some people on Instagram, which is why I ended up giving him his own Instagram. Um, Cause I think out of like kindness, you know, he's like, Oh, someone commented and seek my not front today. So I'll just write awesome. Or I'll double tap and give a heart to a mm. DM so sometimes he does things like that to just kind of like, you know, but, but now he's, I kind of like, dude, go to your own Instagram, post whatever you want on there. If you want. Um, he was posting on my LinkedIn a couple times and I was like, don't use our LinkedIn. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's for, you know, for me right now, for my work. Um, so 
yeah, there's like boundaries we have to set and rules we have to set. And, uh, and everyone's pretty much, like I said, no one's seemingly being a dick about anything. So that's well, nice. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. don't want to, yeah. You don't want like a Tyler Durden to show up or something. Yeah. But blue's not like your guy's <laughs> friends. Right. And green's not your guy's friends. Like, yeah. So, so like, so, it's not like I have like actually one time, like, you know, we were supposed to have a call and then suddenly they, call, they text me and say, we have to cancel or something. Yeah. yeah I've had, I've had, I think Dave once, if I'm not mistaken, cause I, I go through and read the, the text messages when I see them in, in DMS. Um, so like, I think Dave once said like, Hey, you want to come on the vodka stream? And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Blue said Seek's not here or something like that. I, was that? I think you might have sent me something like that, and I just kind of like left it be because I didn't know how to respond or something like that. Sure. Maybe, yeah. So that, so that has happened, I think. Uh, like where a friend yeah. was like, "Hey, we were supposed to go to movie day," and, and Blue's like, "Well, you're not my friend. I don't want to go to the movies with you." <laughs> so he's like, "So yeah, no, no Seek here." So that that happens sometimes, yeah. Yeah, which I'm totally going to be okay, even though, like, you know, part of me wants to be like, hey, let me talk to somebody, one of these others, and see what's like. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I don't, you know, want to, I don't don't want you to wake up on Saturday being like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you'll know, because my coworkers have met, like, uh, like some, you know, sometimes you you have a rough day at work and the stress gets to you and you, you try to calm down. I try to breathe and, but green has come out at my new job. Uh, and mm. my supervisor was like, it's one of those things where th- my supervisor is like, you know, I, what it's, you know, people are very kind, which I, I appreciate. Like I, the first couple people I told about this didn't really react well. And that's why for a while we kept it in and we didn't tell people because we were like, is everyone going to react like this? This, this feels very, this doesn't make me feel good. And, uh, and luckily people have been kind and, and been like, no, it, I get it. Like, I, I understand. I've never met anyone that has this, but my supervisor was like, yeah, seeing it is a different story. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, she's like, I met green. So for example, we had to get a, a, our driver's license here in Florida. Finally, um, we had to get one. I didn't go get it. Uh, yeah. So the picture is, uh, I don't know if it was blue or green in the picture, but they're kind of mean mugging. They're like, <laughs> like so it feels like a blue thing because he does everything like that like he rap rap culture is very like fun to him like he's like he gets into like he'll put like number one sales you know when he was on harley he's like number one sales in the district he's like fuck all you other stores <laughs> and then he'll play like a dmx song over it and he gets a kick out of that he got a kick out of just trashing people like that because uh, he's just competitive you know and i'm like god dang like so anyway on the driver's license, it says we're five eleven, and I'm like, who the hell got measured to where we're five eleven? Because I'm like, I'm five nine, but I also know because of my back pain, I hunch a lot. Like I, my hunch naturally, I'm like I'm forward and down like uh, bulldog style when I walk. So Green can sh- he straightens up to our full because my brother's six one. We're we're kind of a tallish family, so I was like, son of a bitch, I'm five eleven. Or I can be 5'11"? Like, what am I been doing all these years? <laughs> Walking around as a 5'9 nerd. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just things like that kind of blow my mind. But when I saw that on the license, I was like, holy shit. I was like, uh, okay. And he wants to take boxing lessons. Like, like he used to be a gym rat. Like, because uh, he graduated high school. Our class ring says says his name on it. Um, says so what? 
Green's name. Really? It says Green on it? No, Vincent. Oh, Vincent. Vincent. So that's yeah. what his name actually is. Yeah. What's yeah, Blue's yeah. name? Uh, ben. He came up. Ben. He came up with that on his own. Okay. Um, I think it's a Spider-Man reference, though. Um, Could be. But anyway, so he, uh, so Green has. He's our first. He's like this. Our system's first alter from seven years old. So that's why I'm saying he has memories that the therapist would love access to, but he's pretty standoffish about letting even a thread out so you could pull on it. You know, yeah. he's, he's very guarded. Um, whatever it ha- whatever happened, like, it's like they say in Moon Knight, like the whole purpose of us is to not know those things yeah. you know, to, so we can continue as a functional adult. And so it's, it, we constantly ask ourselves, do we want to, cause we've been mapping our system for a better part of a year now. And it's like, do we, we keep dipping our toe into the trauma part, but if green doesn't play ball, we can't really do it, you know, and start learning about stuff. But then it, we do get asked, do you want to learn? And I'm like, I always struggle with it. I'm like, do I really want to know the full lengths of what happened to us? Like, would it give me any solace knowing like something, something bad that happened to us? Would that make me feel any better? You know? And I don't know. I go back and forth. Some days I'm like, I want to know. But in some days I'm like, Hmm. I, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know something that would shape, reshape our brain the way it has, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, to find the origin story, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But it's not my origin. Yeah. True. Like, that's the other and thing. That's it's like, so interesting about it. Yeah. yeah. So, so the origin I, started in, was it 2010? 2010? Yeah. Yeah. And so like I look, I, and it's funny because even in the beginning when I got into writing post aneurysm, it, I felt disconnected from it. I'm like, why am I a writer? Like, why, why am, why is this the job and career we're pursuing? I don't understand. Like, do we like this? Do we like writing? And um, that's what I assume when because I, I remember the way I found Seek was uh, in a Hollywood Reporter article because he was uh, doing yeah. um, stuff for doing like comic assessments for Arrow and Shield. Like, you were doing recommendations or something. Yes, they um, they outsourced uh, some articles to me, like to do lore. Uh, research for those shows um and yeah i did it because it was like okay this is the field i'm in i guess i'll do it but in a couple years ago i i I started really feeling detached from it and and i i started looking for these old projects that i wrote pre-aneurysm like neverland and was like let's finish this so that the guy who actually wrote this knows that some of his stories got out there and but the whole time i kept treating it like I was doing it a favor to somebody else. And then I found out I kind of was. So that's what this time in Florida has been for me is kind of a reset. Cause I'm probably going to go back to California at some point. I, I really do. I miss it. It's the only place I've ever known as a home. And I'd, I'd like to go back and, and be there, but I need to work through this first uh, and get a handle on this because that city is way more chaotic <laughs> and, yeah. and, and busy. And I, I need to make sure I'm in a, a good space before I go back there. Um, you know, so if, you know, if I, if I go back, but I, I, yeah, I, am, I am planning on it. One thing I am planning is maybe going to Arizona so that I'm kind of close by, you know, six hours away, probably a better choice. Yeah. And cheaper. You know, and yeah. Cheaper, it's yeah. cheaper. It's quieter. And then, yeah, it's, and my current job has the location there. So I could transfer yeah. 
too. So you can, and then you can make a drive to California, yeah. visit for a little bit, do the thing, you know. Yeah. Get back. Yeah, home. but I mean, like, yeah, I wouldn't suggest coming back. Here. <laughs> I want to get out. I mean, I and I've you know I've thought about Arizona, thought about Nevada, thought about you know it's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know, yeah, but no, it's just it's always very fascinating to talk about that stuff, and I know, I know it can be hard to 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 talk about it i know you said you were like bringing the whole thing down but i'm like no i i to me it's like it's it's fascinating because you know we only see that stuff in movies we only see that stuff in movies when and and it's very it's very obviously it's exaggerated exaggerated big time that's why it's like i mean i have a fight club poster on my on my wall i love that movie and then it's like well when you think about that I, i i'm not i don't think you're thinking uh when you see yeah, I don't think there's ever been a time where you've seen your other personalities, blue, no. green, and, you know, with with fucking a 12 pack abs and, you know, as no. Brad Pitt or something like that. And you start a fucking have... underground fight club. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have. Although DID. one of them wants a box, you know. Yeah, we don't we don't have DID. Um, yeah, we have OSDD 1A. So it's like a subset of it. So it's not as okay. extreme like none of us think we're a 10 year old child or 80 year old person, you know, like we all, we all know we're shades of seek basically, Okay. Yeah. which is why we've all kind of got color designations um, as well. So, um, so yeah, it's just, uh, but I don't have visual memory that's from the aneurysm. So I can't, none of us, as far as I know, can picture ourselves as anything. So we can only see what we are. And I yeah. know that green is very unhappy with how we look. <laughs> so so uh, he's the balance. He's the one who's like, dude, like I, he literally wrote on my board. Hey man, every day isn't cheat day. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, message loud and clear. Holy shit. Uh, so, uh, so he's been making us food lately to like pre-prepared meals to bring to work and like he made this thing the other day was fucking amazing sorry i keep cussing but um, no but he made this thing the other day was like he took peppers and like sliced them and then filled them with like mashed potatoes uh he rolled the peppers in um in like lemon pepper and uh to season them and then uh grilled them with mashed potatoes in the middle and then put um like uh some kind of sausage on top with glazed onions and it was like these little i'm like that's amazing what? i'm like that's not amazing i'm like what the hell and he's like he's like well we need this week we need this kind of protein we need this we need this we need a little bit of starch i'm like what is happening to us like <laughs> like okay i okay i get it i'm like i'm not gonna eat like this every day and then i ate one i go i'm gonna eat like this every day i'm like whatever you want man cook it and i'll eat it um so hmm. I did cheat today. I went and got a Spider Verse burger at Burger King. How was like, that? That looks no, how was that? weird. I'll tell you after I go to the bathroom. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's uh, I mean, it's fine. It tastes like a Whopper. It just has Swiss cheese on it. I mean, that's the only difference. Well, oh, cheese. how spidery! <laughs> oh, there, there's cobwebs in it too. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's radioactive meat. So well, uh, and the oh. Swiss cheese is like the spot. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Good call. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I know, I know the bun's like red. It's like yeah, yeah. it's just food. Yeah. You know, dye in it. It's yeah, like, it's just food. Gives you the color. green poops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that even like biologically possible? Green poops. You never had a green poop. You never had a green poop. 
No, am I supposed to? What about blue? Have you ever had a blue poop? <laughs> and you're, you're eating pretty good then. No, yeah. I have a I have an eating disorder. Like I've gained so much weight because of it. Um, but you're not eating things that are dyed. Dyed and the dye turns and, and the dye turns your poop green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're eating something dyed, yeah, it'll yeah. you'll have something a, dyed like like D Y E yeah, like dye. Yeah. 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 Oh, like paint like food coloring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I eat food that's dyed all, all the time. <laughs> the eye. Uh, I mean, you drink a blue Powerade, your chances of <laughs> your shit turning green are pretty likely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, if you drink a blue one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because green, it can, it, the colors are just based on what your body is processing. So yeah, when your body's, pro- yeah. So what, body's, what is happening right now? <laughs> I know. We, we went. We this whole thing turned into a different fucking yeah. stream, which I love. I love it. I love it. Is there Keep even going. anyone in the comment section? <laughs> no, nobody's commented in like fucking 15 minutes. It's been great. <laughs> um, no, sorry. Don't even, I love you. No, don't even be sorry, dude. Don't no, no, sorry. No, I love you. No, thank you for sharing. No, that's you know, well, like, I posted earlier. I, I actually, I didn't tell anyone I was doing this, but if you notice this month, I put out more podcasts where I'm interviewing people yeah. and I've been on more podcasts than I normally am. And the reason for that is because it is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I made a subconscious decision to good to reach out more for our again trying to our benefit, but also to um, if opportunities come up to talk about things, to talk about them. Because I'll be honest, I get questions all the time, even at work. Like as soon as we're through the the rush at work, a, a coworker will come over to me and be like, "So t- so tell me how this works," you know. And yeah. so I'm kind of used to it, um, and I think it does help me normalize it for me to talk about it yeah. um, because in the beginning I was very I was like no they're gonna lock me up I'm, I'm insane you know like there, there's no way I'm gonna function as a regular person anymore I was really scared and I was really grateful to meet our doctor and and her go no you aren't you know crazy you know we don't really use that word but she's like you're you're this happened to you and you're dealing with it and we can help. And, and then she told me, and this proves not that you're broken, but how strong your brain really is. And when she said that there was something very comforting that, I mean, I immediately cried when she said it and I was like, I, I, yeah, I, you know, none of us, especially in a position like me with depression and stuff, like you don't ever want to think of yourself as a strong person. I, you know, when I was on Dan Harmon's podcast and other people's shows, like they always, dude, you're an inspiration, your story, the aneurysm, like, and it's hard to hear because I'm like, I don't understand why. Like, yeah, I, there's, I don't know if it's survival's guilt, survivor's guilt or what, but you're just like, why, you know, why, why am I, why am I, why does my story matter to anybody? No, everybody Um, feels like that. Even like not as, as extreme, even like when I get messages like, Hey, you're an inspiration, but I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, we all have that. You're entertaining. You're crazy. I know. But at the same time, community, again, like I told told, told you that voice messages, which apparently Twitter now does voice messages. Woohoo. Like (laughs) I let them send my voice message. like, Hey man, I really appreciate you having on the show last week. I love being part of it. and so on so uh yes there are people that stand you dave and they should <laughs> no i mean but but yeah and, and, and it's totally appreciative but i mean i think we all give that uh what do they call that uh what do they call that uh, you know that when you don't feel like you deserve it what's imposter, that imposter, imposter yeah. syndrome, imposter. Imposter syndrome think, yeah. no matter what like a lot of i mean we all kind of just feel like that sometimes you know we just do 
We just do, even though it's like when we get prayed. I mean, I'm, I'm, we all do it. I mean, I'm sure everybody here has felt like that too. Where it's just like when, especially when you've got get praise from people, and then you know, especially when you get it in person. I mean, at full circle, yeah. Jesus oh, I Christ, bet. yeah. I mean. Like when people are just like coming up and going like, I want a picture and this. I'm like, what? What did I? What? What am I doing? Like, I just. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm gonna be asking for a picture when we, whenever, if we ever. Oh, naturally, but you know, yeah, but yeah. yeah. But yeah. but dude, but but dude wanted me to sign his Justice League trilogy box set. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, that's when you know you're iconic. <laughs> like. Yeah. I, I was just like, uh, okay, you want my autograph? Literally, I was sitting there going, you want my autograph? But at the same time, okay. then you got to put yourself into their shoes and be like, that's what he wanted. And no, he's I, I had the problem, but still, it felt weird for me. Yeah, exactly, like- exactly. It does feel weird, but at the same time, you you kind of go like, oh, this is somebody who's been watching, listening to us for years. He looks at us as like, oh, that's that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, a, it's, it's like the guy who stops me at, you know, at, at the Walmart on my birthday, going, <laughs> the guy in the meat department going, hey, vodka stream. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> hey. I'm not, I I haven't even gotten one of those. So. <laughs> I got, and I got like, I, and and I, I really got two <laughs> in one month. At the That's, Batman screening, told me that. Yeah, and right. at the meat department in Walmart on my birthday. Man, on my I'm glad I could birthday. cheer you up both those times, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in Florida. You just got to cross the state line. <laughs> yeah, on, I'm not too far. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it is weird. I mean, even at the Flash screening that I did not see, you know, I, you know. Oh, well, I saw that. I saw when it happened. I was like, it's yeah. just a joke. But I mean, it was it was great to like where people there was people in line that were like, "Hey, film Dougie," and I was like, "Yeah, what's going on? What's your name?" You know, kind of thing. You know, and it was one of those things, and it it's still weird, uh, even in the the fact that you know we didn't all get to see the thing. But yeah, it's still like a weird thing. So you have that imposter syndrome. I mean, we all have that, but yeah, I mean, I can only imagine like you know when dealing with what you've dealt with. It's Kind of like, wait, do you like me or the other guy, maybe, or sure. something? I don't know. Well, it's I actually find it's comforting. Like when I hear positive things, like uh, like Blue's boss at Harley, she loved working with him. Um, mm. He challenged her a lot. Like uh, there was just he's really, I don't know, he's very analytical. Like uh, the stuff she was telling me, he was capable of, and that he learned in a short amount of time. I'm like, it's it's surreal, but it's also comforting. I'm like, man, that's. I know his like he talks mad shit, but it sounded like he backed it up. I mean, like for, from what we found out, uh, okay. Harley Harley hasn't hit any of their sales in the two months we that we haven't worked there, um, mm. and and he loves that. <laughs> he found that out and was like, "Of course they didn't," uh, and that's but that's how he is. He 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 his idea of better for us is more opportunities, more money, um, a, a position of leadership. Like those are all things that he wanted uh, because he wanted to buy a new car. He wanted to improve like things in our life that I don't, that aren't on my list, you know? Um, And that's, but that's how it is. So we, we have each made our list, what our goals are, what we'd like to accomplish by the end of this year. And we're all focusing on that. And we had to, we shared the lists, you know, with each other and kind of gave feedback on the lists and try to whittle it down to realistic expectations for all of us. And, um, yeah, it's been great. Luckily, no one's been like, dude, we got to have some kids right now. 
Thankfully, no one oh, has said that. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because uh, we. I, yeah, you don't want to wake up to a. <laughs> Though I, I've already had an instance where I woke up and a week had passed. Um, so, so I don't want to have an instance where I wake up and a year has passed. Um, I, you know, and I don't think, and that we're all at the point where none of us want that. Um, yeah. And so, so yeah. So we try to there, be regular about it. You, like, has there ever uh, been a chance? But in past vodka stream appearance, has it not been you? Doubtful. Because no? like I doubtful, said, I, I, yeah, no, doubtful. Well, you would, I'm telling you, you would know. Like, because yeah. uh, even Blue, like Blue wouldn't do the show. Like he, he would okay. be like, I'm not seek. I'm not going to go on your show. Um, okay. It was actually, it, it. I had a really twist his arm. He got into Magic the Gathering because they had transformer cards in them like a year ago. Nice. And, and he's kind of gravitated towards transformers uh, a little bit. And, um, but Moon Knight's like his, his main thing. Like he's completely enamored with, with kind of that universe um, and Egyptian stuff. So, um, but transformers, is something he kind of took a liking to. And he, uh, he, uh, Oh, dang it. Uh, yeah. So he, Wait, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> he, you, you asked me about, uh, oh, if he's ever been on the show. So, yeah. So I had to twist his arm because I was like, you know, what would be cool is why don't I do a Transformer show on my gaming channel? Because when I originally started YouTube, it was a, my show. My channel was a Transformer channel. And I said like like eight years ago or whatever. So I said, why don't I do a Transformer show on a gaming channel? And if you want to contribute something to it, like unboxing the magic cards and you can open the packs and just film yourself opening the packs. And yeah. even getting him to do that was like, he did a couple and then he was like, yeah, I don't really want to do this anymore. Like, I just want to open oh. the pack. I just want to open the packs. I don't want to set up a camera and a light. He's like, I don't want to do any of this shit. Um, so, for example, see, so remember a few years when, when, when you did the comic on a home at home with me, when I got you that press thing, yeah. and you, so you, for example, when we did that episode of the flashback, that was, that was you and me. Of course it was. Okay. Cause good. at that time it would have been just me and green. Um, okay. Uh, Blue and Fade are newer. They're they're they're. Mm. What mm. happened was this all got worse. So apparently, it's always been me and Green, and I had no idea. Um, always, but but Green is so stark different than me that I think when we lived alone in that apartment with Echo, that's the only time he would probably come out um, because he was like he didn't want people to know about him, and it wasn't until Echo died that everything kind of spiraled out of control for us because the grief, that's why, again, the Moon Knight show, I'm like the catalyst for him and Steve, Mark and Steven was that their mom passed away. You know, they, they took a severe loss and it, it unraveled their, their routine. Um, and that's what kind of echo did for me. He completely ruined uh, his, his, he didn't ruin anything. He's amazing, but his passing uh, shattered uh, us on, a mo- on an emotional level so strongly that it <clears throat> caused numerous triggers to go off. And, and it caused our brain to react in the only way our brain knows how to do because he's the first, look, we've lost some friends, you know, obviously over the years, but some of them were Sikhs, you know, or <clears throat> pre-aneurysm me's friends. And I didn't know them that well. And I didn't stay in touch with them that well. So losing them, I'm like, yeah, this, this hurts. I know it's supposed to hurt, but I don't, I don't really feel it. Echo was with me every day for 11 years through some of the hardest years of my life, you know, all of the Mm -hmm. hardest years of my life. 
and he saved my life. You know, he could, he turned my, I had a seizure at home and he was trained to crawl under me and turn my head, you know, like he literally saved me. And, and, uh, and so it hurt to not be able to do the same for him. So when it happened, my, our system got all screwed up and I couldn't function. Um, and my brain reacted in a way, like I said, that only knows how to in the, in the face of real trauma and stress and grief, it created blue. And blue is a version of us that has no memory of our life with Echo, no California life. Like he's a version of us that is a fresh start because that's how our brain handles pain, like on that mm-hmm. level. So is, is that what basically, because, you know, if I could just take it back to Mooner, because now I think I understand, you know, because wasn't there a third, there was a third person that showed up at the end of Moon Knight. Jake Lockley. Jake Lockley. Yeah. Yeah. And that was because they because they discovered each other's trauma that it caused them to, um, yeah. So like when his mom passed, he said her shiva, just being there at her shiva, stirred up a lot of emotions because obviously him and his mom had a very contentious relationship. Like mm. uh, um, a lot of his pain comes from the loss of his brother as a child and the and how his mother reacted to it and how his father didn't react to it. Um, so that's his situation obviously. But, um, but yeah. Uh, so basically what happens is like everyone does it. I, I can explain it real easily. Cause now I've said it enough times after mm-hmm. learning it, everyone in the world dissociates every single person, everyone here on this panel dissociates. Um, there are times when you're driving home from work and then you just kind of space out and then you wake up and you're at home and you're like, I, I don't remember every step that it took for me to get home, but you, but you, you do, you just do the, the drive home. Right. right. Like, yeah. Like you might get halfway home and then all of a sudden you, in your mind, you blink in your home and you're like, how did I get here? And it's not, it's not, it's like a low level of dissociation and everyone goes through it. Oh no. There's like, I mean, yeah, I was just even thinking about that. I was, I was peeing right now. I was like, man, we, we're all pretty c- kind of capable. In my hand. I know. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what, am I, what am I doing? What day is it? Oh, this Sorry, I have great. to add levity in. I, no, I get no, so. Fine. Yeah, and, so then, and then Scott's ass, yeah, and then yeah. we go back to that. And... No, no, no. But I, but I was just <laughs> like, I, I, I had, I had an ex-girlfriend who. <laughs> wait, 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 What did he just say? What? Did he... Hey, what? Sorry, what? I want to no, let Dave finish. Sorry. <laughs> okay, no, an ex-girlfriend. No, I had an ex-girlfriend who kind of like, it was kind of interesting because she would kind of sleepwalk, but she was very coherent. But it was almost like a different personality. I remember, like, I remember physically seeing it where we were like, uh, we we're at her house and she was just like, and we were like just goofing around. We were wrestling around. It was fun. And it was like, hey, we're wrestling, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden I saw her just going to go like this, go, <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then she just was like, what the hell? What is happening? And I went, Whoa, because she's told me about it. She told me about it before. And then she was like straight up like, like, what are we doing here? And I'm like, oh, did you were you like asleep this whole time? I think she had that, too. And because I saw it literally change on her face where she was like, we were like, and then all of a sudden she just went to fear. Like, what are we doing right now? Because I was like over her and I was like holding her arms. and I was like, hey, you know, we were just having fun. And then all of a sudden, like the, her f- facial expression just changed to like, 
what is happening? And I went, whoa, so you don't remember like the last 20 minutes at all? Yeah, it was pretty crazy to see that happen like in live, like because we were chasing each other around her house and everything like that. And we were just goofing around. And then all of a sudden it just went to just what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, like uh, that's what I mean when my boss said, like, seeing you, because for me that day, I remember sending a work email. It was like a, maybe around 3.30. So we normally work uh, like 7.30 to 8, uh, 7.30 to 4 p.m., like an eight and a half hour day. And uh, so it's 3.30. So we're getting near the end of the day. And I remember sending an email uh, at the end of the day to like her, my two bosses and, and everything on my duties that, that I completed them for the day. And, and then I was getting up to go like tell her, Hey, I'm, I'm done for the day. You mind if I go home a few minutes early? And that was the last thing I remember. But for me, I got up, I turned, I was had in my head, like, all right, let's go ask her something. I had a massive headache that day. Sometimes this happens too, where the pain of the headache might cause me to just kind of check out. Uh, cause I get bad migraines. And so, and th- what we found out sometimes that could be because someone else is trying to front. And if mm-hmm. we're both, we're both trying to, in a way fight for the consciousness that could enhance the headache or at least the, the, you know, if it's a real headache or not, um, but just enhance that transition. So for me, I got up, turned around, I was going to go talk to her. And then I was standing in our laundromat here and it was nighttime and four hours had passed. And for me, it was literally that quick. Like it, it was get up, turn around. And I'm all of a sudden I'm staring at a laundromat and I'm like, wait a minute, what should happen? And I didn't have my phone on me, which I'm like, that makes sense. Cause green normally won't, doesn't, you know, if he's doing chores and stuff, doesn't keep the phone around. Um, so I'm like, okay, all right. So we're here, we're at home. How do we get out of work? What happened? And so I had to email my boss and said, Hey, tomorrow, can I talk to you? I don't remember leaving work. And she's like, yes. You know, she emailed me back like, yes, we'll talk tomorrow because I met one of your alters, you know? And then oh, the next wow. day we, we talked and I said, please tell me, you know, cause I still get worried, you know, a little bit, even though of I course. can trust the guys, but it's still like, what did he do? And she's like, he came right up to me, hand me your phone. Cause I guess the way we clock out is we have an app on our phone. So yeah. like he, he walked up to her, handed her the phone and said, clock us out. <laughs> and then she's like, what? And he goes, we're not see clock us out now. <laughs> and I was like, wow. wow. Okay. He, he doesn't like menial tasks. He doesn't like working for people. That's why he does his own stuff. You know, he used to landscape, he used to, you know, do, you know, crown molding and like shelving and, and you know, carpentry stuff. Like that's his deal. And he works for himself and does side jobs. So he doesn't like answering to people. And so he just looked around, you know, saw that he was dressed in our, our, we wear a suit and tie to work. So he's just like, what the, f-? you know, he, he could, I asked, so I asked, I was like, what was he like? And people were like, he's staring out the window for like 10 minutes they were, they were like we knew it wasn't you because he wasn't saying anything they're like you talk like all the time i'm like oh man am i annoying <laughs> and they're, they're like no 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 but you always like cheer us up you're always a very go-getter and you know and i've learned that in therapy too they're like you know you're you try to be a people pleaser because you don't think highly of yourself so it's kind of a, a thing you do um to make sure everyone else in the room is you know having a good time and um and she's like so they're like yeah you you normally are outgoing and you you project this extrovert personality and you, you know, you're very helpful to all of us and talk all the time. So we knew it wasn't you because you were just like staring out the window and then you were looking at your clothes and then you were like, 
I think you were trying to figure out where your car was parked from the window. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, God, oh, that all that makes sense. Cause he, he hadn't been to our work up until that point. So he didn't know where the hell he was. Um, so, so, you know, so then he, I guess he went over and just, he knew the phone was our way out. So he handed her the phone and said, clock me out. We're done. <laughs> and uh i was like was he rude and she's like but that's the thing about green everyone says they're like he's not rude he's just to the point yeah you know he's just just like cut all the bullshit yeah he doesn't no fluff that's what a lot of people with asperger's do you know i mean i I have have asperger's autism myself but i'm on the more outgoing side Uh um which um, I know people who know me really well will be like, oh, that's obvious, Andy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, but like I had like when I went in special needs school the first like seven years of my life, right. there were other kids with autism, Asperger's that they don't speak a word; they almost just whisper. Um, which Fade, you know, I, fades like that. He's nonverbal, so mm-hmm. fade our other one of our other ones. Um, but what I was saying earlier too about your point uh, to Andy as well was. Uh, everyone dissociates so like the thing is is when you're at a young age the the the, i guess the 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 diagnosis and and the thing they talk about in in therapy and what doctors who treat this talk about is that's when it happens it's like you know all of us as adults for the most part like even my boss at work told me this she's like i have a work personality then i have a home personality you know like people naturally shift like that you know they they can compartmentalize how they have to act in certain groups, you know? Um, so that's what this is just on a, at the ages that you are when your brain is still developing. So Mm. it's just learning to like, if something's really bad is happening to you as a kid, your brain's still developing. So it's a part of your brain's like trying to check out from whatever's going on. So it compartmentalizes itself actually as opposed as a, because your brain's still forming or learning how to operate. So it literally compartmentalized itself. Whereas as an adult, you can easily go, all right, I'm with Tim today. I got to act like this around Tim. Cause you know, this is personality. Yeah, and then I go to work, I got to put on my, you know, my work face, you know? So that's essentially what it is just magnified. Uh, and at a time when your brain is still processing how to be a brain essentially. Um, and that no, was, that's I mean, how it was kind of explained. Yeah. I mean, it's all very fascinating and, you know, you know, and I, I love it when you come on here and, and talk about it, because like I said, I, I have questions and I, you know, I have more questions, too, when it comes to this stuff. And, you know, obviously, you know, we're we're four and a half. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, like, no, but I know. But I but I, I do love talking about it. And I, you know, I'm I'm uh, always open to like anytime you're on, you know, after all the nerdy stuff, I like to dive into it because it is interesting and like like i said i you know i i had an ex that i think had a My similar bad. case yeah. because i saw it happen and it was the weird like it was i didn't th- i just thought oh no it's not an actual thing until i actually saw it happen live like full on like i said we were messing around i thought she was just being goofy in it and then all of a sudden she just went what the fuck Sure. Where am I kind of thing? And just, it was just crazy. It was crazy. It was like, it was just like, it, she just turned into like a different person and it was just, whoa, it was just, yeah. So kind of interesting, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you talking about it openly. And I yeah. think that I hope that helps too. I hope it helps to talk about it. 
as well. It, do, it doesn't hurt. That's for sure. It, yeah. it used to make me feel weird, but it, it doesn't hurt. And I'm glad yeah, I got two, two with Andy. Cause like I said, me and Andy have, we've tried, yeah. you know, he's offered me a lot of great offers to do shows with him. And I, I keep coming back to like going like, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And then, you know, it seems like I'm a Jekyll and Hyde. Like I'm like, all right, I changed my mind to this idea or I changed my mind to that idea. And it's like, I, I keep trying to water things down because I have to share my time with everybody. So it's like, I, I, I don't, the reason I have the color orange is I guess I designate it to myself because I feel greedy. I feel like I've, um, I'm taking too much time when, you know, and, and so, that's kind of the, the thing we're working through now. So yeah, we'll, we'll continue it another day yeah. for sure. But I appreciate you guys letting me. Yeah. No, I always, dude, I always like talking see, to you. Yeah. See, you know, you always have an open door with me. I, I, I would never close it on you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Same here, man. I love you, man. Yeah, I you love you too. I love door. you too. You always have an open door on the Vox stream. And you know, that's why I was like, I hit you up tonight and I was like, you know what? It's been a bit. And I was like, you know, I wanted to get you back on here and I'm glad that you came on here. I'm glad I got to meet Phil. I know we didn't talk too much. Yeah, you got to meet Phil. And then I didn't realize you had a relationship with Andy, which was great. Yeah, ten years. Yeah, yeah, ten years. years At least. Yeah. What's so funny is last week was my first episode, and I didn't know. I know. I watched. uh, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that Rebecca, who I worked with forever, was on. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I wonder, like, if I come on next week, I wonder, I wonder who else Dave is yeah. gonna bring on that I already know. <laughs> we'll yeah. go for the hat trick next week. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, like, yeah, Rebecca, I know she's on vacation, so I didn't even. Thank God, that gr- that yeah. girl is one of the Work hardest hard. workers I know. Yeah, I know. There will be times when I go to bed and she's still working, and I wake yeah. up and I see she's online on Messenger. I'm like, yeah. Rebecca, did you even go to sleep? And she's like, Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, no, no. Rebecca's great. Rebecca's great. I like, I, yeah, I like, I like her. I like her motor. I really like her motor. And when I, after I'm, I mean, Scott's been telling me like, you got to get Rebecca on, and I like, just never, it never. And then all of a sudden, I meet her in person. I'm like, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Right. We got to get her, you know. And you know, hopefully never she'll be a big. I know, I know, I know. Me. It's my bad. It's my bad. It's my bad. But uh, you Rebecca, know, I, she's out of this world. Uh-huh. Yeah, she definitely is. She definitely is. But I think this is a good spot to uh, end the stream. It's been fun, as always. Of course, uh, thank you to ACS. And also thank you yes. to uh, Samuel for uh, joining and talking. Samuel being the only one. Flash. Yes, who's only seen the Flash. <laughs> is that what you guys talked about tonight? Him having seen the Flash? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it was funny because... <laughs> You know, I was like, I was like, oh man, I haven't had Sam on, and I saw him tweet, and I was like, oh yeah, I do it earlier. Maybe he'll want to come on, and he was totally cool. And I was like, I know he's seen the Flash. I'm like, I think he's gonna be the only one that I'm gonna have on the panel that's seen the fucking Flash because I, 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 because he sent me his initial reaction. So I was like, yeah, all right, let's get him on there. We'll we'll grill him a little bit, but of course, you know, he was perfectly professional and not saying too much. But uh, everyone see, and their mother has seen it. This damn film, like, yeah, like I know, every, man. damn near all right. these spoilers. It's like it's like I'm like I think this whole fan screening thing may have gone a little too overboard. I haven't seen too many. I, I mean, I that. yeah, I've been okay when it comes to spoilers. I mean, I already know spoilers, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever. But uh, I'm still gonna be excited to see it. But anyways, let's go around the horn. See, go ahead and promote yourself. Taint Tingle. Yeah, you can follow me at Tank Tingle at uh, <laughs> my OnlyFans, uh, the Tank Tickler. Um, I uh, I'm on just on Instagram at uh, the Venom Vlog, and then I'm also at, on YouTube at the Venom Vlog. So if you're a fan of Venom or just interested in what Sony's working on and and the kind of stuff they have coming up, 
yeah, come over and check us out. Uh, that's primarily what I talk about on my show. All right, Phil. Uh, just at unfiltered Twitter, Vero, Instagram. You can catch me on the four nerds. Most Thursdays, we didn't have a show yesterday, but I played some Zelda on my Twitch account. And you can also check out my podcast, the eternal night on podbean.com as where well as anywhere else you get your podcasts. And thanks again, Dave. It's always fun to come and chat on yeah. the box stream. Sure. And then, uh, Andy. Well, the flash is over, so my career is supposed to be over now. So the flash podcast is dead. Oh boy. I, I, I no more articles on screen rant. Uh, there's no point doing multiverse of color anymore. Uh, it's you know it's a miracle if I, Jordan even lets me do endless multiverse anymore. Uh, you know, I mean, because you know, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to be irrelevant now because the flash is over. Um, and you know, my social media accounts at anybody will no longer exist. I'm doing all this in reverse if people don't understand the joke. Um, so uh, yeah, if I'm in there, um, I, I hope there will be something to talk about. I don't know, no, but no, no. Honestly, it's uh, we're the fire is not going anywhere. We're just taking a little break right now because you know I've been busy doing 330 episodes for 10 years. Well, yeah, I mean, you got a you got a movie based on the Flash coming out in a few. Yeah, weeks. and then I have to wait till like I don't know how long to get like another Flash live action thing. Yeah, you can start yeah. diving into the comic books. That's what I do between Venom movies is I just dive full on into the comic books. Um, so. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, because they're, they're, they're <laughs> focusing on Wally right now. I'm like, I'm, I'm a bear Not guy. current books, man. I'm talking about good stuff. Yeah. Um, you know what? <laughs> yeah, Mark Wade has a pretty solid run in the Flash. Oh, I was going to say, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's he is the best. He, if you guys had seen when, like, when I, I interviewed him last time, when he saw the Bar Allen costume was on the flash. He became like a little kid. Like yeah. he would say, Oh, oh my God. Show me again. Show me again. Show me again. Show me again. <laughs> like literally he's uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, find me and invite all the socials and you can find all my stuff in my bios. If I'm so relevant. And then uh, that's it, guys. And I'm just kidding, Scott. I'm not gonna freaking forget you. you. You always send us off when you when you make it to the very very end. I got the hiccups right now. God damn it. You do, man. Go ahead, Scott. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Vero Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. We are a fan-supported network, so head on over to Patreon.com slash SquadcastMedia, where $5 a month gets you access to exclusive RSS feed of over 400 pieces of content. And, of course, every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Central here at the Film Junkie YouTube channel, you can join us for DC Fanimated Stream, where this week we'll be talking about The Last Son of Krypton Part 2. Ooh. Hell yeah! How the, how the hell do you do that so flawlessly? He's a professional man, he's, just, so he's good. a pro. He's the best of us. Oh my! God. <laughs> he's got a fucking cigar. Yeah, dude. Yeah. One, the one thing he had that prop just for that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Good one of these days, we got to smoke cigars on here. You know, I. Oh, um, no, I've already smoked a cigar, and the fucking smell took two days to get out of this basement. Oh, I have to man. move out. I have to move out oh, to the it. outside. But yeah, because when, when Callum was born, I smoked a cigar. That's right, you did. It took me yeah. two days to get the smell yeah, out of this basement. Yeah, but you're in the basement. I forget. I forget. So. But anyways, guys, I got the hiccups, and uh, thank you to everybody who is a part of this. Thank you, Seek, Scott, Andy, and Phil, and of course, ACS Anthony and uh, Samuel for joining the fun, and everybody uh, subscribe to the channel, hit that uh, hit that like, thumbs up, the notification bell, all that stuff. We will talk to you guys 
like later there it is <laughs>